Come on out, you rapist! Wow. I have very vivid memories of watching this stuff and like at very specific ages. And then I was thinking like, I'm going to be on a podcast with two people that were like eight years old. No, 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 no. no. I was, I was 10, bro. Come on. Give me some credit. (laughs) Come on. I was like, I was thinking about, I I like, I like, I liked like boobies and shit. I was like ready. I was, I was grown up. I was, I loved, I loved the attitude era and I loved that, you know, there were half naked chicks and yeah puppies yes i loved <laughs> i loved that because they the thing about puppies is they make it fun for kids too this is yeah this no. is a kid's a child's entry into loving a woman's breasts is jerry certainly, lawler yelling puppies yeah i was gonna say certainly jerry lawler is not a man who uh has lacks interest in making it fun for kids that's absolutely <laughs> true and i think we are already we must already be recording welcome to wrestling is gross my name is bucky that should be the start it is my name is siobhan that's yeah. the start oh sorry i'm jr yeah, I ruined the no, intro. no no it doesn't matter it's never good did, yeah that's just it's the a, intro it's a bad way to do it <laughs> it's just an intro we came that we didn't even think about well no it happened about. because we, just... we didn't say our names in the first episode that's so we, correct we've always made it a point to say my name is bucky my name is siobhan like we you know yeah and luckily that's one of the funniest things that we just didn't say our names on the first episode of the and podcast the best guests always just go ahead and say their name without us asking and you did that despite <laughs> talking over us saying our own name you still said your own name and that is the most you got everyone knows your name people don't know who i am yeah you know my name chris cornell casino royale y'all remember that <laughs> It's a good Bond theme. That is I, I that is think, my daughter's favorite song right now. <laughs> I think uh, the fucking uh, Jack White and Alicia Keys one is actually kind of good. Mm-hmm. It's not good, but it, it it's perfect for a uh, a Bond movie, especially a bad one. And that's what that one is. You Bond know, everybody was mad that um, was it Spectre didn't have the the uh, the Radiohead song that they recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Sam Shepard song is fucking good. Sorry, it's just. It's better than the Adele or Billie Eilish ones. I have strong opinions. Nobody does it better, folks. About Bond themes? Nobody does. Yeah, I I have strong opinions about Bond themes. That's good. Yeah, That's good. It's good to Cheryl, hear. The name. Cheryl Crow song is also good. I don't give a fuck. Garbage? Um, garbage is great. The garbage one is great. I'm obviously partial to A View to a Kill, because who is? That's a oh, great song. Oh, sure. That's a great movie. That's the one with Walken and Grace Jones? Yeah. That's a great movie. You ever see View to a, a View to a Kill, JR? No, I'm not a big Bond person. You got to get on that. Those movies are good. I they're, should. They're, they're, yeah, no, no, no. They're really woke and nice. And... <laughs> so, no. like, my mom, my mom is like a big like spy movie person and always loved James Bond. And for whatever reason, I just like did I it, I just don't get into it. I don't know why. It's been recent for me. It's been like the last five years. I've, it, finally, it finally clicked with the late Craig movies and and with Mission Impossible with the you know the McQuarrie. 
Those movies are fucking brilliant. I don't know if I don't know if we've ever talked about those on the podcast, but I love. I haven't seen any of them. That's another blind spot. Oh my god! Oh, it's transcendent. Oh no, no, no! That's not true. I've seen the first one. It's De Palma. Yeah, De Palma. That's a good movie, but it's not. That's not indicative of the rest of the series. But it is great. That's a great movie too. Um, Welcome. Uh, (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. The second one is 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 awesome. The second one is the most pro wrestling because it's John Woo, and John Woo is a like you know a a wrestling guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not a good movie. A great. Movie. Oh, it's, it's, I think it's a good movie, but it's also it's ridiculous. Also, yeah. Um, the third one is the one that everybody hates. You know, and that's also unfair. We can't do this right now, but that's also unfair. Welcome to Wrestling's Gross. Oh shit! My browser has now switched to Yahoo as the so I must have malware. Is that what that means? When it and it doesn't want to say use Google automatically. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> doing the podcast on the new computer has been a quite a ride. I mean, you know, I haven't seen the third one in. <laughs> 15 years. Well, know? Who directed the third one? J.J. Abrams. We can't talk about it. I know. Ooh, we can talk about it beyond that. No. <laughs> the same guy who directed Ooh. Rise of the Skywalker. We cannot talk about this right now. I do not have time. <laughs> Philip Seymour is Hoffman there is the villain. Is there in there? Yes, there is. But Philip Seymour Hoffman is the villain, and Carrie Russell's in it, and her brain explodes. Spoilers. I'd re- uh, I mean, I'd rewatch it just because Do you remember Phil's when her... There. Do you remember... Yeah, Phil. That is true. The two great Phil's. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Philip Seymour Punk. What about Schneider? It's not in there? Uh, he's all right. I mean, he's a friend of the show. <laughs> he's a friend of the show. <laughs> I didn't think about him. He is, he's, the, he's definitely third in my heart. I Number go- four, the one who got uh, killed, uh, be- the Phil Schneider who got killed uh, because of uh, the aliens. <laughs> sure, yeah. You, I think you brought that up one time on the show. Um, well, folks, we got J.R. Goldberg. <laughs> Um, fucking four-time returning guest. The, now, now tied for the most with Phil. Congratulations. Yeah, his his no, microphone I'm, I'm... isn't as good as yours, so you're automatically going to be that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> that's part of it, you know. It's got to be so. It's three tiers. Good friend is one of them. You know, like a good friend on the show. Um, good microphone is one of the other things uh-huh. that matters so much. And then also you got to be funny. And Phil's only got one of those three things. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> not saying which i'm not saying which i mean you know he, you you can decide I and mean, we can rule out good microphone you can tell regis to cross a couple of the answers out but you're still going to be left with the conundrum you're not going to know um no <laughs> good friend of the show phil schneider um the um the subject tonight so last time we had you on you you like curated the whole show basically um, and we were going to do another thing where you like, uh, cause I, you're a man of great ideas. You're, uh, a great, an idea, man. you're a good writer. I saw that you, uh, wrote something on Segunda Caeta recently and I was very excited to see that. Um, and I enjoyed that very much. Um, thank you. That website, uh, that Phil Schneider is barely on anymore. We're not going to talk about it. We don't have time. But you know, you so yeah, we're not people got to people got to pick up no the slack. There's, that. there's, so there's, so we've got people picking up. Yeah, the slack. I could, it's good to I see. could be one of them, and I, I'm, I'm not. You could, I'm you know, shit. also, you I'm know. not doing shit. I just, I just forget. Like, mm. I haven't finished my goddamn Chalanga mask anniversario thing. You ever I, I finished that? The goddamn... No, I never finished that. Hmm. I didn't even get to the one where, if, uh, where they get thrown out of Arena Coacalco because uh, they've started fighting into uh, the Toyota parking lot. <laughs> oh, that's right. Tale of I think my uh, my next thing for Segunda Caída, I think that I want to do a complete and accurate Sylvester Turkey in Japan. Yeah, sure. 
I like we're yeah, we're beautiful. IGF guys for sure. I'm I'm a yeah. big fan. Um, I like all that Predator stuff. It's good. Yeah. You know? No, he's, he's like no, I mean he has like nine matches of Necro, so it's like they're all good, but it is like, <laughs> like nine matches one to one guy. Uh, but like you a know what? Small version of you in, in this a, concept. He's an interesting case of like what is Vince like? Because Vince must have seen him and been like hire him, you know? Like <laughs> that's that was the thing. He was in developmental for a while, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was like a UPW guy, maybe even or oh yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever the hell that was. Um. Well, all right. So we were gonna do. We were gonna. Jared was gonna make another fun episode for us. We were all gonna have a lot of fun watching great matches featuring great wrestlers, probably of the two thousands indies. Uh, but instead, I just said, "Hey, do you want to come on the Vince McMahon Shane McMahon episode, the first one?" And he was like, "Okay." And I sent him the match list, and I was like, "Check this out." And he was like, "Oh, hell yeah!" Because <laughs> it's a. This is a. This is a banger of a playlist. This is a real stupid. I was saying, this is so stupid. I really, I know that this is really stupid, but to examine the McMahon family from purely an in-ring perspective, to not really go into the morality of them, because no. I mean, we'll, we'll touch on it. Who it's cares? gonna, it's gonna happen. It's, it's an inevitability because of the product. Yes. Well, yeah, and also, and we because it reflects so hard. In, like a limo off camera. Don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, but we will talk about what happens. We know what we think about it. In the limo on camera. It's not very good. Yeah, no, it is bad and Vince McMahon's a horrible person. Um Shane McMahon is a uh, an awful fail son who broke his leg live on, uh, on at WrestleMania and Snoop Dogg had to cover so for funny. him. So and funny. Stephanie is a recent divorcee and Linda worked for Donald Trump. So what can you say? Um I mean, what more can you say about the McMahon family? We're going to find a way to talk about them for the rest of There's so much eternity. to say about the goddamn McMahon family because they are in, they have, there's so much. They're, remember well, when, remember when, uh, okay, so obviously this is a loaded thing to ask. Remember, of course, when uh, Vince uh, did the fake death of himself? Yeah. And of course, of course. they had I to wasn't cancel watching. it because of Benoit. I wasn't but watching. I just keep thinking about uh, how they're going to have the brother on. Oh, Rod. Rod. Roderick McMahon was going to fucking be on TV. That is How crazy that me. is. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice. It would have been nice oh, to see I... the fam. I don't know. Are there any Rod McMahon matches? I'm going to look him up on Cage Match. No, but I did, uh, you know, watching these matches, which are all dope, by the way. Um, they all have something to offer, for sure. They all have they all have something to offer, with perhaps the exception of the last and longest one. It is I, don't think... <laughs> I got stuff I want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I want to talk. We're going to be pretty about. tired. Oh, by then. it's a discussion yeah. point, but yeah. uh, and it's not Vince's fault that it's bad. No, um, he's the good worker in the match. Uh, but but like the thing is, all of these matches made me excited to talk about other periods of Vince's career, sure. like. All, all of the Vince 2003 matches, like where he has that 10 minute match against Stephanie, like Vince uh, 2003 is, I think, the most unhinged version of Vince. That's oh, Ga- yeah. Gowan is into no, 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 no. Oh, oh, no. Hold on. The most unhinged version of Vince is ECW champion Vince. So I've, I've never seen it. Vince I've never is, seen that. I'm so excited. Two different kinds of unhinged. It's like I don't know. I feel like ah, uh, it's like v- two, Vince. It's, Vince 03 is like is like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 uh-huh. where it's yeah. like oh. just so maximalist That's one and Hopper. crazy. Yeah, the yeah. one with Hopper. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um the 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 Vince and 
WWE CW is like a completely different entity. You know, <laughs> it's insane. It's like if one of the remakes was sneaky good. It's it's all even yeah sure let's keep going with that why not fine fine I haven't said sneaky good on the show in a while sneaky good sneaky good Lane's sneaky good little chow chow yeah baby that was now we're cooking with grease Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's like a plate from that freaking you know I don't know oh man sorry I gotta watch the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre match oh it's all right. It's all right, yeah, man. I think it's valid. Yeah. Um, and he donated all the money to charity. Tony did while he was like, uh, he was like sitting on top of a pile of money he wasn't going to donate to charity. He donated yeah. that money to charity. That <laughs> <laughs> um, not going to talk about that though. Um, I need to talk about Tony. <laughs> so we're going to do every uh, every big, I guess what we deem big McMahon match. Um, so there's like lots of TV stuff. There's lots of like six, seven minute matches, three minute matches that are more angles than actual matches. Um, but stuff the, where Shane McMahon is trying to be an actual wrestler. I don't care. Yeah. We're not going to watch him versus X-Pac. Cause I, I mean, I thought about it. I thought really hard about it and I decided that I don't really like X-Pac, <laughs> which is, uh, I can't of, believe like, this. I, no, this is a, that's I so I said this on the the Vampiro and ICP episode, which you haven't heard yet, Jr. Um, but that I don't think X Pac is very good during the late '90s, and I don't think that's a controversial opinion. I think that Six and X Pac in the '96 to what I think is a bad run. That's but, like that's like a Brian Alvarez opinion, bro. That's, that's just like that's so some stupid. shit from twenty years ago. Okay, I haven't watched the jacked matches you have. Get your fucking pants back on. No, he's having good matches on Summer Slams and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, sure. I, with uh, with D'Lo Brown, the greatest wrestler of all time, maybe. I mean, Dilo's pretty good. Um, I think that the like X Pac stuff r- realistically, like, I don't love much of the single stuff, and then I. I remember it's the I mean, tag team with Kane. You love the tag team with the Kane. The tag team with Kane. Yeah, is it good? Really? I mean, I don't know. I Look, I haven't seen it. The thing is, I watched this shit when I was 10 years old, and I was a 10-year-old yeah. smark who loved Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko. Okay? So I would watch the X-Pac and Kane, and I hated it. I fucking hated it. I hate, I really I really hated so much of this stuff. That's the, That's what I felt watching this was like... I can appreciate a lot of this now a lot more, but I hated that Vince McMahon wrestled. I didn't like the matches, but I didn't like Austin. I wasn't a Stone Cold guy at all. Like, oh, as a that's kid. interesting. I was going to talk to you guys about that. I was, I was, I'm really curious. Well, let's 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 get let's, into yeah. it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from St. Valentine's Day Massacre from February 13th, 1999, uh, which is not Vince McMahon's first ever wrestling match, but it is his first ever real wrestling match, kind of. It's his first uh, match that is like an advertised big deal. Yeah. Yes. That like you're, uh, and they're selling the pay per view on this. Yeah, it feels like it's almost non-canon. Uh, anything he had before this, excluding the Royal Rumble, like it's like that kind of yes. happened, I guess. But who cares? That was the thing the I remember. Royal Rumble happened, at, which is where he barely actually wrestles. And but you that, could say he barely actually wrestles here, but you know that was the most I ever got into Austin in this period. So I had I had been a WCW kid until like it got really bad. Like I think Sting and Hogan at like Starcade '97 and Brett coming in, I was like, okay, let's see what's on the other channel. I like I was 
whatever. I was kind of started flirting with it over the summer of of 98. And then I remember like being fully invested watching every week by the time the Kane Austin taker like the breakdown, you know, you know that like September yeah. 98. That's when I was fully back in. And I did become a, an Austin fan. I remember watching the night when he did the fucking Zamboni and like the I don't know if, if you haven't seen that clip in a while, the dive that he does off of the Zamboni over the top rope and it's a perfect diving clothesline on McMahon who takes a bump like he's like, you know, like the the greatest wrestler of all time. He takes it <laughs> it's he kicks his legs out like he's, you know, I don't know. I mean, I was also a, was a WCW kid because I liked Bill. Yeah, well, yeah. I fucking loved Bill, man. Yeah, Goldberg yeah, was kind of the uh, the the guy so, for me in that era, too. I was obsessed with him. I was a WCW fan because, obviously, Bill Goldberg. And then once I discovered that Raven, who is like the little goth weirdo kid, yep. was also Jewish. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't find that out until know, much later. <laughs> Oh no! Like when you're when you're a a young portly Jewish kid, oh. <laughs> you you go out of your way to figure out which athletes are Jewish. You have an encyclopedic sure. knowledge of this, you know. Yeah, uh, I imagine. So, so no, I was also a WCW kid, but um, I like part of my wrestling fandom, and I think I've gone into this on this show before, so I won't belabor it. But part of my wrestling fandom. Especially at that time period, was very much like uh, to to have like water cooler talk with kids at school until of course I got like way too into it to the point where like I made the cool thing uncool. You know, Um, that's the era though. If you were already built in as a wrestling fan, suddenly the the kids who were like the kids wanted to talk to you because everybody was like watching it and they know oh that that weird kid's into wrestling i experienced this yeah i was bringing like rf tapes to school (laughs) no he can't bring those to school dude no (laughs) (laughs) we had a tech ed teacher that would let me play them at lunchtime no that dude's in jail now dude (laughs) that guy's in jail because of that that's a shame Mm -hmm. he didn't know what he was doing Um, but yeah, no, I, I, it's funny because I think I was the same as, as you guys in some way, like I didn't want to like Austin because he felt like, like the, the thing that like jocks, like he was Hogan. Everybody loves this guy. Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. I I was a Foley kid. I was a Foley kid for sure. And I was also like, I still liked the undertaker, but then I remember like, was it over the edge where Shane was the ref? Yeah, that's for... where Owen Hart fell to his death. Yeah, I know. Oh, I remember that. Oh, but I the main that's what event you were was ask. <laughs> <laughs> the Sorry. main event was was Austin Taker with Shane as the ref, right? Yeah, yeah. That's not first, definitely Shane, first blood is fully loaded. That's a regular match at Over the Edge, I think. It's not. It's a regular yeah, match and... except for that it's wrestled in a ring where Owen Hart's blood is in the corner. Is in the which is the stipulation? The it yeah. was the special stipulation. Was you have to lick the, bl- the <laughs> own heart blood? Yeah, the, the loser. Lo- loser must lick own yeah. heart's blood. Yep. Um, we're going dark early. Yeah, <laughs> it's already pretty late. Um, so. Yeah, that's pretty. Late. Kiss um, the arse match, uh, and it's the blood from <laughs> Owen Hart's oh, heart. Yeah. That's... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Let's move on. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but like, I, what I'm trying to drive at is like, I went into that match. 
like really wanting to like I, I thought I was an Undertaker fan and then when Undertaker won as a heel which I was like I wanted to happen and Austin lost I found myself like being pissed off and then I, it was like a it was like a emotional turning point for me of like do I am I really like am I secretly like one of these like jock basic kids are you a mark Am, am, I, I am I a fucking yeah. mark? Am I a fucking <laughs> oh, little shit. bitch mark? Am I yeah. a fucking mark? Yeah, I've been there. I had dude. slightly less attachment to Austin because you know when I was really, really got into WWF for, for like good? 2000. The year's not fucking around. Yeah, that's until a good year. October. Right. And then you're like, oh, well, then it's like, yeah, I care about like Dwayne and fucking yeah. the Hardys and shit. Yeah, we had proper protagonists that year for sure. And, and, I don't know. Triple H, just awful. Just the worst wrestler of all time. But that's a good. It's a good oh, year. It's not. A, it's one of his. Hunter. It's one of his better years. I don't know. Oh four. That's yeah, you were, you, t- you mentioned oh four on the other show. I meant to look that up because I was that kind of stuck in my craw that you were like oh four is a great hunter year and i was like are you sure well, just, if you just get rid of the fucking sean stuff which is, yeah. is a real thing is a real you know That's that makes it a stuff. real road to hoe <laughs> obviously to just say you know, get rid of that but it's like no yeah you just get rid of that shit if he's just wrestling Sean one on one, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, that's a given. I, I really liked your line from the. I think it was the Wyatt episode where you said, "Oh four is a great Hunter year, but all of the matches are bad." Is that what? Um, <laughs> Wait, that's what you said, Shavon. <laughs> I think she might have misspoke. <laughs> it might not have been oh four that I meant that, but uh, it's it's a rough it's a rough time and we're gonna we're not gonna do is the year where the, he has like no good matches well no oh three is a terrible. disaster and is what part of what made me stop watching wrestling like oh, seriously. 03 is awful television we've yeah. talked about the, the smackdown the, is good the raw Insane, that i went to good, i went to this raw. raw in november of oh three and i think you've read the card aloud on the show before and it's embarrassing it's embarrassing that they put that in front of an audience even if it was I... beaumont fucking texas I mean, no disrespect to the man, but like the the most like the best guy in Raw, on Raw in two thousand three is might Lance be Mark Cade. Henry. Oh, well, we went and you're like that, that's I said not Lance necessarily Cade. what you want. Oh, I love Lance Cade. <laughs> he was really good. He was he I was the best. Gin- I love the Cade and Jindrak team. Match of the night was a five minute, five and a half minute long. Uh, Lance Cade, Garrison Cade, excuse me, versus uh, I believe Val Venus uh, match. I think went to a double DQ. And the highlight was that one of them, I think, did like a power bomb or something. And I was like, "Oh, there's a cool <laughs> move." It was like the only cool move I saw all night. <laughs> that was the show where uh, Masada wrestled Maven in a dark match. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I and I was like shouting at him because and he you know he came fist bumped me and it was really really great. And I was like, "Oh, that guy's my friend," and now he's a bad guy. Bucky, did you ever end up watching the clip of Masada lighting his face on fire? Yeah, yeah. We should talk about that now since I guess we're not going to do it. I don't know if we're going to do a deathmatch tournament show. I don't know. I think we're just going to do a show on the Carnage <laughs> Cup separately is the plan. And you're going to be on for that one, right, JR? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that. We didn't, but we did, you know, unspoken. Um, yeah. No, I'm just going to yes and my way through this podcast. So. Yeah. You know, night one, we're going to have you, JR. Night two, we're going to have Makabe. The uh, yeah, no. night of carnage or whatever. It's that called. is the thing. Dana Makabe told me that he like he watched it because we he watched John. I think he watched he watched something from the Carnage Cup because of our because we talked because we made it sound good. I think the fi- listen. Here's I love that John Rare match. 
Like I, no, I, just, I was going to ask you. Yeah, it. that's a piece of art, dude. That is holds truly, up enormously. Yeah. But I'm now struck. I am struck with the gauntlet match on day two being like the true artifact. Yeah. Well, no, they're both. The they're, they're two parts of having the a seizure. One is Raider. Wait, wait, this wait. mentally challenged man, Raider Rock. Yeah, Raider Rock, of course. Like one of them is clean shaven, the other one is the other movie that guy made. No, okay, that's fine. <laughs> You know what you're. I missed something in that. It's Lodge Kerrigan, I believe is his name. Um, that's all right. Um, I was gonna liken it to a, like a Larry Clark movie. Yeah, that's that's the same vibe for sure. Lodge Kerrigan. Yeah, okay. Um, he made uh, the movies uh, Clean Shaven, and then he he made the uh, made the movie Keen. <laughs> Never mind. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> he's a he's a he's a dark guy. Um, no, okay. Let's see here. I'm sorry. It's like I, that Andrew Getty movie. It's like that for sure. Um, yeah, I yep. can't remember the fucking name of. I don't know. So is. this is a reference that's great for everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's get. Let's let's get. I guess we're gonna move on on the on the matches. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, can I uh, can I mention a piece of commentary that Jerry the King Lawler says that really stuck out to me as <laughs> as like tr- truly beautiful in some way. Sure. He I says, it. He's not the most profound says, guy, so. If hatred was written on every grain of sand in the Sahara Desert, oh, it yeah. would still not equal the hatred Mr. McMahon has for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I wrote that down too. <laughs> That's a hard line. I don't remember it's that. Good. It's, it's good. It's beautiful. It's deep in the match, I want to say. It's it's when he's flipping him off like the fourth time or whatever. Um, no, it is. Th- so this is a cage match. Um, this is from St. Valentine's Day Massacre, uh, 1999. It's the first and only St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I guess, is this an In Your House? I guess it's no. sort of an In Your House. I thought like, for some reason, was over by this point. I thought yeah, this was the last one for some reason. I think the official, the, the last one with the, the name In Your House is uh, December 98. Yeah. That's Rock Bottom? I think it's Rock Bottom. So this yeah. is the first one that's its own thing. Okay, well, that maybe that's what happened. Um, it the, has a very like uh, PG era vibe of just like it's just a fucking name though. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great, great name. Fire. Oh, it's a fantastic name. I I, I always yeah, I, it, I remember it. I remember the um the cover of the VHS with with uh with Vince holding like a a big bunch of roses and like half of his face is X-rayed or something. Do you, I don't know. I'll find it. Yeah, that's it. a great. No, exactly yeah, that, that's yeah. the that's the uh, cover that's on the fucking uh, Peacock file. That's good. Well, when I when I when I think when I see it, I can smell Blockbuster, which is nice, you know. Um, the, sorry. So this, I went in and I I watched. Um, I just I, I guess I I cut in with Rock and Mankind being loaded into separate ambulances after their last man oh, standing. Mankind match. doesn't know where he is. He's like heavily heavily concussed and you can hear him like tr- trying to figure it out on camera yeah. it is absurd that Classic he Nick. that rumble match is so famous for how like fucked up he gets and he gets fucked up just as bad in this match and nobody ever talks about it this i don't know if you guys have watched uh fucking mankind versus the rock from saint valentine massacre the last man match. it's <laughs> awesome it's like yeah. it's better than the rumble match probably it's not as like shocking maybe I mean, I, I just think the the rumble match is only famous because of Beyond the Mat. Like you know, sure, that's yeah, which is totally fair. And 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 you know, you watch it now, you can't not 
hear. I mean, his fucking kids are there. You right? can hear them. Well, if you I watch it, you remember, can hear them. Listen for them. Well, the tape recording finish I, is one of those things that I remember every fucking kid I knew talked about, too. It was so. Because it was yeah. like, that's what the fuck was that? They yeah. didn't say that. They were seven. But still. But no, you know. I, no, I remember the, the people trying to talk about it at school the next day and like explain how it happened. And they were like, they screwed him. They screwed him. And like, I remember like a kid being like, just like they did Brett, you know, <laughs> like, like people, they <laughs> thought it was real, you know, it's fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, that's a great feud. And that feud is now, um, even though it's for the world title, that is the semi main so that Vince McMahon can wrestle his first ever main event match. <laughs> Um, which is very strange. And I just, I think it's fascinating. First of all, that he has owned this company for 16 or 17 years or whatever, um, been in the business forever. And suddenly at the age of 30 years at that point, yeah, he gets uh, tasked with Portland, uh, famously, like that's where his dad wanted him to prove himself in 69. Yeah. It's late sixties. Yeah. Um, Uh yeah, he's, he's been around the shit forever. He loves it. Obviously he's, been juicing forever he's famously a tough guy who you know does a bunch of cocaine but never gets addicted to the stuff you know um (laughs) that's what he says right isn't that like the the word on the street is that vince is like i love it i just don't i don't get addicted because i'm that i'm not a classy that's now a classic pro wrestling promoter thing because i know billy corgan had said that he was the guy who never really got addicted to drugs compared to the rest of everybody he knew i would say that like the vast majority of people that do a lot of cocaine uh also claim that they're not addicted to cocaine they just really like it and do it all the time and they just have tons of access to it and an unlimited amount of money but i could stop if i you know i needed to yeah they felt like it but why right (laughs) yeah what's the point we're all gonna die one day anyway who am i hurting with this cocaine usage i don't don't think anybody's ever hurt anybody um only himself. That's true. And, but they're all scars on the inside. Maybe his cousin that one time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, all right. So, first of all, I'm going to try not to do too many Vince impersonations. But I will probably <laughs> end up doing it a few times. Hey, um, now I'm just thinking of, uh, hey, Linda, do you want a cat bath? Yeah. That's Which good. is not his line. That's an Art <laughs> Anderson line, the cat bath. Man, Art Anderson's nasty. Yeah, that's, it. that's <laughs> a great guy. Freaky little that boy. That shampoo moose, which he... We have record of him saying multiple different times, seemingly. <laughs> he's just... He's from Minnesota. They they do it differently <laughs> there. Um, So we get clips of the 99 Rumble, which I remember being this big, insurmountable thing for Austin. And one of the first times I remember, like, cheering him on. Because it was so important. It felt so important. And the way that they had stacked the deck against him and the corporation was so evil and like they had the union, but the union was shitty <laughs> like, and they had the, the ministry, but the ministry was like only good if they f- eventually f- like merged with the corporation. Like it was very, there was a lot of stables, right? And it felt fun to have your allegiance with the state. Like I, I loved the idea that everybody was with a group and I remember liking that, you know, I was into that with the NWO. I always loved, I always loved stables as a kid. Um, but man, it really felt like Austin was alone. That was the whole thing about Austin was that you've got all these groups and, you know, you've got groups of baby faces, groups of heels and Austin is not aligned with anyone. He is on his absolute own. Um, 
Although he is friends with HBK, the lazy commissioner who only appears in pre-tape segments. <laughs> um, and changes <laughs> the rules all... of things. <laughs> He's also friends with Jim Ross, right? Yeah, yeah of course. They do interview He's segments, too. His table is... Yeah. <laughs> He'll help out anyone, really. He just will also be like, I don't fucking talk to you. I just fucking have, like... A sense of integrity. He's very much the Masada uh, promo in the parking lot where he's like, you don't know about the rights, <laughs> liberties and yeah, shit. Fucking American fucking just, school system. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just like, he's just like, he just stands by a code, which is fuck everybody, but I'll, I'm still like... But also he gets his kicks in. He loves to have, he does like to have fun, Austin. Yeah. Like, that's why, well, you know, he helps Vince win the title later in the year because he's just like, fuck it. This is, this will be funny. What if I did That's this? actually really interesting that you mentioned that because <laughs> watching this match, that was like really revelatory for me because in my memory, I only remember Austin as this like dead eyed stoic ass kicker with like these occasional moments of joy, like the Zamboni mm-hmm. and the beer truck and these mm-hmm. other things. Right. But like Austin in this match, like he's got a smile on his face <laughs> the entire time. Downright right? gleeful. Like, yeah, no, he is he is uh he has made the conscious choice as a performer to portray the fact that he enjoys beating up Vince McMahon, right? Like he's relishing this moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't I have no recollection of Steve Austin working like that. It's funny, uh, like the Stone Cold Steve Austin gimmick as originally intended lasts like fifteen months maybe. It's, it's crazy not... how short the run is. It's, it's one of well, the it's it's insane how it's like, all yeah. this stuff is. And it's, oh, yeah. sorry. it's also iconic, though. That's the thing. There's so many things that stick in your head. Yeah. I, like, if you ask me, like, how long was the Austin Vince thing, like, from point A to point Z, right? I would be like, I don't know, three years. And then you, like, look at it, and it's, like, four and a half months. They just cram it all in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Vince is, like, a baby face by the end of this episode. I mean, kind yeah. of. Oh yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, he has. Mo- I mean, he's kind of a baby face during the fucking uh, higher power thing before the reveal. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, no, because Undertaker is, is the he ultimate heel. God, yeah, he's a baby face. Him and Austin are both baby face with Undertaker as the heel for sure. That's so fucking stupid. Um, okay, so the, what happens is that HBK uh, makes makes Austin the the guy who won the rumble basically. Austin loses the rumble to Vince. Vince wins the rumble. And then HBK in a pre-tape is like, "Well, I whatever. Austin's going to be in the main event anyways." <laughs> so it was, it's kind of the reverse of 97 where it's like, "Well, we can't say you didn't win, but like, man, fuck you. You didn't win." Yeah. Yeah, that 97 was a weird. I mean, we got the final four match. We got final four out of it, so it's yeah, fucking your favorite match. Out. Yeah, yeah, I love that match. The promo video here, the the pre the pre video, um, the pre match video, has some really cool stuff. Um, it's got these blueprint shots of like a steel cage on the screen, which is funny because it's the same cage we've seen for fifteen years. Um, <laughs> but then it's got it's ironically the, the last the maybe. last time I think yeah, except for Kettle from Hell, Kettle from fucking Hell, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's the last time we see the bars. Um, Painted black. I'm pretty one high on the from Hell match, by the way. You're pretty high on bars. No, I don't know. <laughs> I said bars. I was trying to make a. I was thinking of a joke about the wrestlers taking Xanax, but it seems kind of insensitive. I don't know. Uh, so I feel the, like we're talking about Newbane. Yeah, that's the real wrestler's drug of choice. 
Um, they all did somas this time. I, 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 I oh, yeah. people talking about somas. Yeah, somas. People were, don't even uh, know what yeah. that is anymore. Halcyon. Um, yeah. And uh, I think ludes were quaaludes, quaaludes are still available. I mean, Nash still had them from his yeah. Vegas days. The quaaludes seems like an ECW locker room thing by by ninety nine <laughs> two thousand. You know, yeah, balls yeah. Maloney and Axel Rotten for sure. Um, yeah. The 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 clips though that we see is just it is a it is a fucking highlight reel of classic attitude era moments that you remember. It's the Zamboni, and it's the fucking Vince in the hospital and getting hit with the bedpan and shit. It's all the stuff that and you remember from when Austin you were a kid. Austin and Vince fighting in the bathroom at the Rumble. Yes, yes. And Austin, then and then like, Austin beating the entire corporation in a gauntlet match, which for whatever reason, when I was watching these clips, I was like, oh, I remember who I was with that night. I remember what friends <laughs> I watched that with. Oh, yeah. Like, I yeah. have fucking full sense memory. Um, and then, you know, and then, yeah, they cut, they cuff Austin to the ropes and Vince screaming in his face and spitting in his face. Like, that's an iconic image. I don't know. It's just crazy. It is crazy how much, it, and, and like the less than a year since Mania 14, they've done decades of material. It's incredible. Um, yeah, every grain of sand in the Sahara Desert. There's my note. <laughs> Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Uh, so we get shots of the crew putting up the, the cage uh, walls, which I don't think we've like really ever seen in a WWF show. Again, fascinating. Yeah, it's not a drop-down cage or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. Which... Well, because they're assembling piece by piece because there's multiple gimmicks involved. Right? Of course, yeah. I mean, there's the finish, but I'll, there's I feel like there's something else that's like a... It's 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 interesting. It's it's strange. It's strange that they would show it like it's Cage of Death, you know. And there's like an hour, yeah, inter- hour intermission. <laughs> they show like uh, they show like uh, an old Cage of Death match. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Here's Ian Knox getting <laughs> off the yeah. That's what scaffold. I was thinking of. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Ian Knox. Uh, shouts out to shouts out. Yeah, Chris Styles, of course. Um, so the uh, the 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 pop for Austin's glass shattering is obviously insane. It's always insane. Um, but the thing about him is, I mean, like you said, he's having fun, Jr. He's out here having fun. He's having fun for himself. He's not like he he puts his hands up in the air on the corners when he does when he poses, but he doesn't yeah. give a shit. He doesn't acknowledge the fans hardly. He doesn't give a shit if they love him or hate him. And they love him even more for it because he is oblivious to them. He's here for himself and he's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's, it's crazy that he doesn't in this era. I mean, he does the what later on, but like, and give me a hell. Yeah, of course. Is I mean, I guess that sort of disproves my entire thing, but he's not doing that in, <laughs> in, in these matches in the ring and here and this and the, in the ladder match with the, with both McMahons, he's just in the match and he's just, himself and I, I i feel like he he does climb to the top and poses but he's like got his middle fingers up he always put his middle fingers up in the air as it's like i mean they're they're pointed behind him which always confused me as a kid and i'm doing it now with both hands where you raise your hands in the air and you do middle fingers yeah but they're just pointed wherever like that's kind of a i always thought that was like an anti-social i guess he's sort of an anti-social kind of guy yeah he's kind of a he's kind of a dickhead honestly um i mean yeah like even the beer smashing thing like have you ever been at a party where where someone like 
took two full beers and just smashed them together like Stone Cold. I mean, and like with a it, party. Sure. Uh, I mean, have you ever done it in your yes. own room by yourself? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so have I, right? And, yeah, but, you like, mean a party? Yeah. When somebody else does it, when somebody else does it, it's a party whenever you do that. Yeah, it makes a it a party. That's a party. Um, uh, but whenever when somebody else does it that's not you or Stone Cold Steve Austin, you think like, boy, what an asshole. Right? Sure. Someone's got to fucking clean that up. Slip yeah, on that exactly. Nice. You just got be- you wasted an entire beer. That's you now true. have two half beers. I remember there was always a kid that would be like, he's just he's just like pouring the beer all over the place. <laughs> you are a fucking he's like mark, Cookie Monster. Sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is like Cookie Monster. That's true. You know, any it's Austin of beer Cookie Monster. The little yes. fucking never eats the cookies. The little kid who gets mad that the Cookie Monster spills his cookies. That kid's a fucking mark. That kid is oh. a fucking dumbass <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, he just he just wants the cookies for himself. Obviously, it's like uh, a, it's like the Wade Keller of Sesame Street fans. Yeah. Just oh, like, absolutely. Complaining about fucking. <laughs> nuance and nonsense yeah <laughs> rating five star matches three and a half how dare you yeah um, <laughs> uh, taking off a quarter star because some crumbs got on the, <laughs> the desk yeah <laughs> i don't think this count guy really knows a goddamn thing about math i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> yeah what's the count star rating on kenny omega versus whatever Count only goes up to two. Yeah, yeah, it should only go up to five. That's the thing. The count should only go up to five. Four in the quarter. (laughs) Yes, we got there. We made it. All right, Uh, all right. So, uh, fucking no chance in hell. Music is incredible. The look here on McMahon, the spaghetti string, basically on the wife beater. Um, He looks like he's you know he looks like a, a hot chick with. Uh, tank top and big titties kind of a little bit um he's got that shape to his upper body you know what i mean <laughs> it's got an incredible yeah, set of pets. He's got an hourglass figure he's really yeah he's a dime for sure um shorty is a dime absolutely i say about vince mcmahon he's got an incredible set of pecs i mean there's no denying that um yes yeah it's like he who cares how he got there yeah, well, Surgery? I mean, most of the WWE say. divas don't have naturals either, okay? Sorry to ruin it for people, but those, you know, most of that stuff is... Who cares about it? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's an upper body business. It is, yeah. that's true. Yeah, rude to it. Um, the, so the way um, the way him and Austin talk... I have talk... a note here real quick. Go ahead. Sorry. So I, Vince is 53 here, right? Yeah, right. And... So, uh, that's the same age as Chris Daniels now. God damn it. That's pretty funny. It, Jesus. Has, has Chris Daniels ever had as good a match as some of the matches that Vince has this year? No. No. I is mean, he had a good, not, right? He's, he's, Maybe with he Loki? Has ma- enough of a match? Yes. Has he had good enough of a performance? As good of a performance? Almost certainly not. Yeah. Loki yeah, no, carried like, him to some good count, stuff. Like, good tag matches and stuff like that oh yeah that those matches put, were all elix skipper we know that we've always <laughs> done that if you put vince in like the 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 super junior tournament for ecwa <laughs> yeah put vince in the super eight that's hilarious yeah <laughs> fucking that's great simon diamond or whatever yeah <laughs> those, like, shitty 99. vince versus scoot andrews yeah yes 
Yes, the white nature boy versus the black nature boy. That's right. (laughs) We found it. Um, So Vince, all right. So Vince kind of um, he climbs the outside of the cage, and him and um, him and Austin fucking shout at each other. And I remember, like, when I was a kid, getting so excited when they would show Austin close up shouting the f bomb off mic. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. He would just let him fly sometimes. Um, Vince stalls for a while. Austin runs out of the cage, chases him around the ring. Vince makes a full lap and then gets in the cage and starts hanging off the door like it's like monkey bars and trying to like double bicycle kick him. Yeah, he's like <laughs> kicking at him and oddly Austin almost like weird, weirdly like almost seems timid, but it's I guess it's more like I don't know. No, he's laughing. He's having so. It's much weird. Fun. He's, he's like, excited. Yeah. He's so excited that, like, this is when the the cheetah is, like, excited because the the gazelle tries to get away a little more than the last one did, you know? He's just like, oh, okay, I'm not just going to, I'm going to have to chase him a little bit. This is going to be fun. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Vince has just, like, full-on playground offense here, right? Like, he's just going full jungle gym. It's crazy to think that he's never really worked, like, maybe a couple matches. Like, I don't, did they rehearse? spots for this probably a little bit but oh yeah it's not like they're right. sequences they're not doing any rope running or like reverse no no um I'm, i vince didn't practice the bump off the cage that he does later because how would you even No, I mean, he did he, he fucking you think he did we saw him doing the jump he, we saw him like it's like uh there's like tiktoks going around where of him uh landing on the crash pad and shit to show i'm still got it it's like Becky Lynch or That's whatever. That's right. That was funny. Yeah, I forgot about that. God, what a great guy. Um, <laughs> so he, so the uh, Austin finally, I guess, he tries to climb in the cage, and then um, Austin drops down from the cage and sells the ankle like he hurt himself, um, which is such a clever way to start this. Vince like takes enough time to like to make it to to sell the the idea that he's coming to the realization oh, okay oh 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 is this real okay and then he goes out and he tries to fight him because he's got a you know he's got a bum leg now and austin's just fucking around of course um he pounces with the clothesline and throws vince over the table he hits mcmahon with the desk fan um and then chokes him with the cord of the uh, of, with some cord uh, by the table there's lots of there's lots of cords over there um but lawler i notice here lawler has uh just completely blown out his vocal cords what's going on with lawler's voice i mean i sound pretty bad right now but he sounds awful oh no yeah he's it's gone by the end and it starts out fine which is weird uh, so he loses it completely during this match mm. yeah. he had covid or something i don't know what's going on yeah um, is lawler vaxxed you guys think lawler is vaxxed I mean that's why we haven't seen him in a while, probably. Um, <laughs> this got yeah, this got to be one of the first cage matches also that I remember having uh, an extended sort of uh, like extravehicular segment outside of the, the cage. Like they brawl for a while out there. Oh, uh, this like contact to contact. This match is like twenty five minutes, bell to bell. It's seven. That's funny. I didn't realize that. <laughs> it's like seven. Is it eligible for a cage match match guide rating? Then that's good. That's good. absolutely got to keep it yes. over five. <laughs> um, yeah, McMahon is really impressive in these first parts because he doesn't seem afraid, but he also seems kind of afraid. He seems like a guy who's like has a ton of confidence, but also doesn't know quite what he's getting into. But also he's got a plan, but also he doesn't know if the plan's going to be worth a shit. Like he's he's not going <laughs> to fucking let Austin think he has his ass. He has it. Yeah, he's not going to let that happen. 
He's a proud he's, man. <laughs> he's just it's so much of it is him goading Austin into doing more. The idea that Paul White is under the ring this whole time is also very funny. Um <laughs> this, this 475 pound man just sitting under the I mean it's not like they're like using the ring very much. That's the other thing. Is anytime you have a trap door like burst of the ring thing when you watch the match again <laughs> and you know somebody's going to come out, you're like you watch like oh look look how they work around that part of the ring, you know. Um it's fascinating to me. Especially uh, how I think this was like five months after uh, Davy Boy Smith nearly gets crippled uh, for the war uh, the yes. chapter they have for Warrior Fall That's Brawl. That's a great thing. I'm so glad you brought mm-hmm. that up because I forgot about that. Um, yeah, that that's a that's a great example of how this is a very stupid thing that could easily go wrong. Um, I don't know how they rig these things. I don't know. I don't know what how they've done that exactly. Um, but I, also the WWF ring was not always the planks that we see now. I think no, there's a lot no. of plywood at that time, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so I always said that the ring that at, during that time period was hard, right? I've heard that too. I've heard Fo- yeah. Foley would talk about that. Was that the, yeah. the WF mat that he landed on in the cell match was harder than, would didn't have as much spring as the ring that, you know, he wrestled in WCW in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're outside for a while, and uh, Vince gets thrown into the crowd and forced to lay at the fa- the feet of the fans that he hates so much. Um, he goes into the stairs. He makes little comebacks, trying to slam Austin into the cage. Uh, taunts Austin and uh, sort of in the crowd. They fight up the stairs. The crowd is crazy. I feel like every Attitude Era main event had to have like a, a little bit of crowd brawling. They always went up in there. Um, well, I, I mean, I I was shocked by the crowd. Like, it, I mean, I guess people like don't really go into the crowd to that extent. Like, they keep them, they keep the wrestlers so far away. But like, I mean, the crowd interaction as they're fighting on the stairs. I mean, it looks like a Von Erich entrance or something. Yeah, you know, they're going nuts. And, and oh yeah, they're going nuts. People are like up in their business the entire time. <laughs> like, it's Shit. it's crazy. It feels like. Uh, I mean, it 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 dates the wrestling that we're watching because it feels so much uh, of a different time than anything we have on television now. You know, yeah, yeah. People don't act this way anymore um, in public. No, you know what? You know what? You want to? I'll tell you what, and you're, you'll hear about it at some point after we record it. But you got to check out uh, Vampiro versus Fit Finley from Uncensored 2000. I will check that out. It's a good it's crowd. <laughs> I like oh, yeah. I like both of those dudes. Possibly so. the most crowd I've ever seen in a match. Just <laughs> <laughs> so much fucking crowd. It's uh, yeah, like at this point, you can't even like what? Like I think there was uh, sometimes someone touched uh, one of the members of the Shields like a fucking shoulder or something. Sure. And it was punk, like a fucking punk lost his mind one time when somebody touched. Yeah, him. you punched that dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's punk, you know. He's the greatest. That's just what he does. He um, is such an unbelievable figure. Yeah, he's the greatest. <laughs> he's the greatest. I hope he goes back to WWE. I've said it a bunch of times now. Um, the yeah, the the crowd stuff. That, that's why Anarchy in the Arena in the Arena last year was so incredible because it really felt like just unhinged all over the place. Um, and then this year it had Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and it didn't feel as much like <laughs> that. Weirdly enough. Um, so they finally, all right, let's see here. He gets an 
Oh, I've scrolled, I've scrolled too far. Um, can we talk Finley about Vampiro. while you're finding your well when you're finding your place? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna vamp. I'm gonna measure or uh, mention that I had totally memory hold the the fucking giant security guard with like the the <laughs> leather newsies cap. You know? Oh no, there's the motherfucker in the Kangol. I took a, I yeah, took a shot. Of, I just screenshot yeah. that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, that so was another that dude, sense memory for me. We <laughs> see a lot of, of that. We see so He's much in that every pod. one of these matches. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is that dude in the Hall of Fame? Because it would not surprise me if Vince's like, yeah, that guy's in the fucking Hall. <laughs> Put him in the Hall of Fame. That, yeah, like Vince's driver. That that guy isn't somehow Rocco Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is what that hat evokes for sure. Is Rocco Rock? I is mean, he Ted is Petty Rocco or is the Rock... other one Ted Petty? He's Ted Petty. He's Ted Petty. Okay. Johnny Grunge is who gives a shit. That's his. Uh, that's his government name. Yeah, Johnny Grunge. That's his. That's his real name. Uh, so, all right, McMahon gets a an eye rake. Excellent execution on Austin. Austin quickly takes back over, dumps him over the rail, back to the ringside area. Um, McMahon, I I thought here was just so good at looking sad and getting the shit kicked out of him um, that like if he was like a babyface, he'd be Ricky Morton, you know. But unfortunately, he was born to be a massive piece of shit. So instead of sympathy, it gets glee from the crowd. Um, McMahon tries to climb all four sides of the cage, and Austin continues pulling him down. Um, and then on the fourth side, Austin follows him up. And you could tell Vince is sort of calculating the jump distance in real time. <laughs> <laughs> they keep so they keep going up one more rung, and then like they brawl a bit, and then Vince goes up another rung, and he hits his head on it, and then Vince goes up another rung because he's and then he's finally decided, okay, okay, I'm good now. I can clear this, but unfortunately for Vince McMahon, he does not quite clear this jump as no, Austin no, slams his face into the edge of the big bar cage. He, and, and Vince does this like Dwayne Johnson ask, like just jumping back. Like he looked like he looks like he took the, the John Woo drop kick or whatever, the shotgun drop kick. That's yeah. how you My note that. was that it was a Dolph Ziggler bump. Dolph Ziggler. Now there's a guy without a job. <laughs> he takes a you know, Dolph Ziggler ass bump. No, that's true. That is a job. That is definitely a real job. Uh, yeah. He takes a Dolph Ziggler esque bump off of the off the side of the cage into the Spanish announce table, through it, but also into it, um, landing yeah, literally uh, the worst way possible. <laughs> Hugo Savinovich and Carlos Cabrera are also like selling this. Oh. In, they got fucking wiped out. They oh, got Hugo, wiped out. Hugo motherfucking Savinovich, who will come up. Hugo of course. was obvious. Hugo would milk of stubbing his toe for twenty minutes if he, he could, but he's also still just like. I don't think they, he expected it to be that. Well, he does the same bump he does when Foley falls into his lap, I'm pretty sure. Because it's the same sort of, like, he falls out of out of his chair with his legs split wide at about, like, a 90-degree angle as he falls to the floor. Hugo Savinovich, I'm... <sighs> JR, are you going to be on every Vince McMahon episode? <laughs> Yeah, this, I'll be this is your new show. The so, fucking well, Hogan he, match. I think about I think about Ho- that Hogan match all the time, and the fact that they had Hugo fucking blade off of a missed chair shot, and the, the idea. Do you guys ha- remember the the <sighs> the post when Hugo took the selfie from like 
the the announce table at Triple Mania a couple of years ago, and there were just a bunch of lines of coke cut out on the table. I don't remember that. That's uh, that's yeah. brutal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so great. He was he he uh, was the commentator on that Terry Funk Rick Martel match we watched, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, or, it might have been some other Puerto Rico match I watched after that, but I I heard him on a Puerto Rico thing like just a couple weeks ago. Um. Yeah, he's he's the greatest. I love Hugo so much, and you know, we'll talk about him again um, at some point. I mean, this is a man who had like Abdul the uh, Butcher forehead by like twenty seven. Yeah, I'd love his to talk about his sparked. matches. I, I think is he in, he's in the is he he's in some of the Houston the Bruce Thorpe footage, I right? Think a little, yeah, a little bit of that. We have some of him in All Japan. Who knows how much? But we oh, have right. some. Uh, I think that's been written up on Segunda Kaeda, the All Japan matches. Um, yeah, we'll have to. I've never watched any of that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see him wrestle, though. It sounds cool. He's great at falling out of his fucking chair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so now we get a stretcher job from Vince. Oh, Vince, by the way, landed on the table, but he, like, sort of direct impact on the middle of his back at the edge of the table. So, like, he sort of bounces off of the table. Like, these tables are shitty. These these announce tables are made to collapse under the, like, uh, under the bump, basically. Mm -hmm. At this point, they have engineered these tables to be good to bump into more than to be a table. Yes. Somehow Vince hits the table. Also, so that they can just fucking, like, uh, (laughs) just take it from town to town. Yeah, it's, it's, you can assemble this thing in four minutes, like, and you can break it down in four seconds. Unless you're Vince McMahon, who like, manages to hit the edge of it. It's so funny. He bounces off the like sort of actual edge, and then his he bounces. And then once he lands back on the table, it sort of falls apart. <laughs> it's really – it's a great, great bump. Um, it's so, always wild to see someone uh, t- bump through one of those tables without the cover uh, taken off. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it- all – with that, the that, with the monitor still real. on, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, you. I mean, the way if you look at it, his head like definitely might have bounced off the the monitor um, on the on the Hugo side. I'm pretty sure Hugo's monitor was the one, um, and Hugo will hear about that later. Why don't you take your fucking monitor off the table? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a bump, <laughs> goddammit! it! I've never taken this fucking bump. And Hugo's like, I saw you take it earlier into a crash pad, and he's like, that wasn't real. <laughs> this is real, goddammit. <laughs> What are you, a fucking Mark, Hugo? Uh, no, and so uh, Vince does his stretcher job, and Shane is here, and so are Tony Gurria and Dave Hebner's fucking old bitch ass is here. <laughs> Stupid fucking... They load him onto the stretcher, and he says, Don't take me! Don't take me! <laughs> and Austin's... <laughs> yeah, he's barking. Um, Austin's laughing in the ring, and then Fink gets in the ring. Howard Finkel um, shouts out. I feel like I've never said his name on this podcast, but Howard Finkel is the most important person of my childhood. He's he's like, I hear his voice more clearly in my head now than I do any of my, either of my parents or Uh, rest in (laughs) peace. Finkley old balls, rest in peace. Finkley old balls. Yeah, that's good. That's great. You have that written down somewhere. Were you waiting on that one? Uh, He's great. And, uh, and, and, Austin grabs the mic away from Fink as he tries to announce that Austin's the winner. And he says, this is bullshit, um, which I love, you know, and he goes eh, eh, like a buzzer, which is one of my <laughs> favorite Austin things um, that I think drove me nuts as a kid. But now I like it. Now I think it's funny. I don't know. I think, you know, I think he was just too mean and rude for me when I was 10. I think I thought Austin was too mean. 
Yeah, that's Maybe. like when I was a little kid, I didn't like Tigger because I thought he was too mean to the other people, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Good Austin up. is like Tigger, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, from Winnie the Pooh. Okay, okay. Because yeah. uh, at first I thought you said Taker, but then I was like, oh, he's saying Tigger. Okay. No, no, no. I'm talking about cartoon characters. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, yep. <laughs> it's the language. I mean, there's a lot of bionic redneck in that tail of his, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> For sure, he's uh, so he's he's kind of an asshole. I think is the thing, and and I always just had a hard time with that because he reminded me of like like shitty kids I knew. I don't know. I think I knew kids that reminded me of Steve Austin, so I don't know. So I didn't like him. And I'm from I think Texas. He also inspired shitty kids to be yeah, shittier because absolutely. his behavior was so rewarded. You know? <laughs> yes, he did get it all. He did have yeah. the world handed to him for being an yeah. asshole. There's uh, never any comeuppance for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not really. Not really. He he even he, he turns heel and he's friends with the boss now and then and then you know I don't know it's a weird he it's turns a weird and then he fucking turns the goddamn boss. It's yeah, yeah he gets into some domestic disputes and he just like gets paid to sit at home. Like seriously, <laughs> yeah, he comes yeah to come back and then drink a beer, then hit Stacy Keebler with the Stone Cold Stunner. Man, yeah, it's like, oh man, and there's no fucking echoes to anything there. I pop for that. Um, she took it better than Trump did. That's for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. I, uh, so I guess he says, uh, the match never started is Austin's argument. And he says, uh, Hey, Jackass, Jackass, that's you in the black. I guess, I guess Jackass is Dave Hebner. Um, I think because Dave Hebner comes out wearing like a fucking raincoat. (laughs) He looks absurd. He looks good. I think he looks good. I think it's the best Dave Hebner's ever looked. It's very. I mean, it's a great. It's a great uh, guy who works for a WWF uh, look. Yeah. Like if you're just some backstage asshole, you should look like a dickhead. Don't hate you the game. You should be wearing <laughs> khaki shorts. Yeah, like, that's the like outfit. Pat. God, we'll talk about Pat's shorts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got a note on Pat's fucking shorts. Believe me. <laughs> you, know, you know what kind of podcast this fucking is. <laughs> if someone's wearing fucking shorts. I'm not fucking talking about it. What the fuck? I'm wearing shorts right now, despite it being we're 40, 45 degrees sh- outside. I'm still we're wearing shorts. We're talking about one of the greatest shorts wearers in the history of professional wrestling here. That's true. A man that when you saw him wearing full length jeans, it was fucking weird. It is strange when you see Austin in pants. That is fucking. <laughs> remember when he wore a suit? That was the. I mean, that was the point, obviously. But that was yeah. that's what really drove it home, right? Um, so Austin climbs out of the cage as Tony Gurria and the you other say something about professional wrestling that between Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin and John Cena, we have like a a, a direct line of jorts wearing draws. For, for like an uninterrupted twenty years or something. I guess that's true. Um, I mean, yeah. there there was what? no draw between Austin and Cena, right? Is that agreed upon now that there was I mean, no just, actual top like, baby there, face? You know, there, there's probably, you know, I mean, there may be some gaps, but, you know, bear with me here. Yeah, it's yeah. weird that they gave Kevin Owens the stunner, but didn't put him in uh, fucking, like, black jean shorts. But he wears he basketball kept... shorts. So yeah, he's, exactly. He's, he's already got the energy. Like, I would oh, say no, that L.A. Knight, uh, like, spiritually wears jean shorts yeah. right now. Oh yeah, he's just like he's just grilling, wearing nothing but jean shorts and uh, fucking Reeboks. I like that LA man. Knight. I I want to say, and I said this in oh, the, I said this in the chat, but I gotta, and I know you're a huge LA Knight fan, and I've come around. I'm really into it now too, and I'm I'm gonna watch fucking whatever the show's called tomorrow. Fastlane. It's 
Um, and I think I'm excited why to. Why is that? I don't know why it's in October, but it's fast lane in October. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to drive fast every month of the year, and sometimes you got to name a show after it. I guess. I um, he he's uh, his promo style reminds me of Stone Cold ET. L.A. Knight when he said <laughs> when he says yeah I think of Stone Cold E.T. and I know people are often like oh L.A. Knight you know Kevin Nash obviously has been talking about it a lot uh, but people are like L.A. Knight he's just taking like Attitude Era guys he's just doing like a mixture of The Rock and Austin or whatever no he's doing Stone Cold E.T. which is not an Attitude Era guy it's from 2012 or whatever you know it's from YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like he just says a, like almost nothing while just saying he just says yeah over and over. It's and great. It's funny as shit. It's I great. do like, him. <laughs> and I, I I like his I like his wrestling, but it is weird how like his 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 finisher is the stunner. I mean, it's not, but it is. It's, it's a kick wham stunner. Right? It's a kick wham yeah. stunner. It's literally, and God bless him. Um, which I feel like I've said a lot in the show recently, and I apologize for people who don't believe in God, but I'm a Christian now. <laughs> <laughs> decided to to believe in God, and I say God bless him. Um, so we get this. Uh, we get he he follows him down into the into the entryway, and uh, he kind of just shoves everyone away. I thought he was going to beat up Dave Hebner, but he didn't. Tony Korea, Tony Korea, Tony Korea. That's a different guy. Tony Korea. <laughs> Tony Korea uh, makes no attempt to stop Austin, who just takes the stretcher from him. Uh, and just wheels it down the entryway, flips it up so that Vince goes face first into the cage, which is a great spot. And oh, yeah. took some cooperation. Like, I don't know, you know, they, they nailed He's that. Got the gurney! <laughs> he beats him with the gurney, which is great. He picks it up and swings it like a steel chair, which I was really into. And then there's a huge pop just for him rolling Vince in the ring. Bell finally rings, big pop again. And then Vince appears to be checking his pants to make sure either that he hasn't ripped his pants or maybe shit himself. Yeah, yeah um, I think he was making a shit himself joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Austin takes his neck brace off, clothesline, stomps a damn mud hole in him. Ah, oh, hell yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Big, long-distance, second-rope diving elbow smash, you know. Uh, fucking Victoria, Texas style. Oh, you know, that's how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about Austin on the show before, but I never we never talked about this Austin, you know. We never do... He's one of the, he's such a funny mother. It's like, he's just such a, also such a weird guy with like, he's like really into like British sitcoms and shit. And <laughs> well, fucking... I don't know about that. No, he's not. <laughs> is no, he I mean, watching black shit. books? Yeah, I don't know if I can know. He's just like, this is just shit. Also. Austin, he's and on... just, uh... Austin and Glinner. Austin and Glinner. Let me tell you what. If you want me to beat those transphobes ass. I'm going to tell you what. I think people get to choose. I think people have a right to choose what gender they are. But uh, some of the stuff you've done, for British television has been really good, and I think we got to talk about it. It's all work or shoot. It's all of his weird nonsense that you talk about on the podcast. Oh, he's so man. much weird nonsense you talk about on the podcast. God. All very funny somehow. Yeah, because he he's is the show over. I feel like they, uh, they yeah, only post retro like episodes in the feed now, and I always was like waiting for it to come back after COVID. Now that COVID's over, finally. Um, been waiting. It's, it's finally, they finally announced it's over. Um, yeah. So, Mission accomplished, Banner. That's right. They brought it back. It was just in storage for a while. They got Trump onto an aircraft carrier, and they brought that banner out, and he looked good, and he was folks, right. Folks, folks, <laughs> vaccine is a success. My vaccine. 
frankly, I'm on, I, I, it always pissed me off when you people would say, don't take the vaccine. It's my fucking vaccine. <laughs> they tried to say it was my vaccine. And it's true because it was. It's, so I you, beat the virus for the vaccine. Here's the remember thing. Remember when he said his DNA was USA? Yes. Yes, I remember uh, that. Here's the thing. Siobhan, your Donald Trump sounds a lot like your Triple H. They're, oh no! <laughs> There's a Triple H line later on this show where he straight up sounds like Donald Trump. I wrote it yeah. fucking down. Nice, nice. Yeah. His voice is I really mean, bad. Triple H is more of an Eeyore like version of the Trump. Uh, we cannot you know, keep you... referencing Winnie the Pooh. What are we doing? <laughs> we fucking hey, they hey. I'm gonna watch the goddamn Winnie the Pooh horror movie, and Jesus it's gonna be Christ. bad. It's gonna be fucking awful, but I'm still gonna watch it. You should watch Chris Robin. Right? Christopher Robin with Ewan McGregor is pretty nice, actually touching film yeah no it's good yeah disney can still do it <laughs> okay uh all right so austin um austin is another really long distance elbow smash that's where i was victoria texas style um austin calls to have the door open so he can walk his way to mania 15 right um yeah. the, the only thing that stops him of course is that he he's on the stairs he's one step away from the win right and he turns and sees vince mcmahon flipping him off this is enough to bring Austin back in, um, a la Marty McFly when he gets called a chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, he simply cannot help himself. And you know what? I understand because my boss is a f- female, but I would absolutely fucking destroy her bitch ass in a cage match if given the opportunity. I'm just going to throw that out there. It'd be a work, but she'd get color one way or another. Um, Snook. Snug. Yeah, we'd work snug. Yeah, fucking bitch. Um, McMahon manages a, key, a cheap kick to the nuts to the overzealous Austin, and uh, Vince sends him into the steel, um, tries to escape. Austin catches him up there. Um, they're standing, I think, on the top rope and making incredible facial expressions at each other. Austin ends up getting Vince hung over, like, waist over the cage. So he's just sort of like, his waist is on the cage, his head is hanging down. He's ramming his head into the cage repeatedly. And then he yanks Vince down, and Vince, like, bumps, like, pretty long way to the mat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, on his shoulders. It's pretty gross. Um, And then he, um, he grabs McMahon's thick head of hair, sends him into the cage, and Vince assumes the position. You know it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) You see him. He's facing away from the hard camera. His forearm is above his head, and his other hand is underneath. Like, what's going on there, bro? He's bleeding a lot. He comes up bleeding. uh, It's it's a good blade job. It's... Not the best he does that year, but it's still good. Yeah, he was good at it though. He, I mean, this is I, oh, of I, course. Is this the first Vince Blade job? Oh, Maybe he had done say. it. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many beatdowns. I don't know if he would have been blading for those. It's not like it's it's like he like, got to have bladed on a raw. Yeah, it's like, down, but right? they didn't get color on TV very often. I feel like. Yeah, it feels more like until like the 2000s. It felt like you'd see a bloody well, then, beatdown. Well, then he'd bleed once. every week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 2002, 2003. He's just hey, yeah, he loved to do it. But no, I was I was wondering about that. Um, I was, I, but then I I was also like thinking like, huh, McMahon's been around this for a long time. Surely, one of the first secrets he was let in on was how how you know how like Dr. Jerry Graham taught him how to gig, presumably yeah. in back in 1970, you know. Or you know he like he knew the the tricks of the trade, and I I'd love to know. Um, yeah, or like fucking uh, Albano is drunk and, and just like hey, hey 
Vinny, it's Junior. I'm going to show you how to do it. Yeah. You're showing me 19 times this year alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I Captain. Care. I lost a bet. Sure. All right. Sure. If that's how you remember it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I wonder when McMahon first felt the blade, and I, but I can't imagine it was here. I'm sure he's been doing it since the 80s, just for fun. Um, just to Cut show, just, just to show Bruce. I, like, I, I, it's almost impossible to believe that Vince was so afraid of wrestlers calling him a pussy for not like blading for no reason backstage and stuff. So I'll bet he bladed all the fucking time, just not on television. Yeah. He showed him how to do it. Um, God. So he, um, he's bleeding the boss, the CEO of a, uh, I guess, is it still private at this point? Is it a publicly traded company? And okay. But it's close. IPO was sometime in the middle of 99. Okay. So Yeah. CEO of an almost public company. <laughs> uh, it's still funny to think about that this exists. Um, and he goes into the cage again and again, and the crowd is sort of quiet watching the old man bleed. Everything's sort of strange at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Austin talks shit in his face. Austin climbs all the way out of the cage now and is almost to the floor when Vince gives him the double bird. The double bird. Which Lawler Tur- says, like, it's a true, like, <laughs> it's It's affront. so funny that they, cre- like, they turned that into, like, one of those terms that it's like, of course that's a term that exists. And everyone will refer, if that's what happens, that's how you call it. Like, like it's full-blown AIDS is, like, a term. Where you're like, yeah, why did we decide that that was the term? Well, we just did, man. <laughs> I don't think they ever called, like, uh, a single finger the bird. Probably no, flipping the bird a, is a thing. Flipping the bird is a thing. Of course it is, but it doesn't feel like that was the way they referred to it that often. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it's, maybe it's not. That's the, the thing. Finger. That's the thing. It's my grandma weird. would say would well, flip flip the bird. That's a very weird thing, and it just feels like they, if if it was once, it would be the <laughs> middle finger, and if it was and flipped off, was, he flipped him off. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, and I don't. I don't the think that's even bird. like Vince. Uh, like lexicon bullshit. I just think it's just. Oh no! Know, just a yeah, might have been. But that's but that's that's Jr. and Jerry. I think also. Yeah, they're, they're they would they were allowed to have some license to what they did back then too. Yeah, be right. Yeah. Um, and then but that brings Austin back in. He simply cannot help himself. He loves to beat this fucker's ass. He just cannot help himself. Vince pathetically tries to climb out. Now Austin crotches him on the buckle and laughs. Uh, then he climbs up the top rope and kicks him in the face, and Vince bumps onto the back of his neck from like a tree of woes sort of position. <laughs> like a, Can I a comment? Totally needless bump. Vince, Vince is like when he's covered in blood and doing the like, I'm crying because I'm about to get my ass kicked by Steve Austin thing, <laughs> but I need to keep this going. His face almost has like an earnest like quality. Oh, like absolutely. Jim Varney. I yeah. was saying he's like Ricky there... Morton. <laughs> just a step you think away. Ricky Morton looks like Ernest? No, no, no. I was no. I well, hmm. side by side, maybe the same kind of <laughs> gaunt, like leathery face. I don't know. Yeah, Jim Varney's. Like, yeah, Jim Varney. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when Jim Var- when it came out that Jim Varney used to f- uh, fuck Freddie Mercury? No, that's good though. I yeah. don't remember that. You should that's look awesome. that up. It's good. Jim Varney was. I will. A big homo. Uh, always buy or whatever, you know. Sure. <laughs> it was yeah. different back then, you know. Yeah. You, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Varney. I I guess. Uh, so McMahon is a country boy, right? 
that doesn't really get talked about yes. often, but he's yeah. like, he, he grew up in like a trailer park in Oklahoma or some shit. Uh, not Oklahoma. North Carolina, North Carolina, North well, Carolina, same, right? same difference. <laughs> yeah. He, no, I mean like he is, he is kind of a hick as step holiday was a complete fucking like right. the literal bastard out Carolina. And like, the, he, yeah. like, that's part of why he has like such a weird thing about the South. Yeah. At least that's like, you know, uh, people have been doing fucking Vince McMahon psychology, uh, amateur psychology on this motherfucker for well, sure. God, 30 fucking years. But it's like, yeah, no, that's part of it. Well, if, and also I just want to say if anybody does want to hear like the Vince McMahon story, the fucking uh, behind the bastards, I think it's six parts is uh, on Vince McMahon is fucking fantastic. Have, have either of you listened to that? No. I haven't yet, but I've seen it come up. Uh, uh, I, I forget I that guy's name. Do a pretty good Robert something. Yeah. I, yeah. I forget his name. But he's a good poster on Twitter. and um, that Robert is, Evans. Robert Evans. It's a great podcast. The DeSantis show that was recently was very funny. Um, but the Vince McMahon six-parter of Behind the Bastards podcast is excellent. And we'll cover He later claimed that one of his stepfathers, Leo Lupton, beat his mother and attacked him when he tried to protect her. He said of the experience... It was unfortunate that he died before I could kill him. I yeah. would have enjoyed that. <laughs> That's from yeah. the Playboy interview, I think, right? It's all oh, all yeah, that stuff is from so. that yes, famous Playboy interview. Back. That's the same thing yeah. with Crush Leaves, yes. of course, where he lost Jesus. his virginity to his cousin and said he wanted to put Crush Leaves in her or something. Um, and then also, of course, Vince uh, has, on, on the Howard Stern show, vaguely claimed that his mother assaulted him sexually so um some weird stuff vince has got some issues um there's certainly like a a consistent level of incest interest yeah in vince mcmahon's that's one of his things through this period yeah it's a thing he's working he's working especially because he had the uh the ultimate uh his ultimate sidekick in Russo is also a huge incest uh, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better way to put it. Uh, the, <laughs> the Stacey Keebler as uh, Ric Flair's daughter who bro, impregnates listen, shit. Listen, bro, you know? I know you've got a lot of trauma from what you went through, but let me tell you, it's actually kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> bro, uh, bro, can I ask a question? What What were your mother's... What, what I, it, may, uh, I don't want to be I don't want to be too forward. But I what like did they look like, and what do they feel like? If you could just describe it, to could me. you provide a cup size? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, handsome woman, I'm sure. Just I want to create a three D picture in my head. <laughs> Try, <laughs> I'm trying to hire a new girl, Vince. I just wanted to look. You know, I wanted to be to your liking. That's all. Uh, all right, so <laughs> good. Glad we did that. Uh, he beats his ass some more. Um, he gets the kick wham stunner, wham stunner for the huge pop. Um, gets in Vince's face and talks a bunch of shit. And Lawler yells, quit cussing him. Which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> that's perfect. Um, and then suddenly the fucking giant. That's right. Andre the Giant's son from WCW shows up from under the ring. Burst the man through the who canvas. fell off Kobo Hall and then came back to life. And he was fine. Like he, it was he, fucking, he worked the main event that night, I'm pretty sure. It might have been dark, but he worked it. Um, he, no, it was on. It was on pay per view. That match also kicked ass. Felt dark in my soul, at least. It felt dark. You know, me. I mean, we, what's the dark what match can, really? <laughs> what can you describe the uh, sumo truck? Uh, you know, sumo uh, 
truck fight monster truck matches anything but dark I've, that's one of the I've weirdest can't... thing that's ever happened I can't say I've gone yeah. back and watched that, but I, I I should. I really should. Um, it's pretty good. The video package that shows like all of the stuff leading up to it too is also really good. Yeah, ninety six WCW is crazy that they managed to uh, <laughs> they managed to turn it around. Um, so Paul White, who they call by the name Paul White, who I had never heard of. Um, <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> They don't give him a name for several months. He's just Paul White. Yeah, the, well, the Big Show is an odd name to give a person. It's a, isn't it a TBS reference too? It's like like very oh. like someone just thought of it. It's like it's like but that's it's so like, stupid. Really, it's really stupid. If that's it's so true. St- I don't know that it is. Well, they, they were going to like. True. I think they they uh, they tried to copyright a bunch of stuff, right? Like I think the big ticket was one of them maybe like there there were a few things like the big ticket uh, that's a great there's yeah. a ticket there's some, ticket imagine they had a TNT and, like, people uh, in the crowd holding tickets yeah. <laughs> people holding signs that were just oversized ticket masks yeah slightly tickets. they had like a perforation yeah. on the edge like yeah uh, <laughs> this the is really stupid. of the 999 signs yeah yeah oh god it's 999 Michael. what a deal Man, I'm so glad that uh, that's gone, and now we have Peacock. And it, uh, does Peacock cost 9.99? I think it does. Uh, they, they have they have a tiered plan. Oh sure. I don't fucking know what tier we're on. Uh, we what that <laughs> what we're tier, on? What costs. tier Matt is on? Yeah, is. exactly. So funny. Uh, Jr., do you use Matt's Peacock? No, I have my own. What uh, the I'm fuck? On... Well, I don't like. I don't. The so I used to be on the the. Like have the Google Drive that you guys had, the True Greases one. Oh, that's... but then all the things stopped working, that's so I just had to true. get my own shit at some point. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a spreadsheet that the uh, the assholes from the other group chats that I've been banned from still keep. But uh, I mean, for the record, this uh, the the Peacock is uh, shared even to like uh, Misha's like uh, family members. Yeah, the, there's no there's no <laughs> limits really on Peacock. Yeah, it seems like think... twelve people can watch it at the same time, so it never really matters. It seems like it, yeah, it's not I mean, like it's there's the worst no streaming service by far. Like it's it's horribly it's designed. Experience. You can't. Yeah. Not very, oh god, just it's I, not very good. When I was trying to watch these matches at <laughs> random points, the fucking I wouldn't be able to fast forward or rewind. Yeah, uh, and I had so I had to restart. Times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I okay. tried to boot up uh, DDP Goldberg for fucking whatever reason uh, just uh, like a couple hours ago. Celebrate Halloween, uh, through, obviously. Yeah, because it's a great match. Uh, for the uh, fucking uh, the uh, like Chromecast, and it just fucking did nothing. It did oh, nothing. yeah, you try to introduce that to it. You're, you're just It'll like, work a, it works pretty well most of the time, but they just decided to completely take a shit. Yeah. Um, so Paul White's here, the big show. Well, he's got that weird uh, multicolor hair. He has dying it. He looks great. Yeah. I think he looks. I always thought he looked really good with the long hair, actually. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a he's a good looking guy uh, in this era. Um, Vince instructs Tall Paul to throw him into the cage over and over. He sends Austin to the cage two times, and then a third time he picks him up in sort of a backdrop or atomic drop position. Very which, weird. Which I was like, oh, that's interesting. What's he going to do now? 
heaves him face first into the cage. So he had to get him up high enough so that his legs cleared the top rope. I get it now. But he heaves him into the cage. Austin grabs on as the cage pops open, breaks and disconnects from the rest of the cage, and swings out like a giant screen door. Um, and Austin groggily steps down into victory. Um, yeah, I don't remember it being so ginger. I remember that being like far more violent and him just like, like he just is on his ass. And like when uh, he is like, act- we realize, oh, wait, the cage fucking broke. Yeah, no, this match is like over. On oh. the, yeah, he's standing. Well, he's no, and like- Austin isn't like Austin. So in my head, it was actually the opposite of that, where Austin like has a moment where he's like, oh, I realize now I can win the match. It's neither. He's not knocked out yeah. and he's not coming to a realization. He's just like, oh, okay <laughs> which is fine that's that's like a valid it way worked, to end the it match worked. yeah it was just it's 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 a it's it's a choice but it's probably the only one they actually could have done that wouldn't have been really stupid well it's also and, a choice like, to dangerous. have the big show debut debut in such an inexplicably complicated way and made to look like a buffoon Fucking immediately. Idiot, yeah. <laughs> like some choices definitely uh, being made he looks like an uh, like a total buffoon yeah. it's unbelievable also like, like weird it, in that it protects Vince. Yes. <laughs> Kneeling next to Vince. Vince wasn't going to take a pin anyway, because that's not how WWF cage matches worked then. But still, like... I guess weird. I didn't even think about that, that they wouldn't go for a pin. I don't know. I, I, I never considered what the rules of this match were, especially since most of it took place out of the ring. Yeah. Um, but that's, uh, that's Vince McMahon's first big match. Um, Austin, of course, wins the right at this show uh, in this match to face Rock in Philadelphia at WrestleMania 15, which is a really fun match. People don't really remember it that well, but that match is really fun. And the Backlash rematch is also arguably better, but just great. Great matches. Uh, It's definitely overshadowed by 17 and to a lesser extent 19, which is an underrated match, I think. Oh, yeah, sure. That's a cool match. Um, Rock wearing the vest. It's awesome. Uh, Stone Cold thinking he could die if he takes a bump wrong. (laughs) It's a really weird match. (laughs) He's not even Uh, the guy who really dies taking a bump that night. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, It's Hugo. Uh, Hugo Savinovich is the one. Um, No, he... um, Yeah, he he just fucked up that shooting star. Hugo went for the shooting star and he couldn't do it. That's true. (laughs) He was like, I used to do it back in OVW. And everyone was like, all right, Hugo. Go for it, I guess. Um, so talking he, about it with Shelton Benjamin. He thought it was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, Shelton, the fucking voice of reason. Um, no, he uh, Austin loses the belt to Taker um, at Over the Edge in a match that was wrestled uh, four feet away from a puddle of Owen Hart's blood. Also, um, one of them gets a bad concussion in it. Yes. And somewhere around this time, also, the Vince Taker... I think it's Austin. I don't fucking remember no, that. I, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Vince and Taker's feud uh, is at the culmination, of course, uh, is Vince revealing himself to be the higher power. It was me, Austin. Um, I even the... fo- I even my immediate family was <laughs> fooled. I even oh. had my my daughter kidnapped and assaulted, and she can't believe it's me. How could he burned a symbol on my lawn? <laughs> yeah, we 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 hired some local members of the KKK to come out and burn a cross <laughs> on my lawn, just you know to deceive Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! How do you how do you craft this thing? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Usually we just do crosses. Those are easy as hell. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like we gotta do like 
these KKK at like a sixty degree angle. I don't fucking know. I'll tell you what, these KKK guys are these new ones. This new generation of KKK guys, they build incredible things to set on fire. You wouldn't believe the crosses. It's like, there's, folks, they got great crosses. There's, there's some, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize I was doing Trump, but thank you for bringing it home. And, uh, so yeah, it was me, Austin. Um, Stephanie abduction angle is incredible. Who's it supposed to be? It was supposed to be rude, right? I've heard rude. I remember somebody saying Jake Roberts. <laughs> like, oh, oh, well, speaking of fucking beyond the mat. Yeah. No, there, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know who, who it could have been that it would have been good. It, like, you know. Um, I don't think there's a satisfying conclusion. No. no. But that is what happens, you know, when you write a story like that. The um, only that happens to soap operas. Actually, the only satisfying conclusion would have been Mick Foley. If it would have been Austin somehow, but he's got his hair back. Yeah. Like, it, it has to be, like, someone you give a shit about turning or something. Or, yeah. Like, would have, that actually would have been hard, but that's the only person. Yeah, I, I don't think. know. I don't know how you And I just completely heel. thought – and I pulled that right out of my ass and have never thought about it before. Hmm. So I have not thought about any of the ramifications of Mick Foley being the higher power. I just think that I don't, there's no way that you could resolve that angle and it'd be good. Sure, sure. Well, uh, The burning teddy bear. There's so much crap in this – well, Fuck. so the burning teddy bear could definitely be a Foley thing. Like, <laughs> like I yeah. can see him being like that. That's being his his version of uh, darkness. Um, we get a sh- we get that well, we do get a short clip of Taker rolling up Austin at over the edge. About I'm gonna guess five or six feet from Owen's blood puddle. Um, right. And in the background, oh, of... it is Shane is the guest ref there. Yeah, yeah, there you so, go. And in the background of that, you can see one. I kept forgetting that that was over the edge. I've forget that night happens sometimes i, I just don't want it to think when i don't want to think about it. owen hart first pay-per-view died. i ever ordered <laughs> no yeah what a that's that i gotta tell you what man that's one of the saddest things i've ever heard bob holly al snow match before it yeah we did cover that on the show and that's the last time we talked about owen hart's uh yeah we got to we got to riff a lot about dying. the holocaust that was fun yeah yeah, so there is a, a dejected-looking uh, young man in the front row uh, in the background of this Austin Taker shot, where I, it's just you could tell, like, oh, this guy, this is definitely a guy who just saw Owen Hart fall and die. <laughs> like, I got to imagine <laughs> that like the vibes were not killer in there um, after that happened, and probably affected the rest killer, of the show for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably should. Yeah, and I, I'm not going back. Probably should have watched it. No, yeah, wanna... they probably should have uh, just you know done it on monday instead but whatever um austin has now gained control of the company by june with the help of linda and stephanie and we get these awesome clips of austin running amok in titan towers pouring a bunch of wheelbarrows of cow shit in vince's office uh firing executives and beating up some um and there's no corporate interference of course in this match because it's a stipulation right um the the video package for this, which this match, by the way, I'm sorry, is Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from King of the Ring, 1999. Uh, it's June 27th is the date. Mm-hmm. Um, and the video package shows Vince taking like three different announce table bumps. <laughs> um, one of which was off of a ladder while wearing a full suit, which is great. Um <laughs> This is one of my favorite entryways, entry set designs. Ever. Oh, it's great. They, it's, it, it sucks so much that they just like went with one set the whole time. Oh yeah. Uh, I, it is, 
it is impossible to say how much that sucks, honestly. Yeah, I hate that. They, they they will occasionally. I mean, they do cool stuff for Mania still. I think. Oh, yeah, and, that's true. That's and true. they they got these stadium shows now where they're gonna have more part of the more part of the building that they want to block off. You know. Yeah. Um, we gotta we gotta fill like twenty thousand seats with entryway. Like, <laughs> all right, well, Vince, you decided to do fucking Survivor Series in a hundred thousand seat venue, so I guess <laughs> go ahead and build a fucking pirate ship or whatever the hell you're gonna do back there. Um. We're running Elimination Chamber in Shanghai, and uh, this is the, the bird's nest, and holy shit, there's not that many people who want to go. <laughs> we overstepped. Didn't consider this. We taught Cena Mandarin, but still it didn't work. We still have just a drop in the bucket over there. Um, and Cena's just over there. He doesn't even speak English anymore. He only speaks Mandarin now, and for what? <laughs> for what, I he ask just had, you? He's just hanging up eye. drinking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Austin's the boss now, I guess. Um, and this is a match for the control of the company. And I want to know, is this the first ever briefcase ladder match where the thing hanging over the ring is a briefcase? That's which gotta is, be. Which is now the be. main thing that people wrestle ladder matches for. Well, hmm. isn't there... Uh, am I totally... Maybe it's not a briefcase. No, it doesn't make any sense that it would be a briefcase. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. In this match? I think it has to be the first. I, I'm agreeing with you. I was trying to yeah. think out loud. And yeah, why. there's various, yeah. like, I don't really recall, like, cause Stairway to Hell. Stairway to Hell. I was about to say. That's the only thing uh, I can think of where it's not a belt. Yeah, and then stuff after where it's, like, bag of money, which is, like, the old uh, Stampede way, too, that's an actually. Yeah, that match, too. Oh, is that, yeah. is that how they did in Stampede? Well, yeah, there's tons of on a pole match stuff. Yeah, so. or, like, here's the clipboard. I actually, I hate the clipboard. That's well, fucking Yeah, stupid. what was the clipboard? I was just thinking of the clipboard. Uh, Seamus Morrison has a clipboard. I know that has a clipboard. Why? What, the number Seamus, one Wait, Seamus Morrison? Yeah, it was from, like, it was from, like, 2011 or some shit like that. Iconic ladder match that you remember? <laughs> I don't. I just remember that being the one if I, for the for a clipboard How's as the f- thing you have to retrieve, which is fucking stupid. Oh, we got it's it's not Morrison. very it's Morrison, not it's not very visual. They're <laughs> gonna do the starship pain off the ladder. Hmm, he figured that away, kind of. Uh, remember, he did the starship pain off of the cage, sort of in that three way match right before Cena announced that Osama bin Laden had been compromised to a prior comp- minute yeah. end compromised that's it yeah um i think about that match a lot um so yeah first briefcase letter match i guess that was the whole point i was all right so there's some fuckery about here early as vince says he's replacing his partner with steve blackman um because shane is hurt or whatever um and this has got to be the closest Blackman ever got to main eventing a match. Main, main eventing a WWE <laughs> show. Like, this is, yeah. is... He really gets a sniff here, and that's it. Um, it's so funny. Vince uh, trying to explain the out. rules. And he's like, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, he's pointing up. He's, like, telling Blackman, so, uh, listen, climb. Go get that. All right. <laughs> that's how you win the match. <laughs> I, I just love that Blackman comes out and then just leaves without doing anything. Yeah, he doesn't get his and ass then, kicked or anything. I thought he was going to get d- his ass kicked. D- doesn't come back out and play into the finish at all. Like, I thought he was going to come back out and interfere in some way. Not a corporation because... member. Not a, cor- yeah, yeah, not he, a corporation well, that's member. Absurd. He could have done whatever he wanted. I assumed, you know? oh, yeah, he could have sneaked by the... That's interesting. Well, 
And they do refer to him as he's nothing but a hired mercenary, and it's like, well, yeah, and he, he's like, oh, I wasn't paid to do that. I was paid to do to replace Shane. Oh, I don't climb Let's ladders. Give a fuck about this, Vince. You said I was supposed to wrestle. I thought like one, two, the three, or submission. What is this shit? <laughs> and this man would go on to be a bounty hunter, so he knows a lot about contracts. Yeah, but and he didn't I, have to climb a ladder remembering... to catch the bounties. Sorry. No, 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 no. I apologize. <laughs> a- am I remembering incorrectly that, like, did they do, is this the one where they do the angle where they fire boss man from the corporation and then, which is, and he's the one that's raising the I, briefcase up and down? I oh, know he's the one. Possible. I know it's him that did it, but I, I was, I don't know, I don't remember the, the so, background around that. I, I'm like 99% sure that they fire boss man from the corporation like the night before this or maybe even on heat or something like that right yeah and there and then and then you know he does it and then they rehire him on monday right but then they like they never explicitly say that he's the one that does it which is hilarious like it's maybe the most subtle thing in the history of professional wrestling i feel like we all knew yeah for there's something about like i remember me and my friends also weird because it had to be boss also weird because it doesn't does that I, that counts as interference? I guess, but nobody thinks of that as interference. But also, like, if he was fired from the corporation, it, that's the deal, right? It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we get some classic talking dog, uh, Sean Michaels, commissioner. God, he's incredible. So, you guys, so I gotta, Shane, I gotta go for a second. You guys talk about this. I'll be back. So in Shane is uh, ruled. I don't know. He wasn't cleared to compete for four minutes before, and and we get a a fucking GTV segment. We get GTV segment. Yeah. Do you, remember the, do you remember the blonde bitch project? That was my oh, name yes. on this. Yeah. So weird. There's so yeah, many there's... weird things. Like, I'm gonna, it's like, shockingly, there's a lot of uh, w, uh, WWF attitude air angles that didn't go anywhere. But <laughs> it's like, because they got to hire someone or they weren't going to hire someone. And the like, why would or it's like, wait, I don't fucking want to do that. Or it's just like someone forgot or someone got hurt and it wasn't good enough of an idea to continue. But there's so much with GTV. And it's him and the, Shane and the Mean Street Posse. And he's like, oh, we fooled them. We fucking got their ass. Oh, we're live on TV. <laughs> he's Chocolate Fox. Um, peak ass, obviously, the, the, one of the, the greatest blade jobs in the history of WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> he and Rodney... Uh, obviously couldn't actually work. Uh, Joey Abs could and yeah. doesn't have a great. But those two have such phenomenal faces as like they're, they're like students. the most punchable people in the history of professional wrestling. It's like I. The story is that they were fre- uh, Shane's actual friends going up, right? Correct. So it, yeah. So it's like, did he explicitly think of like who the two dumbest looking guys he knew were? <laughs> that, right like that's the only thing that makes sense that you landed on these two perfect guys obviously shane mcmahon is a guy who could have had legion of punchable looking friends and yeah. com- hilarious looking friends but it is odd that it's like the that he, they got the two best ones that you i always found it hilarious that uh that the uh, you know according to lore the the reason that Vince hates Raven so much is because like when Shane was a teenager and Raven was doing his first run, like the Johnny Polo. Polo, Yeah. uh, He like would always hang out with Shane and take him out and just like give him drugs and stuff. (laughs) And and Vince was like, yeah, super fucking mad about it. 
that, uh, that's really funny. That's yeah. that feels 100% accurate too. Though. Oh, it's, it's it, like it's, I have no doubt that it's true. Imminently but, plausible. Yeah. Imminently, like yeah, I can't. Eminently plausible. Jesus Christ. You know, we'll cut that and come back to talking dog Sean. Oh no. <laughs> well, I I don't know what you guys are talking about. But no, it, I'll, it doesn't I'll, matter. I'll deem it. I just <laughs> said something that's not. I just mispronounced eminently, and okay. I sounded like an asshole. Eminent, yeah, like now, the rapper. You have a man can't pronounce things right. Eminently, Sean. yeah, Sean. Uh, I remember as a kid when he had when he has the actual in ring comeback. That meant like nothing to me. Not even because I was yo- like so young when he went away as a wrestler. It, but he was always on fucking TV. You could not get away. Yeah, it's from It's weird how much he just and picked was, up a like, paycheck for years. Yeah. He just picks up, picks up a paycheck for a couple of years, but for a while, he's there for a while, just just being on TV, just hanging out, looking like an idiot, always wearing little shorts. He refs so many goddamn matches wearing his tiny booty shorts, sucks. and it's like and the tied shirt, looking like uh you know someone's stepmom at the fucking Memorial Day barbecue. Uh, <laughs> So it's like I just like it's like SummerSlam O two. It's like oh, all right, yeah. Like, I mean, I never thought about the fact that he wasn't wrestling. Felt like he just never really mattered to me that he wasn't wrestling. I guess so I was like oh yeah, no. I guess he's. We were yeah. pumped. I don't know. I feel like I feel like me and my friends were like all about it and just so that, excited. Uh, that's that that's a big for year age difference. Though. Yeah. But, uh, again, yeah. like. Well, I was I was a huge Sean happened. fan when he wins the title at Mania Twelve. I was I was all in on him, and I was like, yeah, sure, I get that. You okay. know, we were all crazy for him. Um, and then that fizzled within like a couple of months, and we all started watching WCW instead. You know, like, <laughs> dude can't so, dude isn't a draw. Shawn Michaels not a fucking draw. So um, Sean comes out and he's like. <laughs> Bad promo. Shane, we're gonna have to wrestle. Yeah, uh, yeah. because he got called on GTV, GTV. right? GTV. Um, and so Austin, of course, then gets a massive pop. Of course, uh, if you're wondering, uh, Vince and Shane argue in the entryway, and Austin chases them up and clotheslines them both from behind. And okay, so this this match is not much. There's not much. It's not a lot. Um, but it's got a, a couple of really great images. Um, Austin gets Vince in the ring, and McMahon looks pathetic, of course. Shane comes in trying to help his dad. Ducks and Austin clothesline, maintains his stride, and gets caught in the Luthez press. Punches, you know, Austin's walking forward, flipping the birds, elbow smash, all the good stuff. Um, Jr. says. Uh, He's he's beaten McMahon's corporate ass, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, they loved the, the usage of corporate as an adjective in this period is on is unmatched in history of just like oh, that's a that's a way you shoehorned it in uh, corporate pet or something like that. Like, yeah, the word corporate was a big it had a big uh, influence on my my life. I feel like as a kid where I like it was how I learned that word. The corporation, the first time I ever heard of a corporation, mm-hmm. it was Vince's stable. You know? Like <laughs> I knew yeah. I knew how evil corporations were from the very start because of Vince McMahon. I learned a lot from wrestling. 
Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I think that's oh. an important lesson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I mean I don't want to be that the uh, fucking what Larry website or whatever like that like some fucking asshole from 2017 uh, t- trying to recruit you into the DSA. But you could learn a lot of great uh, messages about how the way the way the world works from re- watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and Austin's the ultimate working class hero. Him and Dusty, you know, it's a... yeah. Here's the thing, though, you can learn a lot of great lessons from watching wrestling. But the people that are, like, conscious about that fact always manage to learn, like, the absolute worst <laughs> fucking possible <laughs> sure. lessons from professional wrestling. Oh, yeah. it's. Uh, I don't know how how any of this would go down now with discourse if people would be like, um, well, Austin... We would get lots of fart-sniffing articles about, uh, like, classism and... Yeah. Uh, Steve Austin is a socialist. Uh, you, you know. Yeah, I but you would also get there. people like you'd get like, well, this is like, a, this is glorifying violence in the workplace. This is you. you people yeah. can't act like this. Well, this is irresponsible to show this to kids, which it was. Yes, irresponsible to show. It yeah, to kids. but that's why wrestling rules. Yeah, like of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can uh, I? Uh, I made this tweet last night, uh, like semi-promoting this as I was watching this. But can I just comment that this match? made me realize that I think my true dream match in wrestling that's never going to happen is Vince and Shane versus Roosh and Bestia. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. How great. Yeah, that's very that funny. No, the, yeah. the idea of Vince and Shane versus lots of father-son tag teams is great, but I think that is probably the best <laughs> one. That's probably the best one. Man. It's the most, it's the, it's the most fun, uh, father son dynamics uh like like the like the number one number two best father son dynamics basically what about like, wait, wait bestia wait. del ring just loves his son and loves watching him he beat loves people's his ass. so much yeah all right but here's well, the, the contrast to that is that vince hates his son he and does that's doesn't it's so funny so what yeah. if and hear me out vince shane and triple h versus Fritz, Kevin, and Carrie Von Eric. That? <laughs> does that work? Does that, does that draw? Was that draw in Dallas? Probably. Um, they like grim shit there. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, the the Austin control segment, which is the entire match, basically. Um, he uh, he looks like he's gonna do a figure four on the post Brett style on on Shane, <laughs> but then he just yanks him balls first into the thing. Uh, he like he he makes it look like he's gonna do something. He like he jaws at him for like ten seconds, shouting at him with his hands, and he just pulls his nuts into the post. So funny. Um, and then the McMahons do gain control at some point um, after Austin's Austin stalking Vince around the ring and Shane lays low and manages to hit a big clothesline on the floor. I believe that's what it is. Um, and then there's one ladder in the entryway that is brought out because the, the, the entrance set design is like 12 ladders, six on each side with extension, flat extension ladders bridged across these ladders. So it's like 20 mm-hmm. ladders or whatever. It's like um, a ladder tunnel. It's really cool. It looks great. It looks fantastic. Um, but there's also one regular ladder that's black that that like Tim White and Mike Kyoto like brought out <laughs> and sat in the entryway. Um, this is the ladder for the match. This is the deal. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Vince goes and grabs that ladder uh, while Austin sends his son into the stairs. Vince doesn't care. I'll just I'm he's do, he's he's wrestling his own match. He doesn't care what Shane does. 
It's all business. Shane wasn't even supposed to be here. It's supposed to be Steve Blackman, his other son, you know? All right, how about this? Uh, Vince, Shane, Triple H, Steve Blackman versus Fritz, Carrie, Kevin, Lacey. How's that? In a, in a, <laughs> like a cybernetico. Yeah, yeah, it's it's well, it's yeah, no, no, not a no the cybernetico rules. Yeah. yeah, no, this is a this is a triple A uh, uh, eight yeah, atomicos with a <laughs> and uh, you know Shane is like in drag or whatever, <laughs> whatever yeah. they do in those matches. <laughs> Weird matches. <laughs> Shane, have you seen triple A? <laughs> Pimpinella. Uh, I, would love, I would love the idea of Vince seeing Exoticos and then trying to make Shane kiss boys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch Cassandra movie. Have you seen, have, have either of you seen the Cassandra movie? I haven't no, seen I it yet. The plan it. is to watch it soon. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that. Guy Elgarcia Bernal, what an actor. Um, oh, yeah. Bad education. Fucking eat to Mama Tambien. Yeah, it's a great, great guy. Great um, movie. Um, Austin, so Austin climbs. All right, so Vince gets thrown into the uh, the the steel fence part of the entry set, um, and they pan out and find Austin and and Vince brawling beneath the structure of ladders, and Shane like kind of on top of the thing, trying to avoid Austin, um, and then Austin follows him up the structure, and it's now Austin and Shane standing on this tower of rickety ass ladders. Um, and Shane kind of like you can tell Austin does not want to be up there. No, he throws a couple no. of shitty punches, and then Shane kind of yeah. falls off of it safely, but still kind of crazy. Um, and then this is when Austin climbs back down, and he starts sending um, a McMahon each into a ladder over and over, holding up this structure. So he like Irish whips Vince into a ladder on the left, and then he Irish whips Shane into another ladder on the like like he's taking out the ladders piece by piece until this whole structure is going to fall. Um, and it's really fantastic. Um, and he, um, he gets Shane down. He gets them both underneath it. And then Austin finds like a chain that's dangling and he yanks it and brings the whole thing, the whole thing down, like 10 ladders on top of the McMahon's. It's like relatively safe looking. Um, it's not as heinous as, uh, who got the, the chairs dropped on him at TLC. Wade Barrett. Barrett, yeah. Like that looked yeah. crazy. That looked like <laughs> if I and my memory. Yeah, no, I I have that same note that like this this looks like the 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 like early test version of something like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, Vince would try it on himself first, of course. Um he uh, I mean there's a luckily like a lot of space in a ladder. Uh not to not to fucking uh tell uh, say the obvious, but it's like it's not like just a solid piece of metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, it's like it, it, it. You could it could be worse. They get away okay on this one, um, and then they're oh the Spanish announce table. They're back to the Spanish announce table. Um, Austin has the ladder and presumably would like to go for the briefcase, but he has to fight uh, Vince with the ladder. Then Shane on the floor, um, he slides the ladder into Shane. Uh, and and Shane bumps backwards over the announce table, and then Austin puts Shane on the announce table and jumps off the ladder through the fucking table with the fuck you diving elbow. Um, 
through the announce table. It's an Austin high spot, which you don't see often. Mm-hmm. Um, although we saw tri- we see Triple H do an elbow drop through <laughs> announce table later on. So for, this is a weird <laughs> period of announce table spots where they were like, well, what if you jumped off a ladder? And Austin's like, well, hell, I never did that before. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh shit! This is a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, like he's already his knees are already fucked up. Um, his neck sucks ass. Yeah, like it's all bad. It's gonna be bad for him. There's a lot of like obvious Austin regret after moves in this match. Like he does stuff, and you can tell he's just like, yeah, no, I uh, I should just do the Luthez press from now on. Yeah, let's keep it light. My tailbone is fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he takes a he takes a pretty rough bump. It's not as bad as uh as Vince's at St. Valentine's Day, but the 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 announce table bump that Austin takes in this is pretty I don't know. It's what the ladder gets yeah. pushed over. I forget I forget how it happens. But it's a pretty hefty bump. Um he's no slouch with this. Um Vince has the ladder set up in the middle of the ring now, almost gets the case, but Austin comes up, hits a low blow. Um, and now Vince hangs upside down sort of over the ladder, very similar to the spot with the cage in February, um, slamming his head into the ladder and slams him off of there um, with a sort of, I don't know, body slam sort of move that like um, doesn't look like anything Austin's ever done. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a falcon arrow, but yeah. the worst falcon arrow you've ever seen it's in your entire like life. like a shitty falcon arrow. Yeah, yeah. like... Some like uh, someone forgot how to to do a Michinoku driver in the middle of doing it. Well, it's a guy doing like high spot offense who doesn't do high spot offense. Also, it was like off Bob of... Holly explained his finisher to Steve Austin. The Holocaust. The Holocaust, yeah. exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he explained then... it. He said, and then and Austin was like, "Well, damn, son, six million. <laughs> that's that's the. the uh... Cornette, Austin would not Russo say that. And Chris are talking high. about the uh, Holocaust. <laughs> is one of the fucking one of the great memories I have of making this show. Yep, sure is. Should mean too. It was too. one of the best. I don't, bits. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't know if you can be sure about those doors, <laughs> Jim. Oh, sorry. I Damn, hit the son. Right Were those boys working or shooting? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, God, this match is really inscrutable. I'm trying to remember what There's happened. There's like. That. It's not. It's not that it's bad. It's not really a match. Nothing. Can I, can I make that's one like comment? Distinguishable in a way. There's one okay. thing that we haven't. I don't. I want to know if you guys noticed this at all. But Jim Ross is not wearing an actual button-down shirt. Huh. Uh, he's he's wearing like a a gray T-shirt. And then, like, a fucking, like, button-down dicky over sure. top of it. <laughs> I was going to ask. It's awesome. I mean, Hell it's an it. interesting time in, like, casual wear and, like, casual wear that looks a little more formal. I don't know. We were talking a lot about FUBU um, in the Vamp- Vampire like, episode. <laughs> it's not like Vince ever gave a shit if, if, J- if Jim Ross was just wearing a fucking sweatshirt, though. Jim Ross also, by the way, has two or three very fucking catty lines about getting fired by Vince during mm. this match. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's still uh, pissed off. And, yeah. I mean, this is... This is a few months after he turns back after this fucking uh, him. He has the second uh, heel run wow. where he's managing uh, Doctor Death. Yeah, that's a crazy thing, and he's yeah, and he's he gone face during all that, right? Like, because in, in that, well, that didn't get him turning in '96 uh, gets over as just like, oh yeah, no, uh, we still like him. That just doesn't 
go anywhere because it's just like mm-hmm. who who gives why? well he's also he's Dr. not commentating he's not commentating why? really on raw or anything he just time. has his weird yeah he has his weird little table to the side and shit yeah no and then he, he comes back um after they drop all that austin and rock demanded that he come back and call their match at mania 15 in philly that's the story um and that leads to him becoming a full-time commentator again is what i've heard austin talk about on the podcast um and he's great in that match that's his first like he's real fucked up his mouth is you know he can't his his shit is fucked up he's got the bell's palsy or whatever mm-hmm. um really bad at that point and his call at mania 15 is incredible i i watched that match like two weeks ago i love that i love i love this era of jim ross um more now than i ever did at the time even um and I, you know what, I, I kind, I kind of hate him in WCW. I've, what I've found. <laughs> oh, him and he, him and Jesse is an awful duo, and it should be the greatest. Yeah, I like, I like Jim Ross in this time period. Uh, the unfortunate thing is that Jim Ross is so good at his job during this two or three year period that he convinced an entire generation of people that Triple H was like fucking Nick Bockwinkel or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he is. This is like. It's stunning how much better I think I feel like he is playing the character as opposed to just he's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like yeah. an old grumpy dick in late 2000s or now or early fucking like nerd face just talking about goddamn college fucking football, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in WCW. It's he's weird. I think he's still uh, good. He's, I like him. It depends on who he's with in WCW. Usually, it's a so- it, it, if he's with Cornette or Caudill or something. He he's good usually. I think he's awesome when he's with Excalibur and Tony. That's <laughs> my favorite. Um, he's just so horny all the time. I mean, he's oh, better great. than Kevin Kelly. He's so much. Oh better man, than Kevin I was Kelly. gonna get to the uh, next match. I was gonna get to make a Kevin Foot reference. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> great. We'll get there. I'm so um, fucking. I never knew that his name was Kevin Foot. That's the fucking funniest thing I ever could have learned. Yeah, do you you did, did I'm you... not going to shut up about that cuz so When funny. did you find out about that? Was that while we were recording I... or No, no. I feel that like was Paul like... Gruber was when you found out. I, no. maybe Wheeler you just yeah. name is Paul Gruber. That happened I, live It was on something the air. after the Ian Riccoboni like calls him uh, a bitch motherfucker in yeah. uh, Discord that I'm like I looked up through his uh, Wikipedia and it's just his name's Kevin Foot and you're like that's the perfect name for that guy. He. You love to say somebody looks like a foot. I feel like you've said that before. Well, you say thumb. Yes, but I, it looks like a thumb. But I feel like you one time said somebody looked like a foot, and it made me laugh. That's entirely possible. But I just mean in this case, <laughs> Kevin Kelly absolutely looks like a guy with a foot fetish. It looks like. Well, he looks. Yeah. Yeah. Like a he bad. Does. Not not yeah. like a fun one. Either. Like a. Like. <laughs> he likes him like, dirty. Uh, like like a no squ- clean like, feet for Kevin Foot. Like a crush fetish or something. Yeah, oh. he's the guy buying the Peggy Hill videos. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. He loves when uh, her feet are in the fucking expired tub of uh, corned beef hash. That's exactly what he wants out of life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. So Austin loses this match because they raised the fucking the the briefcase. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, and and that, there's not really much else to say. Um, he beats Vince and Shane's asses. Um, there's a there's a there's there's plenty to love here. Um, it's also like there's no real stakes because 
yeah, of course he's not going to run the company. I'm pretty sure after the match, Austin years, still just drank a bunch of beers at the end. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so is like, what happened at the end. So. His life changes very little. Yeah, yeah. He he could be his own boss, but then who would he fight? You know, I mean, it's just not. He's ideal. just going to go beat the shit out of Linda. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not going to draw. I mean, it might. It's ninety nine. Maybe it would. Does Linda have a ninety nine? It would probably draw. Yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's the ticket to the next level. Um, okay, so we are, I guess, at a halfway point. That's impossible. Surely not. Surely we're past that. Um, but <laughs> are are uh, are you are you two doing all right? How are we doing? I'm yeah, can I get just like two more beers and then? Yeah, I I had to go I pee earlier, so yeah. I I it's, we've already broke. But take as long as you need. Um, I'm gonna be five minutes, but take ten yeah. if you need. Okay. Yeah, give me give me five minutes. All right, all right, good show, excellent show. Does anybody know who's sleeping with who? Yo, Jimmy, hit with that triple H. Yeah, you let the keep playing, Mister Brown. Y'all coming through time and it's now. Yeah, keep it up here. Sunshine, yo, you close to Siobhan? Yeah, I'm here. I heard you. <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm not. I'm not subtle. I heard, I fucking heard you. I, I was just. I, I, I mean, for all you. you know, I could have. Uh, for all I know, I could have come back doing like the little. Yeah. Or something. You Who's know? that jumping out the sky? You've got lots of ways of coming back on the show. Jumping out the sky. Yeah, you like you burst through the ground. That's my. That I think that is your favorite way to enter. Well, that's also one of my favorite fucking themes. Uh, that was such a perfect Ray theme for, like... Oh, yeah, I guess he doesn't Asker. have that anymore. He's got... He has that very... Booyaka, for a very God. Yeah, like, nobody remembers uh, Ari... Uh, who's for that some reason, in my head, Ari that's Ari still his music. In my head, it's that's such... still his music. But for everyone else, they think of the Booyaka theme, which is, mm-hmm. like, I don't think of the Booyaka theme... I never think about that as his theme in WWF. Booyaka think... is uh, Ali G, is what I think of. <laughs> Booyaka. <laughs> yeah, Booyaka Sha, that's it. We watched, like, the entire, uh, like, one of the Raid uh, DVDs, and it's a bunch of weird matches. It's like they're trying to shy away from... the first season of Ali G show. Sorry, go ahead. They're trying to shy away, from, I guess, from, like, uh, using too many pay-per-view shit matches. Uh-huh. But it's like, so we hear you hear a bunch of different versions of the Booyaka theme, and you're like, huh... They just kept reworking I guess that's that. that. One. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, kept adding verses, taking them away. The they had his best few. I think that start. one. I think that version of Booyaka had like a horn section or something. <laughs> Do you hear there's the beat? There's various weird like Remix. reggaeton mixes. Yeah, there's or, yeah, yeah. Like, all that shit. Yeah, it's weird. Um, well, they figured it out finally. I think years and years later. Um, welcome back to Wrestling's Growth. Uh, 
Jr. Goldberg. I don't know if we said your last name, Jr. I, no, I think we did. I think you said yeah, MJR. Who knows? I don't know. Um, Jr. Goldberg is with us here, um, as uh, as our our third chair um, to talk about the McMahon family. Um, and this is sort of the one that's probably considered the best match of any of these. It's the one that's remembered yeah. the most, uh, even though I don't think it's the best match of this group. Um, from SummerSlam, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's so, really good. SummerSlam 1999. Um, it's Shane McMahon versus Test, August 22nd. And we said we weren't going to talk about a dead guy on the next episode. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not about him. It's about fucking. Taz, That's I, that, I forget what wording I used, but I'm pretty sure you I did said say about a dead guy. I think next show is not going to be. I think that I said next episode is not going to be about a dead guy, and I it's not. Is Test is a supporting what? player. Yeah. His name is Andrew Martin. Yes. Yeah. That's such a normal ass name. For a guy who, yeah, for a I, big fucker who looks like that, he should not be called Andrew Martin. You think they called him Andy? Do you think Steph called him Andy? Oh, almost certainly, given him being Canadian. Oh, Andy! You can't imagine him not being called Andy. Andy. That's that's sort of my uh, Stephanie. Yeah. I think he, I think he did wrestle in TNA as Andrew Martin for like two matches, oh, and that just seems weird. That seems impossible he, to me. He seems like a guy who could only wrestle in the WWF. Yeah, and not the WWE. He, he would have to like he stopped wrestling <laughs> when they no. I, what, uh, what an I awful think career! About test. God, yeah, terrible career. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I just I can't see him anymore without thinking about um, like New Jack did a shoot interview right after he died, and <laughs> New Jack said in that shoot interview they didn't call him Test because he got good grades in high school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's so fucking mean. What a dickhead. It's, New yeah. Jack, be nice. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> New, New Jack is such a stinker, you know? How did he know Test? When the fuck did you meet Test, motherfucker? <laughs> Come on, New Jack. But, wh- uh, jumping off of what I mean, balcony I think he's did just you say a hello stor- to Test? A steroid joke, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... Oh, Test, Test. You know Test music? This is a test. This is a test. And then it goes, then there's like a guy who goes, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, you know? <laughs> you know how every Attitude Era song had like a, a guy going like, hold on, hold I mean, the best example is the Raw theme. That's right? what I was Where just doing. Just... I was just doing the, get the foot in your ass, or whatever the fuck that is, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So I no one to this day knows what it says. Yeah. Like, there's I put the not a single on. person it on said, earth that knows it what it says. It said inaudible when I put the captions on. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I think about it all the time. I think about test music all the time. And I, and it, well, I, I'll sing uh, Triple H's music for you in a little while, of course. My time. Uh, when it's time, I'll sing my time. Uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> we, we do not get a long video package for this sadly i was like excited to see the build-up for this feud and it was not on SummerSlam 99 on peacock i guess they just you know didn't have time um i don't know what else is on this show but it couldn't have been that good <laughs> give me a video package um so we get some clips of test breaking the arms and legs of members of the main street posse 
Um, Shane is still coming out to No Chance in Hell, not Money Money. Uh, here comes the I money. don't. Does he start if Here Comes the Money in 2000? I or don't 2000? know. I couldn't I remember. Feel like it, I, I feel like it has to be 2001, even though I can't confirm that at all. Yeah, it I makes sense 2001, right? Because that's when he fucking buys well, he, WCW. It's he's implied definitely that he has got his it own at money at that point. In the, in the Astrodome, he has it when he wrestles his father, which will be yeah. – I can't wait to watch that match. Um, one of my favorite matches of all time. Um, he looks determined. He's clearly, like, in that mode. Like, he knows he's about to have a great match, and he's never had a great match. He's excited to fucking, I don't know, impress his dad? I don't really know what's going on with Shane. Does he really – do you think he wants to impress his dad? Is that part of Shane's deal? Like, I think re- that's – Shoot, I, I for shoot. I think that has to be the truth, right? I think it's got to be part of it, yeah. Although I like, I remember hearing from someone that like Shane is one of those dudes that like, uh, and Vince is probably like this too. That like, if you do something in front of Shane, Shane is like compelled to do it better, <laughs> or you know, like he's just that guy, right? Yeah. So I, you know, yeah. He seems like a guy who would go bungee jumping like a lot. Um, right. He's so excited to go in and play like the other wrestlers, you know, and his friends, the Main Street Posse, are like also they're like kind of wrestlers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and he gets to hang out with them and they get to have we fun. Got one, we have you have one wrestler. Yeah, there's one. He was actually really good. And then we it's, were talking about this when you were all the Abs. Abs. Okay. Joey but, Abs. But Pete uh, Gas is the one who bleeds a bunch at Mania 2000. Jo- yes. Pete yeah. Gas is one of the three greatest. We named an episode. We named an episode after him. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, can't, I don't know. That's the what Pete the, Gas the, episode. I, I don't know what the, like, the, the other of the best three would be, but it's like, I can't, the only one that could be better is Austin at WrestleMania 13. Yeah, sure. Well, and, There's, and, like, it's and so cool. Vince at 19, right? Well, and Hugo, yeah, are... and also Hugo, excuse me, Hugo Savinovich at 19 also, duh. Top In three. terms of pure bleeding, though, I mean, you gotta give it to we're not We're not measuring volume here. It's about how it makes you feel. When I saw Hugo Savinovich, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll get to it. I mean, both are Stop getting ahead wildly of unnecessary, and that's great. We've that's got great lots too. of WrestleMania blade jobs to talk about in this series alone. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, all right, fucking the Mean Street Posse, floral casual button downs. One's got crutches. One's got a sling. One's got a neck brace. Um, and then they got a couch over there in the front row, which is super funny. Test says to Kyoto off microphone, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, Tess is cool. Tess is Tess is he's giving off cool fucking vibe in this. He does seem cool in this. The hair sure. is great. The fucking little tank top shit that he's got on, like, um, I don't know. He's you like you see a future for this guy that didn't happen. No, and and it's, it's here when you see. He's it. only like twenty four. Yeah, he's young as hell. I he mean, was the first. Feels like a guy. Is he, I guess he's the first person that Triple H ever cut the legs out from under then, huh? Pretty much. It's the first time? Cause yeah, it's... yeah, I mean, I don't think you could really say any, like he did uh, before then. Like, it's he hard wouldn't to have say been that... in the position to. I he think he was. was just an asshole to people in DX. He's like, only... he, was just a, he, is, Tri- he was just like a piece of right. shit as a member of DX. Right. So Triple H becomes the champion the night after this, right? Is that correct? 
Raw after SummerSlam? No, or is uh, it yeah, Unforgiven? he loses it this, and then he wins it on Raw. He yeah. wins it the next night from, from Foley. I've never seen the main event of this show or that title win. I don't know what those I did, even are. Uh, knowing that we were going to talk about this, this occurred to me... Uh, so I remember like the idea that like that uh, Jesse Ventura got like a lot of shit for like how long it's like no I think that it's Oh right awesome. Jesse's there. Yes, Jesse Ventura is the, as the special guest referee for the main event. And I think McFoley, I don't really call him a wrestler, but he's something. Sorry. I think <laughs> every governor should like be the special guest referee of like a major Ooh. sporting event. Yeah, dude, right? uh, for real Chris Christie should have done Roxena too. It's like it confers so much legitimacy. This is a fucking guy who runs the state. What's her name? Gretchen it... Gretchen Whitmer doing um Batista versus Taker, you know? Yeah. Is that right? Do I have the names right on that? You have the name right. <laughs> but that would have been She wouldn't have been the horrible. governor at the time. Okay. Well yeah. I don't know. Uh, her, 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 she Michigan does uh, Roman versus Jay. What do I look that like? Fucking long match. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up. He was there. He was he there. That long ass match. He was there. He's been to multiple WrestleManias. I've never been to a single fucking one. Oh no, that Are you going to go or either All right, Siobhan, I know you're probably not going to go to Mania even though you fucking I'm should. To do. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to go to an indie show, but I I I, so I am not going to. Should go to fucking ball. Mania. JR, are you going to Mania? No. I uh I've I've been to two and I Oh, okay. Didn't, well, fuck it. Like this, I don't, especially now that they're in big, like, out, giant it's a two outdoor day stadiums. Show, like, who cares? Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'll go to the indie shows. Yeah. yeah, especially up here, and yeah. I and that's in the the absolute middle of what like like the death uh, end of like when I'm gonna be. Working. Oh yeah, you're in a bad spot. So that fucking sucks. But but mm. I just I would I want to go to a fucking WrestleMania. I still do. No, I got it. It's crazy. The only fucking pay per view I've ever been to was TLC. Made of it by John Cena and Randy Orton. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Um, drives me nuts all the time. Um, okay. So test. Um, yeah, would he have been a star? I guess is what I want to say. Would he have been a star yeah, without? Guy, uh, like, what is his path I, if he doesn't run you know into what Shane? I think of who's the guy he's most similar to is Edge. For oh, sure. 87 different reasons, the, like the, yeah. the length of name, being a tallish <laughs> blonde guy who's, the music who's pretty mobile. Yeah. Uh, they're both from fucking Toronto. Like, there's so much. And it's like, I don't know. It's not like, te- uh, like we have no evidence the test was a good talker. But it's sure. not like Edge is a great talker. No, he absolutely He became not. really cokey at some point in his career and had like a f- and like got over doing that. Yeah. But he got over because he looked cool. And yeah, Test was largely over in this era because he looked cool, and if I think maybe that maybe them trying to humanize him and putting it putting him in the Stephanie thing is like, I mean, it made me care at this. I cared a lot about this match. I know I thought it was, mm-hmm. I was really I I was into the storyline. I didn't watch it every week, but I was I was like flipping back and forth between Nitro and Raw at this point. I guess mm-hmm. I would say, and it's interesting because I like I think that. I have the same reaction to to both of you when I watched this, and I think like, oh wow, Test comes across as like really cool in this, and like, you know, has sort of like that, you know, like Kevin Nash charisma almost, you know? Sure. But but like better I, hair, I, I better hair, but 
I don't remember that like when I was actually watching. Like Tess did almost nothing for me when I was watching this as a fifteen year old. Uh, not whatever, me, you know. No, when I was ten, I thought he was the coolest dude. I, I think he he had bad timing to just yeah. be like the wrong kind of guy for the moment. Well, he becomes a nobody oh, yeah. right after this. He with the yeah. the Tess and Albert with Trish, like which yeah. you know people like now the most famous thing about that is that Trish started there. Like nobody gives a shit about him, you know. Like no. that was a, and he he that's Alfred how they felt is at the more time. fondly remembered as a fucking. Wrestler. Well, that's that's probably true too. I mean, Tess, <laughs> but Tess didn't get that. I mean, think about it. You know, think about Lance Hoyt in fucking New Japan, uh, Giant Banado, fucking uh, what the Tessuto. Imagine Tessuto <laughs> in the fucking G One climax. But it would have been fucking sick. Him and I think even if Testa just stayed in WWE but had come around, you know, ten or fifteen years later or whatever, like, you know, Test would have won Money in the Bank at one point yeah. or something. You know, like he's, yeah. he's that's probably his ceiling. You know, but like, yeah, but it, he would have been better at it than Jack Swagger. Oh yeah, easy. He's um, way better than Jack well, Swagger. Well, I mean, he'd be in an era now where nobody Ooh. can fuck talk. Um, what if he? What if he? Like, what if he? Uh, nobody's tall. Tess' brief Bellator career, right? That could be interesting. Oh, Tess could hit guys in the nuts. I bet real well. He'd be great <laughs> at doing it, vaguely hiding it and getting away with it for sure. Yeah. Tess, Tess could, de- Tess could definitely have Jack Swagger's career. Tess in the Jericho Appreciation Society sounds good. Wish he was here. It's. I guess that's it. His music is so yeah. fucking funny. It's the stupidest <laughs> theme. It's great. Yeah. There's so many stupid themes, but that's one of the dumbest ones. Yeah, I think there's... Yeah, I... but like, Jim Johnson making dumbass music is... That's part of the chart. Like, all oh, of no, the music for is sure. <laughs> well, some of it is, like, very well composed in a way that is shot. Like, the the, mis- yes. the, the, the ass man theme is perfect. It sounds like... Oh, that's a, that's a supreme piece of pop music. It sounds like it's, it's like, what if... You, someone uh, was asked, like, what do you think Boogie Nights sounds like? And they never watched the movie. It's like, it sounds like that. It sounds like a <laughs> Derringer song. It sounds like Real American or something, but, like, yes. about loving ass. No, it's well, fucking I mean, great. I think that, God, ass yeah. man is great. The, the, the crowning achievement is the brood theme, of course. Right? Well, no, I would, that's the one I was, I mean, I, you know, of course, we all know the, the, the lyrics to the... <laughs> What? What, That's how it what goes. was Vince's deal about giving Canadian songs <laughs> with just like random mumbling? Like, yeah, he just had a vision, you know. He had a vision. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania One was the same way. He knew it would be successful. Same with the music of the Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how many lyrics and break how the we... walls are decipherable? Did I do the Very did, few. I, did I do the Gang Girl music on the Vampiro episode, or did we just talk about Gang Girl? We just talked about. I'm just Gangrel. thinking about him a lot. I guess. Well, that fucking. I mean, obviously, everybody loves that theme, and that theme is like feels almost a, yeah. like it's just supposed to be like a garbage or curve song or something, and it sounds fucking great, but it still feels like almost like ahead of its time. Not even for wrestling. It's like, <laughs> oh no, somebody could have released that like four years later, and it would have sounded good. Oh yeah, that's a band camp. I mean, I'd pay a ninety. That's a, that's that. just a good song. That's yeah. just like something good behind it. Yeah, it's like know. back looped and shit. Like this is this was this made like a, can I get this in like a cassette or something? Like Jim Johnston, let me let me get that on a cassette. <laughs> The Jim Johnston limited press vinyl of like only <laughs> the jo- themes that 
That's what Jim this, Johnston and, is doing a special cassette only run. Yeah, it's it's uh it's very it's very underground. It's uh WWF the music volume three. Yeah, volume light, yeah. No, I, I think uh I think we could I think we could get into that. I think we could we should we should that should be the YouTube channel where we have like lo fi version of, of Attitude Era theme songs. There's people out there that that's for. It's not just the three of us. I'm sure yeah. of it. I'm certain of it. Dude, you could, I mean, <laughs> at a certain, there's a certain point in time where if you did a chiptune version of uh, every Attitude Era theme, you, we, you could have made like thousands no, and thousands of Chuck Person, Chuck Person's been... Echo Slams. I'm saying, take the No Chance in Hell, vaporwave it the fuck out, you know, mix it with some 70s funk and slow it down I times mean, eight. The most famous Chuck Person uh, thing that uh, Wopatin recorded is by some uh is a loop from someone whose last name is Levesque. Jojo. Think about it. Do the no, do, <laughs> like think about it. Do the head point. Okay. I don't too, yeah. too late, man. Yeah. Too per- perfect. Yeah, that's a that's a great song. God. Um, God bless this that This is guy. such a fun combination. <laughs> we were saying that uh we were talking about this before when you, uh, you were off mic. Um so uh, uh the story of course is a Peak ass and Rodney were childhood friends of Shane. And how perfect are these two guys, right? As opposed to, like, are these the two most punchable friends that Shane had? Or was it just that he had so many that it was just like, he, he was like shooting fish in a barrel to find two dum-dums <laughs> to, to put Rodney, sweater vests for him. Rodney comes off as, like, untrained, usually, when you watch him yes. in a match. They aren't, they're not very good. Good. But no, but they, Pete Gas is kicking ass in that fucking battle royal. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> do you remember when they? Do you remember when they sent the Mean Street Posse away to give them training, and then they like came back and did a run in and hit a bunch of cool moves? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that sounds like oh, a fantastic I, segment, though. I got. I gotta find it because mm. Pete Gas like they, they they come back at like the end of some fucking tag match and they beat up the Hardys or something like that. Yeah, kind and like. <laughs> yeah, who knows? And like, and you can tell that they had gone and done training because they both come back and like hit actual wrestling moves. <laughs> um, but like, they're the wrestling moves that they hit are that like perfect late nineties, early two thousands like shit that Nova would have come up with. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. The Kryptonite Crunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pete, Pete Gas's move is called the fucking Gas Mask. <laughs> He's great. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you watched him bleed at WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> JR. He's a bleeder. <laughs> That's oh, an yeah. incredible performance. Um, just him on his knees, like Defoe and Platoon in the entryway at WrestleMania 2000. <laughs> I fuck, I think about it all the time. I love Pete Gas. He's good in this. He's good in this. He, uh, these guys are fucking great. I love these guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a great. They, they're perfect goons. Yeah. Yeah, they that's the thing. That's so Shane is built up so much by them. It's such a underrated part of his early uh atmosphere and and sort of his personality as a wrestler is that he's like got his boys there. And yeah. you know, Vince had the Stooges and shit. Like it's funny to think about that analogy of like you know, Pat and Jerry is sort of anal- analogous to to the Mean Street Posse and and Shane. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's a god. It's an interesting dynamic, and Shane as like a singular ass kicker, like you know, wrestler who can go on his own, never, never rang as true as Shane with three guys to back him up. Might yeah. be able to get you for a second if he's lucky. 
Like that's a much more believable character. Um, and the, you know, Vince's stuff here in 99 too. He, he never seems like an ass kicker. He doesn't seem like a legitimate wrestler. He's, he's always fighting from underneath. So it seems legit, I guess. Um, but it is weird to watch these non wrestlers in these prominent positions, you know? Um, so Shane gets a double leg takedown, uh, test overpowers him, takes over almost immediately. Um, big back body drop. Shane retreats to the floor. Tess tries to kick him in, in the stairs and, and Tess kicks the stairs and sends the stairs flying like eight through eight feet through the air. <laughs> um, which I thought was pretty scary. Um, and then as they are wont to do in 99 WWF, they brawl into the crowd for like five seconds and then nothing happens. And then they come back. Um, did, uh, did you guys see the sign in the crowd when they were brawling that said, instead of Austin three sixteen, it said Cole zero sixty nine. Cole zero sixty nine. Yeah, like Michael Cole. <laughs> I love that. I, I'm intrigued. Uh, he's God. Cole is in these. Uh, Cole is all over the show, and I hate him. I hate him so much. He's in the video packages, narrating and shit. Uh, I'm not a fan. Um, they, uh, yeah. So they they brawl for a bit. They go to ringside. Tess hits a big power slam on the floor that sounds brutal. Um, oh. Jerry tells. Uh, Jerry says Jr. just doesn't like rich people. He says, um, and he says it's it's just just because they like potatoes au gratin instead of grits doesn't mean they're not just like us. <laughs> the weirdest fucking thing was that I just kept thinking about that. Like, fucking people eat potatoes au gratin out of a fucking box, bro. Yeah, they're really good. What the fuck actually, you talking about? I love yeah, box. they're fucking with ass. Man, man. I haven't had that in years. That's so good. I haven't thought about that in so long. Thank you, Jerry yeah, like, Waller. What the fuck? So weird. But I, I could <laughs> go you, for Jerry some. Thank you, Jerry Waller. They sound good, yeah. You, you gotta, like, that, dress, dress them just, up a little bit. I'm constantly thinking about just eating some stovetop. Yeah. Never do. Oh, like stuffing? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's about yeah, to... It's, it's, hey, it's that time of year, friend. <laughs> it's almost to Jerry's giving. Um, so, yeah, they... Uh, he doesn't like rich people, JR. He's, he's a, you know, the classist. Um, <laughs> Jerry care. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, <laughs> he's, Jerry's, Jerry's not heel here. I don't know. Like he just, he, the, the character is very strange. The Jerry Lawler commented character. Um, Tess gorilla presses Shane and throws him over the rail into the posse who's sitting on their couch. Um, they catch Shane and the whole couch topples over. And they also have like a standing lamp by the couch. Which is they kinda... have a bunch of, uh, they have a bunch of hidden weapons too. <laughs> yes. It's very funny. Like, so prepared, so prepared. Yeah, the too. There's just like planks of wood. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> well, they're also on a platform of like there's they they've wheeled out like a pallet for the couch to sit on, and Test gets like body slammed on it, I think. Um, but yeah, they they've got these weapons, and the posse's handing Shane these weapons. Um, it's there's a, a do not enter street sign, uh, a a license plate, a mailbox. And then a frame mailbox with the dollar sign on it. That's how you know it's from Greenwich, according to Jerry Lawler. <laughs> yeah, he says that like four times. We He's know, so fucking. You know who he lives is. here? Somebody rich, obviously. You know uh, when Put I fucking dollar on his mailbox. That's the fucking class. That's such a rich guy move. When you make nope, over, nope. you got whatever do that over one million dollars in your bank account. They got a painted big dollar sign on the side of your house. That's how they know. You got to let them know. Tell them. That's what they say. Um, the mailbox is a good weapon. I just want to say it crumples. It 
dense. We need more mailboxes. That's oh, a yeah. that's a cool weapon. Um, it's like it's like one of those class. It's like the classic fucking uh, steel trash can. It's just there's yeah. a lot going on with it. It dents. You can use it over and over, and it changes the more you use it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I I I, I remember. I want to say Corporal Robinson or like some like IW Mid South. I remember a mailbox on a longer stick. So it's like someone took a broomstick, bro, like a yeah a broomstick, and and attached a. Uh, a mailbox to it and it was like a swinging like a long apparatus that's a wonderful it. terrible idea i, I fi- love that that's, <laughs> that's that's a murder weapon of sorts yeah it's not it's not a fucking was... water water cooler jug on the uh, right right no but this was earlier bad. than that this is like an 03 was it clarksville is that the yeah. iwa the famous iwa building clarksville I think um, so, yeah yeah um it's some, that's the that's the memory. It's in that building, and that big tall lady is there, and the pipe smoking guy, and Nate <laughs> and Nate Webb is on commentary for some reason. Um, is how I remember it, at least. Um, they've got a they've got a framed photo of the Mean Street Posse, um, and Shane, beautiful, and Shane, the complete lovely, posse, lovely portrait, lovely portrait. And so this is a this is a, so there's no blood off this spot, but it is fucking crazy. Um, Shane breaks the the glass frame framed photo on Tess's head and it fucking the glass flies all over the place it flies all over jerry and and jr it flies into the fucking crowd it's all over the ringside area we're halfway through this pay-per-view echoes there's gonna be glass of, here all uh, night echoes of barton bob you know yes uh i was reminded of that cmll match on the the casas oh yeah i thought show. of it too yeah. yeah park and park and rush yeah that's a yeah the, the framed photo is of an underused weapon I, that's it's another always one. cool yeah seems like, really dangerous test Maybe. comes up with like a weird scrape and that's the only uh blood i remember in the oh, match i didn't notice any i didn't even see that yeah um, i don't fucking know where the hell he could have got that. he could have gotten that from literally any number of places get that walking your doggies um, yeah. they run a sequence where Shane does a leapfrog and a back elbow, but at, at one point, uh, Tess ducks a clothesline that Shane forgets to throw, which is just classic backyarder shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shane goes up. All right. So also backyarder shit. Shane goes up and hits a move that I don't quite know how to describe. It's a somersault with a half twist where he misses and lands in his own face. It, yeah, it's it is. kind of a, like a diving, like a, it's, it's not a moonsault. No, it it's, a that's what Jerry Lawler calls it. Ah. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's like a, it's a, it's a half front flip, half twist. Uh, I don't know. It, he goes one eighty this way and then one eighty this way, lands on his face. I would call it uh, two different axes. Some Jeff Hardy shit, maybe. You know, I don't know. It's hard. It looks but like it, maybe if you wanted to use like person did what Pack tries, but yeah. Pack does very <laughs> yeah. beautifully and successfully. Yeah. It is a sort of pack. It reminds me of like Jason Cross used to do uh, a twisting. Like a, he would do the um, what's AJ Styles' move? The spiral tap. The uh, spiral but, tap. But, yeah. But he, it wouldn't be so like when AJ does it, it's insane, and his whole body, his arms are flailing. The spiral tap is one of the craziest moves of all, all time. Um, AJ Styles is an insane person, and there's a good reason he doesn't do that move anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got kids. Yeah, and and the people he's doing that move to also usually have kids, and they really should worry if they're gonna take the spiral tap because you might get your fucking face knocked in. Um, he's not doing it to fucking lies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um, the. Uh, 
the I don't know. It's just it's one of the it's a weird move. It's a it's it's the kind of move that is inscrutable, and I can't even try <laughs> to describe it. It's a it's a Shane McMahon special, you know. It's the kind of move someone does in a crash mat while practicing, but no one would ever be dumb enough to do it in a match on pay per view. Like what the fuck? Um, all right, Tesco's for a big boot. Takes out Kyoto. This is the best part of the entire match. I want to say. Oh man, Kyoto. <laughs> into the bottom rope he really looks like he could have broken his neck i've watched i watched this about four or five times i just couldn't believe it he could have died like million dollar baby man it's crazy it's million dollar baby esque. It rocks. It's so good. Yeah. Vince Vince doing assisted suicide for Mike Kyoto. Kyoto, I want you to blow up tonight. (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, he looked like he could have died. All right. Shane gets into the floor. Test has the street sign. uh, Wax him over the back. Uh, JR calls this a vile, aggressive matchup. Um, Tess body slams Shane on the floor. Posse comes in, attacks Tess, lays him across the Spanish announce table. Um, and this is got to be one of the prettiest fucking high spots of the Attitude Era. Um, Shane does the flying elbow drop off the top onto the Spanish announce table. And it's an insane distance. Um, but the way his like body like floats through the air... And it's he's going, he's flying over the Mean Street Posse, who are like literally mm-hmm. underneath him, and the camera yeah. catches it beautifully. It's just this incredible distance, incredible form. It's one of my favorites. I'm always like, I, I I always pay attention to the angle of his elbow is super weird. Like he like really sort of like cocks his arm back in this like unnatural way, but it makes it look so much more beautiful. Like. He's doing it. He's doing like a cinematic thing. He thinks he's yeah, in an yeah. anime or something, which yeah. he is. Well, he is. Yeah, this no. is, that's what this he's, is. He's doing like the Kyrie Hojo elbow drop, and before he like she was born, you know, in his it's, mind, like, that's not like, what it is. But it has the spirit of that. It's like, her her form like, is I'm very just different. Throw but... my body up and yeah. He's, I don't know, I feel like it's there's something like, very it's not deliberate. not a savage elbow drop or anything like that. I think there's something very deliberate about how he's holding his body as he, as he flushes the air. I don't know, it's very, it's no, very strange. Yeah. Um, he, he, th- he did a bunch of other elbow drops in the course of his career. Did this exact spot other times, but it never looked like this. And it was Obviously, never as Shane is a guy whose career is very based around falling. We're so. going to talk about every <laughs> one of them. Every fall. Maybe not every fall. You know, <laughs> maybe not every fall. <laughs> um, God, it's 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 beautiful, beautiful, beautiful elbow drop. Um, the posse manages to wake the referee, carry Test in, carry Shane in. They're doing all the work. The Mean Street Posse. They've stripped all of their uh, garments. Their fucking, uh, you know, uh, the sling, the neck brace. It's all gone. They were faking the whole time, of course. Um, these, you can't injure these guys. Look at them. <laughs> how are we gonna? Him, how are you gonna hurt? Him. How are you gonna hurt Rodney? You can't. Come on. Um, Pete Gas. Uh, the pieces are in place, right now. Test kicks out. It's a huge pop. I think the crowd really felt like as they carried Shane onto him. The crowd, the Attitude Era crowd, got so used to watching heels win 
a bullshit like this to a yeah. deflated crowd to no sound. The NWO <laughs> would do it all the fucking time. Um, but it happened here, too, in, in WWE all the time, too. And the pop, when Tess kicks out, it's huge. It's probably the biggest pop te- like Tess ever got. Well, Test is also like his kickouts here are awesome. Oh, he's super dramatic. Like, they're timed yeah. so well. Sure, yeah, yeah. Test versus yeah. Okada, late kickouts and that. <laughs> you imagine, man. <laughs> he's got the Roman kickout. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, Test, yeah. Te- Roman is the ultimate form of Test. I guess. Yeah, Ro- right? Roman is absolutely the perfect Test. Yeah, they figured yeah, it I out. Mean... Well, test, I mean, the science. Well, Roman right. is, of course, Edge Rock, and we already said like Test and Edge Rock, Edge Rock. the same guy. Just Edge Rock. How... Roman is Edge Rock. He's Edge Rock. He's Edge Rock. Think about it. No, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and it, Test and Edge. You're making are... a lot of sense. I mean, some of it. <laughs> you know, there's forks in the road in life, and one side went that way, and one side went but fucking hell. On this day, he saw clearly, right. I don't know what the fuck Edge is doing. It's from Edge's. It's fucking, from Edge's. Got his thumb up his fucking ass, probably. Yeah. Um, there's an RFvideo.com sign in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> As Pete Gas comes in and tries to take a uh, test out with a handicap parking sign, but misses and hits Shane. That's where I saw the RF video sign. Uh, Rodney comes in and fucking uh, rocks Test in the head with his cast and drags Shane onto the big man for another near fall. And then the posse are climbing in the ring again to do some more damage when the boys, that's right, Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe hit the fucking ringside area to another huge pop. And they take out the posse. And let me tell you, Gerald Briscoe. He's so fucking happy, man. With the do not enter sign, he rips it away from Rodney and delivers this incredible Masato Tanaka-esque ECW jumping weapon shot right to the fucking head. Patterson gives Pete Gass an inexplicable Irish whip on the floor into another another jumping sign shot. I'm telling you, the way he does it, he's... Gerald Briscoe jumping and swinging this fucking do not enter sign is one of the fucking most incredible things I've ever seen. He looks so athletic while he does it, too. He hasn't no, gotten no, a baby no, face pop in 15 fucking years, man. He's so happy. ankles he's got. That dude can... That's a... Like, you, it's crazy. So I rewatched a lot of 99 um, a couple of years back. Yeah, we, and... we did, too. <laughs> For this yeah. stupid show. It's <laughs> all yeah, the sorry, hardcore titles. Yeah, the hardcore title, yeah. But, like Gerald Briscoe, like he bumps like a little freak. Oh yeah, on a lot. Like Gerald Briscoe is still so fucking good. Well, he retired in like what most what most of his peers would consider basically their prime. I mean, him and his brother, they were just kind of like yeah, he didn't have a lot of miles, right? Yeah, well, his, no. his brother, no, his brother wrestle, was older, so he just retired, right? Is That's that... what I understand. Jack retired. Yeah. Jerry was like, I was just hanging out with him mostly. Yeah, it's like, it's like shit. <laughs> I just I am like not hanging out get with my fucking brother. pushed. Yeah, like I'm and not. Like, uh, I'm not gonna be gonna, the NWA champion. Let's just no go way. fucking run the body shop yeah. together. Jerry Briscoe, yeah, he's um, God, he's great. He bumps really good in, in uh, one of the other matches. The the next one, I guess we're gonna do. Um, he's awesome. I had something else I was gonna say about Jerry Briscoe, but I forgot what it was. Um, Masato Tanaka. Pat Shorts? Pat Shorts. Yeah, Pat Shorts are great, but Pat Shorts are better <laughs> in the next match. I think he's wearing pants. That's here. true. This is pants. This is. He might this be is, pants. This is Pants Panserson. And that's, that's true. Shorts Shorterson. Um, Pat is a guy who would break the shorts out from time to time, obviously, in, you know, summer months. 
I you mean, know, gotta let uh, this was September. It could have been it could have been chilly out in September. He just wanted to feel himself. I'm wearing shorts today. I told you it was like 49 degrees, but also I couldn't find my jeans. The ones I found have a big hole in the crotch, and I had to work. I couldn't wear those to work. Um, I mean, I could have, but I didn't. You know, um, you're not necro butcher. I'm not necro butcher, and I work on tips. So, yeah. um, the uh, test big boots uh, a chair into Joey Abs's face, avoids a tackle from Shane. Shane takes the post, backs into an awesome pump handle slam. First time I ever saw that move was when Test did it, and I was like, "Whoa, that was cool." Even though it's not really anything, it's just a f- funny way to grab a guy between his legs. Wait, so this is a this is an interesting interesting thing. Do you think that Road Dog started doing the pump handle slam uh, <laughs> under Hunter's instruction to further oh. cut the legs out from Test? God, that's interesting. So it's a, it's a different move. It's a different execution, right? Uh, Test uh-huh. goes up into a power slam, and a Road Dog doesn't rotate him up into the power slam and drops with him. But oh, yeah, he's too shitty to do that. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the upper body strength, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's half the Nor the height. Is. Nor the height. Yeah. yeah, and it would look ridiculous because he's a fucking goofball. But I'm pretty the, sure he was doing it in those early... The, one of the five best wrestlers in North America in, in January Jan- 1999. January 99. <laughs> right, of course. I'm pretty sure in the Gangrel match, or one... I, I'm pretty sure he does that move. I'm pretty sure he was doing that move. But Test yeah, was around in... But Test was he in the do... union in January, so Test was around doing the move too. So maybe Triple H had it in for him early on. I don't know. Or maybe Brian James invented the pump handle slam, and we're just being assholes and not giving him the credit. That might be true. It's possible. That Armstrong family is some good wrestlers in that family. Bullet probably showed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the bullet was like, here, put your hand down here, son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what the fuck you is You never know pump- when you're going to need to grab a man's balls <laughs> in the middle of a wrestling What ring. is the pump handle slam? It's so ridiculous. Put your hand by... The, I don't it's, know. We don't have time to get into most, this. It's one of the most pro wrestling like things in my mind. It's just like... It's just like that's just like a cool way to hold a motherfucker. Yeah, it has yeah. nothing to do with the actual like repercussions it, of the move itself. It's just, what if I grabbed him by the balls first? Kind like of. or like the physical mechanics you make, don't really that's make the thing. any sense. You I make your opponent good. grab themselves by the balls, and then you then you hold their hand. <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, the pump handle. I don't feel uh, like we see a lot of pump handle slams anymore. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You know why? Because it's like borderline sexual assault. <laughs> uh, Alright, Tess goes to the top And hits his fucking elbow drop Which is incredible Shane's literally over halfway across the uh, Yeah, the I was going to say two thirds. It's so, fucking It's incredible Except for that The stupid fucking camera angle Is super close up on him And then they don't even show a replay It's absurd Like They don't There's not a good shot of this Or in my I don't know Maybe No, I don't really feel like It's a great shot either Yeah it felt like they were way too close on him when they actually did it, and then they never showed a replay except from the same angle, I think. Um, yeah. Dunn was in on the hit. Yeah. Yeah, Dunn was in on it. Of course he was. It's just, of course uh, he was. Decades of incompetency just found a way to manifest itself God. here as, as like, for an actual purpose. He really is the worst. He's he's responsible for so many of the sins of modern WWE. <laughs> Fucking Kevin Dunn. Um. And then after the match, little Stephanie comes out jumping for joy. And I, you know, I remember thinking when I was a kid, I thought she was just adorable. I really liked that there was like a girl on wrestling that wasn't like some, 
30 year old fucking bimbo slut but unfortunately <laughs> stephanie would find her way to that category in record speed <laughs> um now but that said i do still find, we'll talk about it i find her attractive and i always have you know but oh yeah i digress yeah um, I liked it when she wore like BDSM gear at uh at was it Mania Thirty, the Brian match or something. <laughs> it's great. I love there Stephanie. Was she was on the like, definitely... motorcycle. Yeah, there was um, <laughs> that was the, the <laughs> Brie Bella match. She definitely brought oh, broke sure. out like very lottery stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. I I'm uh, you know, if they're uh truly getting divorced, I'm gonna try to hit that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, from SmackDown, September 16th, 1999, Vince McMahon versus Triple H. Um, oh, man, this fucking promo is so fucking dog shit. Most of my, <laughs> most of my notes are on the promo. It's the worst fucking promo I've fucking it, heard in my life. It's the worst trash. promo we've covered. No. <laughs> it's not the worst promo that you've you ever know why? heard. Because, because his mid-match promo... In the next match is even worse than this. God, the mid-match promo. Yeah, they. This is the invention of NXT. Basically, it happens here. Um, This is this is your modern. um, I mean, that's not to say. Look, Mello versus Ilya Dragunov, incredible match. But there's still a little bit too much of them like making faces (laughs) and doing character work in that match for me personally. Like it all starts here with this shit. Um, Triple H in his first title run, right? Is this this he won the yeah, belt from Foley, and then this is he he holds the belt for what three weeks and loses it to Vince in this <laughs> match. Vince, not a wrestler, the owner of the company. Um, why can't these people help themselves? Why can't a you know Vince seems like he should have been the exception to the rule. I guess Bischoff never made himself the champ, but then Russo did. So I don't Russo know. Did. Like in the wake of Vince doing it, but at the same time, it's fucking Russo. He just didn't give a shit. Is Russo gone? Is this no? He, no, this is his last think, month. Uh, basically. Yeah. I I think he officially leaves in the middle of October, but I don't fucking know. You I can, don't think it matters. You can feel the wheels coming off. I think. Um, is there oh, anything no. more pathetic than Ed Ferrara winning like a like the cruiserweight title? God, I've never. <laughs> like, I only vaguely know about this. I've never Medusa, watched right? Oklahoma. Or does he? Or does Medusa win it from him? I've never recall. seen an Oklahoma match. I think Medusa wins it from him. Cool. <laughs> I mean, that's better than the alternative, I guess. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah. At least Medusa could work. Yeah, she could. Yeah. Wasn't doing yeah. a gimmick about. Uh, <laughs> Like, hey, look, this guy had a sh- it's like a stroke face. <laughs> That's funny shit. Craziest <laughs> piece of shit. Oklahoma's the craziest <laughs> shit. His best, one of his best friends, big stupid fucking Doctor Death. Yeah. Talking. And he's gonna, bro, he's gonna you saw so Jerry only. He's gonna fight Jerry only in a cage, right? Oh my god. Oh my god. We didn't talk about Jerry. God, we gotta finish that episode, Sean, so we can talk about Jerry only. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> the vibes going right, man. The vibes are in the right direction. <sighs> Do we you need know, to talk about Jerry Only versus Steve Williams in a cage? Just at some as... point, we'll have to. Um, if the show goes on long enough, we're going to have to. Um, we'll talk about every match. And start talking that is about a match. the Deadpool. Yeah. That's oh, what, dude. JR, that's we what are... the episode is about. That's amazing. I love it. We've recorded half of it. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> You'll hear it in a couple weeks. Um, 
China looks incredible here. This is China maybe the is, hottest she ever was. She was gorgeous. She's still happy here. This is before yeah. uh, Hunter broke her heart, right? Now Hunter and uh, Hunter's fucking Stephanie here, but nobody knows it except for maybe Vince, right? Uh, is I that guess. is that what we they think? Don't, yeah, they don't officially marry until it's like the middle of 2003 of course uh famously the uh right. fucking mother uh, the fucking father daughter uh i quit match i got she only did that uh and because uh, with the uh stephanie mcmahon agreed to that match but with uh the proviso that vince was not allowed at her wedding <laughs> like it's like you either get you get one of those and he fu- no I'm fucking I'm gonna choke my All right. fucking daughter out with okay me. okay Let's hang on fight, I don't bro. know th- I don't know the story we gotta save that and you need to find the source for that so we can talk. I do need to find the source I do uh, need but to that find the source. that sounds free that sounds awesome and I can't wait that's to, incredible I can't Lord. wait to talk about it with you later is- on. <laughs> 2003 might be the best told. No, I'm saying year for Hugo Savinovich bladed in the. So we're gonna get there. It's gonna be great. But for both uh, for both Vince and Shane, because we get the Kane feud. Good, right? Oh, his nuts! He gets shocked in the nuts. Yeah. Oh. All right. It's so much, man. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about a lot of balls here in a minute. Uh, uh, All right. So Triple H. This is the uh, his voice in this era is the absolute worst. Um, it 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 feels like Siobhan's impersonation of him, like for real. It sounds like he's doing an impersonation of her doing an impersonation of him. Is what it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the referees are on strike for some reason. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Was that a reference? Was that Vince like making a reference to a a real the life? NBA had. The strike or lockout uh, to start the year, so mm. maybe. But that's fucking nine months later. Yeah. That, oh yeah. No, that's not. Fuck right. it. It's gotta be. There had to be so, something. Yeah, I was thinking it, it's too early for the lawsuit with Raven and stuff being involved. But was was this maybe like an early? Did someone try and sue Vince or unionize or sure. something like that? Well, know? I was thinking like the Teamster. There's like a big Teamster strike in '97 or something. Um, like there's there's big strikes, and I was just like Vince was like a he loved to do topical shit, you know. So I can mm-hmm. see him. he's a magazine guy. Yeah, Three yeah, years yeah. After the fact, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can see he also you know he had the union stable, which got handily defeated and disbanded by the corporation within like a matter of weeks on TV. Um, <laughs> Yeah. All right. So this is so he chooses Shane to be his referee for the match, but they don't know who the we don't know who the. This is so fucking stupid. This is so. <laughs> this is goddamn Vince well, Russo shit. You have a blow by blow of this promo. Uh, I I take it. Kind of. Um. Tri- the 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 deal is Triple H is going to defend his title, and we know it's going to be against a person who has wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin because of something he said in a previous promo. Yes. No, it's someone that. Uh... Has had a main event with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, it's someone who had a main event, right? A main yeah. event. So they're very, they're being very like specific about this. <laughs> so the, he chooses Shane to be his referee, and we see Shane. Vince, I want an impartial man. Yeah, I don't know what Shane's doing at this point. I don't know what his relation to Triple H is. Is Triple H like? Well, a, I I can't tell what's what actually. Triple H is a heel. He is a I'm heel. I'm pretty sure Shane. 
is a face here because the segment before this, I turned it on a couple minutes before, and there's a there's a match where I think it might be Test versus Jeff Jarrett, and right. the end of that match, Shane comes out, he beats up the Mean Street Posse to defend <laughs> Test, the Stooges come out to defend Shane. And then Jeff Jarrett tries to put the figure four on Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> Damn. This is cor- oh, man. This That's is, like a... We not, we're a month away from, from uh, the China uh, fucking good housekeeping match. Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we're yeah. in super misogynist Jeff, Iran. Yeah. yeah. No, that's funny. No, I, I guess that's – that. so – what, it's been three weeks since Shane was the fucking heel at SummerSlam, but I guess I don't know. Yeah, sure. he did he, it. He did it with principles because it was yeah. about uh, defending his sister's fa- honor, familial honor. Yeah, okay, I, I'm I'm into that. That's fine. Um, I, I don't, and we know well, Russo really cares about his sister, right? You know what I'm talking about? He really cares about his sister and thinks about her a lot. You know, probably. I imagine <laughs> just based on the storylines he did, I imagine he like mm-hmm. thinks about his sister a lot. Um, fucking her, I mean, uh, specifically. Yeah. Um, so Vince, Linda, and Shane are sitting in a fucking cinder block locker room <laughs> <laughs> on like elementary school chairs. <laughs> and Vince is doing this bit where he's like a normal human in this. Like, I don't know. I, this is so strange. Vince is acting really weird. Um, he's at, he asks Shane if, if he's like sure he can handle it, if he feels comfortable being the referee. Like, well, Vince doesn't know how to act like a concerned father. Oh, right. if Vince asking a question like that of anyone would be suspect, but especially his own son. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's got yeah. something up his sleeve in my, what I think. Um, and then Triple H talks about all his potential opponents and how um, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the Undertaker. Um, he's like, I matched it takes big forever sh- too. Yeah. This is a long promo. <laughs> this is a classic <laughs> Triple H made of a promo. Um, He's, he mentions mashing Big Show's pea brain in with a sledgehammer. He says, uh, "Kane, your red bleep ass." They bleep the R word. You you have to assume it was the R word. It yes. was. Oh, it definitely was. <laughs> but so in oh, this... I wasn't reading the mud. Modif- I wasn't reading Triple H's lips. So I just oh, I I mean, I, that's what that was. What they called him. They, it's he, fucking crazy. Brock called him that seventy five times. Yes. Yeah. By this point, that also. The crowd he called him that positively. The crowd doesn't pop for it anymore. They just go cold. It's like the whole vibe for this promo. Um, he says, not fully. How about you go play with your sock? What the fuck kind of a line is that? Go play with your sock? <laughs> yeah, he uses of... the sock to, ch- to choke people out, man. Yeah, that's his finish, actually. All of his lines here are terrible. Like, him calling The Rock the people's ass. Like The people's this is ass. Like... He fed promo shit. You know? His whole thing is Ru- about how Rock sticks things up. He tells people to stick something up their asses, and he's he he says rectum at some point, which is a classic. Rock, I know you love to show you love to talk about shoving things in people's asses. Well, I got something for you, Pally. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> it's the best time of all time. That is such a uh, that is a that is that is excellent. That's why they, they script the promos now because Triple H is bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking bad he's he really drags it out too like even a good promo like a good a, somebody good at promos would have a hard time stretching out this like very 10 minutes like w- like he has to it's say the so names long. of everybody that it could be without saying the name of who it is like it's, yeah. all, it's fucking so stupid and then he says um 
This person has balls the Steve size. Steve Austin main evented a match with fucking Vader. You don't have anything to say about fucking oh, Vader? Oh, yeah. He could have just kept going. You know? It's not a fat piece of shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jerry Lawler guessed Y2J. Jerry Lawler was like, I don't know, is it Jericho? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jericho. Jericho famous for his main event with Austin, of course. Um, in the Silver Dome, you know. Um, there, so, yeah, and then he says, no, this person has balls the size of grapefruits. Which was the famous line that they always said, that Vince always said his balls were huge. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. But Lawler mm-hmm. says, me? <laughs> so, you to give him that. That was good. That was Vince, a good one. Yeah, yeah. Vince in the back, he's not, like, mic'd. There's no <laughs> microphone. It's just, like, ambient noise. But he's just, like, shaking his head to Linda. And then and Linda sitting there is also so weird. What the fuck is she doing there? <laughs> Like, what is this? Why are they sitting in this yeah. room watching a little monitor? <laughs> this is the owner of the fucking company. What are you doing in that room? It's fucking weird shit. <laughs> really weird. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Stephanie uh, watching uh, the fucking uh, street, f- uh, the Lover Lever match on a, uh, on, you know, the fucking, the now classic, like, monitor in the back. Yeah. But on one that was like, I think it said, uh, electric case, but it, had, it was like elect case. Oh, and sure. And I just kept thinking about like, damn, that that's so specific. <laughs> Someone saw that, but oh, that's a fucking perfect prop to use for this. Oh, rub their hands together. It's a and that <laughs> trademark. Like they sold that on Shark uh, Shark Tank, you know. <laughs> the a homeless case. man seeing a pie on a window. Oh, we're getting some grub tonight, brother. <laughs> uh. So they, uh, they, they, he, he, he says it's Vince, and he says, uh, "You want? Don't you want to be a champion to your lady? Oh, please be my hero, Vince! Please." He, he calls him a chicken shit, um, which they believe, of course, it's TV. But I, it's like crazy how how much they're saying shit. I, I thought, um, I kind of forget. On UPN. On UPN, yeah, you couldn't even say ass or damn on UPN. <laughs> you could say damn, but you couldn't say damn, you know. This is the uh, network of the secret diary of Desmond Pfeiffer. That's yeah, absolutely um, true. This is like wild. <laughs> Sorry, it's this thing that I do, Jr. Sometimes when she says something that I don't know, but I believe her, and I just say just she's crazy, right, folks. Yeah. She's absolutely right. <laughs> it's kind of a Jr. Think, and Jerry Lawler. Sort I'm just of. thinking about problematic UPN shows, my yeah. friend. Mm, the PJ is just like... up. Um. They keep bleeping the word balls, which is really funny to me. Um, he tells him to bring his balls to the ring. Triple H says Linda can't handle the game, but he'll let her ride his bench? Excuse me? <laughs> Does that mean fuck him in the ass? I don't know what that means. <laughs> let um, So I his bench meaning like... <laughs> What the fuck? I love calling my, my hog my bench. <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's like, such a great euphemism for right? dick. The bench, bench is wood, and the dick is also wood. Right know. when it's erect. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think his is wood. It's one weird shaped fucking dick. <laughs> it's a bench. It grows legs. Damn, girl. You got, my, you, got my, you got my shit growing legs tonight. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um,. It's so goofy. This it's is specially so... designed that ho- so homeless people can't sleep on That's, it. You know, yes, yes. <laughs> skateboarders yeah. can definitely not. Grow well, that. that would that would really intrigue Linda. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, God, okay, I don't know who people are supposed to cheer here. Um, no one. Yeah, they're not. Well, they're not. 
they're <laughs> completely silent um, for this and the. Next I just match, think really. it's so funny that like, I, I mean, maybe the least believable thing on television in 1999 is that Vince would get mad about someone saying they wanted to fuck Linda McMahon. Yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck? Like we just have to assume that him and Linda have done it all. Like have seen and done things like she's a freak. You can tell just by looking at her. I've always said this about Linda McMahon. <laughs> uh, we all say it about her, right? We're all. She doesn't it. come off like she just lies back and thinks of England. Oh, no, no. God, she, no. She she married she this squirts, man. All right, let me tell she's you. She's been married to this man for nearly sixty years. That's just like a Nancy Reagan situation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's very Nancy Reagan. Absolutely. She's, yeah. Yeah, and the same with Stephanie. You know, if Vince had it his way, they'd all be fucking her too. You know, but. <laughs> Just one, apparently. Well, up until now. <laughs> um, God, sorry. <laughs> really sorry. Um, I don't know who they're supposed to cheer. Uh, there's a bunch of cops here. Um, Vince walks past the cops and he kind of gives them some shit, and they like they're like trying to hear him, like like thinking maybe he's like instructed them, like which they like look like real cops, right? Who don't know what it looks like when like a fucking maniac billionaire starts cutting a promo in your face <laughs> uh, but yeah i don't even know what i, I was this was puzzling and siobhan recommended that we watch this uh this was not my my choice but i'm glad that you did because because it's vince McMahon winning the world title um, i think we had to watch the match yes we didn't have to watch the promo necessarily i told both of you that we didn't I have to necessarily watch any of that but it was worth it somehow I think we did uh, it, I think Not my like, life would be incomplete if I hadn't. Yeah, you know. If I hadn't watched it, uh, well, it's an existence of how Triple H saying what, back to what are we doing here? If not, I think there's it. some interesting discussion points about this match, though. Oh, absolutely. Right, so let's hear one. The, the first one here is that you know uh, I guess they talk about how this is like Vince's return to action after a motorcycle accident. Oh I no yeah, this I never heard about but, that. That's so yeah. Cool. I don't remember so that cool. at all. What a cool guy. But, can you imagine how funny it would have been if Vince had lost his foot in a motorcycle accident like Harry <laughs> Von Eric? Yeah. Just like refusing to take his boot off in the shower, yeah. 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 Um, oh, that's so also, crazy that he that he rides a motorcycle at all. That's he broke his pelvis and tailbone, they said. Or injured. Well, like uh, w- would it surprise you? This is how I picture it. I picture it that Vince has literally never ridden a motorcycle before, but saw somebody else doing it, and then was like, "I can do that," and and did the like fucking Pee Wee Herman drive into the <laughs> sign thing. <laughs> oh, I like to think he has a little more dignity than that. But then again, I've seen how he bro- broke his quads or whatever, but you know, tore his quads. <laughs> so it could. It, that sounds like kind of how he would how he would get in a motorcycle accident. Um, just right into the tree. Um, yeah, he's wrestling this one in wingtips and dress pants. Um, he looks absurd on his first hope spot, blocks a single punch, throws a couple punches of his own. Um, oh, by the way, sorry, this is Vince McMahon versus Triple H. I don't know if it's <laughs> <laughs> a real fucking match we're talking about. Oh, uh, and he twice. also only accepts the match because, like, Triple H, like, calls him a like a bitch or something or oh yeah he says he's gonna fuck his wife that's Mm -hmm. it yeah Yeah. it's the linda thing tell your sexually frustrated wife that if you can't satisfy her triple h can keep it up all night for her that's what he says 
Um, and that's also an there interesting to think Linder. about. Yeah, Linder. Um, fuck her. And fuck you and fuck her too. Yeah, she can ride the bench for all I care, whatever that means. <laughs> ride the bench. Um, so, yeah, Triple H saying all this shit also, and the idea that he's already with Stephanie is kind of funny to me. Yeah. Kind of makes it kind of gross and funnier. Sure. Vince yeah. is probably into it, though. Yeah, no, um, that's the thing he knew, and he was yeah. jack- he was jacking off. We know. That's how you assert your dominance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Here's something that I want I want to talk about the actual please. ring work of this match. Go ahead, please. So, when this starts, Triple H just does his fucking like normal control segment that he would do against like anybody. Oh, he's working NWA like, style, baby. He's a world champion. Yeah. How do you expect him to work? Not like Harley Race. He only knows one way. He's Harley Race. Triple H. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I just thought of this while I was watching this match, and I, I took the note down. Is he the least creative main event wrestler of all time? Like, there's probably worse wrestlers. There's, but like, I don't think that there's anyone that is like more like, oh, this, these are the things that I have to do. Uh, I can only do these things. It always comes from the same angle. Half the shit is like the same setup. No, I mean, I'm not, not to say he, he fucking, he can. Triple H is a good wrestler at times. You know, he's he's had some incredible yeah, matches. Of course. And... He's he's Absolutely. far from incapable. Yeah. That's not yeah. the issue. But he has his I, formula I and it. it is fucking it's it. And he he doesn't like he does not deviate from it unless someone makes him. Um, and it's not even it's not like a formula like people say Brett has a formula or Cena has like the moves of doom or whatever, sure. but like it it's it's different than that because like literally things are structured the exact same way. Like if Triple H had his druthers, he would work the same exact fucking match against everybody. Well, you can break down modern WWE main events and see how they're emulating his basic pacing and rhythm. Like a Roman Reigns match at this point is just a, a, you know, a slightly modified version of this, this kind of this era of Triple H controlling. It's baffling to me that people love all the Roman stuff. Like he's devolved as a worker. It sucks. It really sucks. He's a good baby face. It's really good. That fucking mania, uh, what Brock match 31. Yeah. 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 Great match. Great match. Um, yeah, so we got a we got. I guess this is a match. Uh, legendary babyface Vince McMahon, his hotter than hell comeback <laughs> spots. The crowd's absolutely mild for them. Um, but Vince figures out quickly that he's got to tap a vein to get anybody interested in this. Yeah, but even I don't it's know. A, it's a good play job. It is. A, it is a good yeah. play job. I don't know if it actually gets the crowd in. Um, he takes the stairs, um, and he, he, he assumes the position down there, but I, he came up dry. I thought he was bleeding, bleeding down there on the stairs. Um, and then Triple H puts him on the announce table, beats on him some more. Uh, Triple H climbs the fucking guardrail, does a just a normal-ass elbow drop off the rail through the vents in the announce table. <laughs> just like a ludicrous like selection of a high spot to do. <laughs> it's phenomenally unimpressive. He could do anything, and he chose to do that. Um Back in the ring, Triple H pie faces Shane, uh, who's the referee, remember? Um, and China gives him a chair, and he delivers a full-on chair shot to the head. Um, it's not like uh, one of the most devastating, unprotected chair shots you've ever seen, but it is uh, quite a bit harsher than what Don Callis did to Kenny Omega, which made people mad online. Um, now Vince assumes the position. I just thought about the... Uh... 
when people got mad at Cody for hit, uh, yeah, Ty. for fucking, uh, yeah, for uh, Sean Spears hitting with the bending, the folding, the bending chair. Ten guy, yeah. Uh, God damn it, dude. Yeah, that chair shot was sick. I mean, that's that a great crazy. chair shot. Yeah, yeah. It was visually, yeah. it was very good. I was. You just... remember when he came out to that Kendrick Lamar song and was like, "Oh, this guy's like." Maybe this, maybe WWE was wrong about him, and then like, like we saw him wrestle for one minute, and we're like, oh shit, okay, never, <laughs> never mind, never mind, fuck, we got a, we got a Kennedy situation on our hands here. This guy sucks. Uh, they were right. Cody's wrong. They were right. Uh, Remember when Cody wrestled Warhorse? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Man. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. War, you mean the Steven Spielberg film? That's a great film. Yes. They all yeah. want to fuck that horse in that movie. You ever see that? <laughs> they love that horse. That horse is all, I mean, pretty good looking horse though. I will say, um, weird. There's a wrestler named that. I don't know where you got that. Um, it's silly. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Vince is bleeding, uh, like crazy. They start chanting for Austin. Um, but he's not coming yet. Shane also takes a, a heinous chair shot. And out come Jerry and Pat. Pat with with the shorts here. The shorts that Pat. Okay, there we go. The shorts that Pat is wear, wearing. The shorts that Pat is wearing in this match are very similar to the shorts that I am wearing right now during this podcast. Um, and Linda's with them for some fucking reason. Um, the Stooges get beat up by China. <laughs> yeah, it's like I love. It's, if I'm Linda, you know what I want to do? Get hit for chair by fucking China. That's yeah. that's like ninety five percent gonna happen, and it's. Yeah, just, yeah, just I mean, didn't. You get paid to get beat up by China with a chair. That sounds pretty good to me. I'm sure Jerry was into it. He takes good bumps on in this segment. This is where he gets he gets punched and he like he's like jumping and swinging his legs around and he's selling really good. And then he takes this really good bump uh, through the ropes to the floor. Jerry, Jerry Briscoe, good guy. Um, Linda gets in the ring, and China grabs her around the waist and holds her in the air. Um, and I guess makes her watch Triple H mount Vince McMahon and pound on him. Um, he hooks his arms for the pedigree, and that's when Austin's music hits. And this is the first time the crowd has given a shit about literally anything in this match. <laughs> and they do go nuts. Like, Stone Cold is over. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I could have assumed that. But, like, it's crazy how they were just completely dead the entire and Austin comes in, and they are fucking crazy and austin comes in through the crowd stomps a mud hole and then you know beady little eyed bastard um gives china a stunner and then hunter a stunner stunner um drags vince on top of hunter and vince becomes your fucking new world champion um and i guess you know they did they they know they want stone cold to have to chase a long way to regain the title right um, mm-hmm. If we're doing this, and especially if we're doing Triple H as the, the the heel champion to overcome eventually, which it seems like at this point, if you're thinking about it, the main event of WrestleMania should be Triple H versus The Rock or Triple H versus Stone Cold. Um, obviously, the four way match that happens at Mania 2000 is a really strange diversion. <laughs> A per- um, yeah, a profound compromise. But well, it's yeah. the, it's it's Vince becoming convinced that the draw is him and the family, and he wasn't yes. right, but he also wasn't totally wrong. I don't know. It's a weird. That's a really weird match, um, which I think we should talk about for this. Siobhan, we should yeah, talk about absolutely. the main event of WrestleMania 2000. 
You guys want to just put it on at like three forty-five in the morning? And well, we should. We'll tack it onto the end of this episode. That's a. That's great, what I was thinking. Yeah, that's a great idea. Right that's a great cool. idea. Um, but seriously, a McMahon in every corner. It's legendary. Kind of. It's definitely looked good on a poster. Um, yeah, Austin helps Vince McMahon win the world title. Like, I mean, it seems ridiculous because this is seven months later. Like Vince was getting his ass kicked by Stone Cold. Now Stone Cold has dragged him on top of Triple H to win the world title. Um, and I don't know. I, I I don't. If Stone Cold doesn't need surgery, does he? Do they know he needs surgery at this point? Like, I don't know. What's the long term plan for any of this? Yeah. Was there any? Russo's it's still so, there. Yeah, I mean, it's only going to be two months, and he doesn't wrestle that much in the next couple months. He's not in like yeah. uh, the six pack challenge after yeah. uh, Vince vacates the belt. He seems like he's being protected. Like maybe it's deliberate. Maybe they know. Maybe they're planning long term. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to give him that much also, credit. Like, Austin doesn't need to wrestle. You know, no. like well, that's true. But he had been. Yeah. On, sure. on every pay per view, like it's it felt it was very noticeable to me when I was a kid. Like, oh, Austin's just not the guy around. I mean, he's still around. He's still an ever-present yeah. force. But he's not the main event in these pay-per-views. Triple H his, is? And Triple H is huge now? What the f- <laughs> His October is relatively busy, but he only wrestled one match in fucking August, which I guess was the SummerSlam match. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He only wrestles once in September, and then he what wrestles is- twice in uh, November. Okay. What is the SummerSlam match? It's Austin, Foley, Triple H? Yeah. That sounds like a hot main event. Is that a good match? With Jesse as the referee? Is that good? I'm not... I don't remember, to be That's, honest. Seems like a match uh, that should be remembered, but... I think, I, remember... that, I think that it didn't go over because, like, so many people were expecting Triple H to win. Mm. That when Foley won, I think it was rather deflating. And I huh. don't remember what happened with Jesse... Probably like, nothing. There was some probably sort of, weird. There was some awkward. sort of schmas, right? Right? Like uh, there'd have to be. There'd have to be. Um, I watched um, the pretty well regarded uh, TV match from uh, the mo- uh, the month after this. It's uh, Austin and Val Venus on a SmackDown. People really like that match, and that match is really good. I watched that not too long ago, and they treat it like it is a fucking big deal that he's here. And not even like because it's Austin. It's like oh, like you're, there's like a palpable sense that this guy's gonna have to fucking hit like hit the showers for a while. But he's still he's also gonna work house shows in the next week. Sure. Well, he it's liked to work. Weird. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed like he liked to work. He liked house shows. You know, you listen to him talk mm-hmm. about it in the on the podcast. He loved just working the basic same match over and over and just refining it down to the absolute, you know, core. Um, Stone Cold's the best. I love him. Um, it's crazy that he goes away for a year. Uh, oh, yeah. And that his run is like, yeah, six, like 18 months. Um, okay, main event time? Main event time. How are we doing? Everybody main doing? event time. Yeah, we're great. All right, from Armageddon, 1999. This is December 12th, 1999. It's once again Vince McMahon versus fucking Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So there's clips of a fully heel reformed DX beating on Vince and Shane. Um, there's so oh my god, Triple H gets so much fucking shit to do. Like he looks, he he looks like an unkillable force somehow, yeah, just yeah. beating the shit out of various McMahon family members. Well, He's, it's interesting that you say that because I think even in the last fucking terrible promo that he did that we watched for SmackDown, the match before this, like. Triple H seems rather fully formed in some ways. Like he comes across after having the title for three weeks, like he's the most conniving, devious, powerful guy that'll beat up the boss. Yeah, like he's like, been doing this for years. Like, yeah, like and it's just so unearned. Um, he was yeah. wearing lime green t- like like tights at the Rumble. Man, he was not mm-hmm. he was not a guy like that yet. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the year and now he fucking is now he's he's the game he's... god those long tights were so bad on him i'm gonna he's let better. either one of you guys do it because you're better at the triple h voice than me but there's a line in this video package before this where triple h says the line vince mcmahon committed a crime against me personally and it it's like the exact <laughs> trump cadence like it's, it's straight up a trump line like <laughs> God. This man committed a crime against me personally. <laughs> I made him sound like Johnny Ace there a little bit, but still, a little bit. There's just yeah. something. Johnny Ace he's... is proto Trump, though. I mean, he's proto President Trump. He was a <laughs> similar character of a right wing nature. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he loved fucking Mrs. Baba just like Trump. That's true. Miss... Yeah, Trump. The stories of Trump and Matoko Baba are. <laughs> We know we've we've all read about them. Well documented. We don't. I mean, they're rumors. I'm not saying it happened. Big part of the squeeze thread. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah. All right. So Shane, Test, and Stephanie. There's a shot of them at the bottom of a staircase. I guess they've been shoved down the stairs. Um, And (laughs) Stephanie has color that looks like actual ketchup. Um, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> all right. So Vince crashes a town car into DX's limo with them inside it, uh, before getting out and smashing all the windows with a baseball bat. Uh, this apparently brings the police to the arena, which seems absurd, but whatever. Um, the cops come and to to arrest a, a McMahon, and then as they're taking McMahon away, it seems like all the cops kind of get out in front of Vince, and Hunter is able to just attack a cuff. McMahon, while the cops are just kind of like, oh, we're, yeah, we're, pull, we were looking over here. They pull a real SmackDown. We can just infer that Triple H's gimmick is that he is friends with cops. Which oh is yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's par for the course, right? That's a good. They character. really pull like a protecting Lee Harvey Oswald level of like. Movie <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a part where uh, Vince, uh, in retaliation to that shortly after uh throws hunter quote 15 to 20 feet off the stage <laughs> to the concrete which is actually like eight feet onto a big pillow but you know who's counting um and then and then he, and then here it is the wedding of andrew martin and stephanie mcmahon featuring triple h admitting <laughs> to giving stephanie a bunch of ghb or whatever and marrying her in a passed out state. This is still the crazy. This is still the craziest goddamn thing that that happened. That this that, they they've done cr- like it's 
yes, it's impossible because it's because it's happening alongside an actual relationship that would go on to define the rest of the history of wrestling. Yes. Can we talk about uh, like I'm absolutely positive that when they were filming this segment, Triple H absolutely requested and required the the woman who like they pulled up to at the wedding chapel to pretend to recognize him and know that he was <laughs> a famous That's professional wrestler. Honey, 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 hey, come here. Five bucks, right? Just say you know me from TV. Yeah. <laughs> God, and she kind of has like a like a Becky Ann Baker kind of vibe to her, you know? The yeah, she does have a Becky Ann Baker vibe, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I uh, know you. You're Chris Canyon. <laughs> do not put that on Chris Canyon. He'd n- no, never do no, anything No, the man like was this. a saint. Oh, the, I would not. I, would, oh, I think Joey he's far Abs better looking more of a Chris Triple Canyon H. vibe. Yeah, Joey Abs is honorable like Chris Canyon. You're right. He's similar. Yeah. They're the same. Um crazy storylines like katie vick or whatever you know like that's that's a crazy thing that happened right um yeah but ultimately doesn't matter because katie vick is a made-up person stephanie mcmahon and triple h are real people who really got married but before (laughs) they did that they pretended on tv like one of them drugged presumably raped and force the other one to get married. And then I don't even think that it's presumable. I think that Triple H references it on television that the relationship was consummated. Like this is fucking Game of no, Thrones. Well, no, shit. no. They did say that it would be annulled. Oh. So it the brass. we have to presume that he didn't he, he didn't officially say that he raped uh, her. Uh for the record, I checked. I would like to uh, address the the jury right now. That is from the raw after, so uh, after Armageddon, so unfortunately it wouldn't have made the package anyway. Yeah, we'll get to it. (laughs) Um, It's just some really nasty stuff to look back on, honestly. It's terrible. Um, so Stephanie's here in a leather jacket and she's got no bra on to sit at ringside and anyone who didn't call this heel turn coming, uh, like you gotta, you, you gotta see this coming a mile away. Look at her. A baby face would never wear that leather jacket, no. t-shirt, no bra. Yeah. Come on. This girl's about to turn yeah. heel. She's about to turn heel on her daddy. Um, all right. Now here I will perform for you just a bit of my time. The Triple H theme song. Self, Sean. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Speaking of performance, not uh, gonna listen, anybody. That's it. Can I? Can I just say that I think the set for Armageddon uh, in this show looks like the fucking play that Jason Schwartzman's character <laughs> puts on in Rushmore. Nice, yeah. I wish I knew then what I know now. Um, no, that's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, that's fantastic. It does look like that. You're right. Uh, <laughs> it is Just all of these sandbags that look like fucking rocks. It's, a, they it's, look... it's Armageddon, right? It's supposed to look like, I don't know north korea invaded or something like i'm not sure like what we're supposed to think 
um, of of what Vince's idea of Armageddon is in 1999, a, a relatively safe and friendly period to to be an ignorant American. <laughs> Um, honestly i'm surprised that he didn't think armageddon was just like another union forming or something yeah yeah um we got a 50 year old helicopter out here that is i she fuck shit's gone really crazy yeah so is it a real helicopter or is it all just what like do you think it's like an old like because i was looking at it and i was like i bet that's like a a shitty old helicopter they got that hasn't flown since like they shot the finale of mash but (laughs) it flew then you know um God, this is this match sucks. This match fucking sucks. This uh, <laughs> is one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Yeah, um, it is my time. He says my time, my time, and he was right. This is a lot of time. Triple H takes a lot of time in this match to do. He's taking a lot of my match. time. My time is yeah. My my time God. went to waste. God, uh, he looks. I'll tell you what about Triple H. He looks quite unwell. If you catch my meaning. Um, he sure did balloon the fuck up in 99. I remember why I remember like putting it, like going back and watch, like after missing a couple months or whatever, after Owen Hart died, I think I stopped watching for a minute. I think the whole thing was justifiable. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't watch WWE until like later in the year. And when I started watching again, Triple H was suddenly 60 pounds heavier and it was all from here to here. okay dude what the fuck happened <laughs> you were wearing pants before now you're wearing fucking whatever that is on your chest <laughs> like um i mean he it, looks it, like a funny. fucking hunchback yeah his body yeah, he looks terrible he's i mean one the, of the thing is like it, he he gets even bigger right when he comes back from the quad injury and he comes back looking like fucking scott steiner yeah, right that's yeah um, that's the funniest shit. and then <laughs> And, and then like, we get that's a lot of him in the suit era too, with suits that couldn't fit him in a million years. Yeah, David Byrne yeah. suits, yeah. Looks like a fucking idiot. Uh, Nathan Fielder. I, I just I also love like it, it's so insulting. Like maybe the most insulting Triple H burial of all time was when they like when the Benoit stuff happened and then the wellness policy came in and like they went out of their way to make fun of Chris Masters like every fucking week. <laughs> And I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, there's literally no one who can, uh, you know, give their career more to steroids than Triple H. And he's going out of his way to poke fun at other people for it. You know what? Chris Masters, after wellness policy, um, sticks around for a few years, becomes a really good fucking wrestler, and maintains a really wonderful physique. And is one of the hottest WWE wrestlers of the last 20 years. I think... Great natural strength style spots too, like Claudio shit. God, oh, yeah, great. No, it's great. He gets very, yeah. very good. I love Chris Masters, like 2011. Yeah. I don't think Triple H has ever done anything that looked in, like as impressive as a strength spot. Well, also right? he's ugly. Is my point is that Triple H is an no, ugly motherfucker, and Chris Masters is man. beautiful. Chris Masters is beautiful. He's a great face. Yeah, great smile. Yeah. Um, God, this match. I remember being interested in this one enough to see, because I knew Stephanie turned, because I saw TV the next night. Um, but I I remember, like, renting it from Blockbuster the first time I saw it in the shelf. I was, like, excited to see Armageddon 99 and just being so disappointed by this match. Um, I think this is an iconic Vince look, though. The black sweats look. Um, yeah. The sweatshirt and, like, wearing long sleeve. <laughs> it's... I mean, it's yeah. very funny that that is like 
the baby face look in both of these matches. It's like yeah. you cannot try and have this motherfucker showing off his muscles. Everyone would think that he is a fucking buffoon. Right. That's what it is. He can't show the physique because yeah. that's not what a baby face would do. Or, well, that's not what, yeah, that's well, what no, Hogan he, might he do. He thinks it'll make him look uh, more sympathetic if he's not muscular, right? Yeah. That's interesting. If he isn't like this visibly perverse looking 54 year old, like, fucking veins popping out of his fucking eyeballs uh fucking <laughs> freaking nature yeah it's, he's trying Freak to look normal. he's trying to look like a human that's right that's, i am yeah. i'm a human um jr how'd you how would you dress <laughs> <laughs> well hell vince i put a fucking vest over uh you know <laughs> a long sleeve t-shirt oh. um that's crazy God, uh, oh, fucking my you fucking hick! I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Something about doing the Vince voice, I just start laughing. It's so because it's it, your throat, like doing it. It's like oh, like it's like nothing. I never exercise those muscles in my throat, and then if I do a Vince McMahon voice, suddenly I'm tickled. Like physically, I'm tickled. Um, God, what a guy. It opens up new passageways, yeah. Yeah, yeah, spiritually and physically. You're right, you're absolutely right. Um, the, uh, all right, so Triple H is, like, ready to swing the sledgehammer like a baseball bat as Vince gets in the ring. Vince throws a bunch of powder in his eyes, which is great. I mean, I love that start to this match. I also love that Vince has a bag of powder in his hand and just drops it in the middle of the ring. And it sits there for a while until the ref grabs it and <laughs> moves it out. Um, you got this fucking shit out. Which here, I've, yeah. I've never seen that before. Usually they don't leave the bag in the middle of the ring. But Vince, of course, is not a trained professional wrestler. Um, he knows the mixture. You know, he knows what powder. He knows the mix. He knows, like, the consistency. He knows, like, you know, the percentages. It's yeah, he had, to, he had to make it for Buddy Rose in Portland. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Fuji taught him how to do it, too. You know, like, he's, he's got friends, you know. And he's done a lot of cocaine, obviously, so he knows this shit. Um, he, uh, his punches are odd. Um, <laughs> his punches are odd. They're kind of like Shane's punches are odd. Uh, they're different from Shane's, but they're, they're odd as well, I'll say. Um, some of them are just palm strikes to the head. Um, so a lot of them are like harsh potatoes, but some of them miss, but like not enough that it doesn't feel credible. Vince seems like a wild animal, like who's just fighting with whatever he's got, which might not be a lot, but he's going for it. Um, Vince's body shots in this, I remember being pretty good, but he, like he wrestles the whole match as though he's afraid to hit Hunter in the head and face. Like all of his chair shots and stuff are super dainty. Uh, he, what's well, like, amazing doesn't actually... wrestle. That's a, oh, yeah, I guess so. I, I, yeah. I can't, I can't get up, one up on a heel. <laughs> They're gonna cheer me. Um, he's his clothesline looks like shit, um, mm-hmm. but he's still the king of like hitting dudes in the balls. He punches sort of the underside of Hunter's balls from the backside, like a classic technique, you know, that I think goes back to like the eighteen hundreds, like uh, Abe Lincoln for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like like the oldest Gracie family member, but you know those they were peers. Um, yeah, it, the, uh, you know, he, you know, he was a Confederate general after all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hoist Gracie the first. Yeah, um, it's actually pretty shocking how convincing uh, the early Triple H control segment is. Um, 
He's pretty good early on, but then they get into the crowd and they brawl around. Hunter gets, he falls into a wheelchair, uh, which is some classic Triple H selling comedy. Of course, he loves to make fun of people with disabilities, as we know. Uh, takes a punch at uh, some weird cameraman. Yeah, he's, well, no, he I, he's also he, kind of fighting it uh, with a, there's like a he, person that's grabbing him in the crowd and he's kind of fighting them too. Um, and then they fight into like a back part of the arena, um, which really dark. The crowd is also shit. throwing shit over the balcony at them. Yes. Which is They're throwing trash at Hunter and Mike Kyoto is like shouting at the fans. Like he's actually some kind of real referee. Someone <laughs> told, someone told Kyoto it's a work. All right. He's taking this shit too seriously. <laughs> um, they fight for a minute in complete pitch black darkness, uh, where not even the camera can see them. And the crowd's just dead. Hunter takes over an offense. JR says the crowd is deafening, but I can like definitely like the the fans that are right next to the camera that are screaming. Like I can hear them. They're excited to see Hunter and Vince brawl five feet from them, but I don't hear the rest of the arena. Um, Jerry says, I can barely hear you. JR like take the fucking headset off. Jerry. He's sitting right next to you. <laughs> um, I think there's like this one Irish whip spot that Vince does to Triple H where somehow it looks like he just couldn't throw him hard enough to hit uh, like the fucking uh, is it the rail. It's not the rail. It's the fencing thing. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. And it's like so somehow it gets reversed and Triple H throws him in and you're like. What the fuck was that? You, but it's you, that's in the you darkness. You can also barely right? see it too. This yeah, is like that's, very, the, the any weird. momentum they had. There's no like nothing. I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah, this whole thing it goes off the rails here, and then it goes on for an excruciating amount of time. Um, Foley comes out with a big shopping cart full of weapons. Like got like they got fucking Foley and Austin trying to get Vince over as a baby face. Um, when seven months ago he was the fucking higher power, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, nobody wants to watch this shit. Uh, Hunter gets body dropped over the rail. Um, also, so... Foley looks like you would rather be anywhere else. Yeah, like, I was one of the least committed Foley moments ever. He's usually I excited. Yeah, I was like, when I was trying to clock the fucking timeline here, I was like, is he? Is this Commissioner Foley? Is he done? He looks retired to me. <laughs> like he looks <laughs> they, retired. It's December. They couldn't even put him in a Santa suit or give him something to like. Yeah, make him, him feel in like, oh, Well, at least there's something here. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, At least that would be that also fit the gimmick of him giving uh, Vince a bunch toys. of shit. Put him in a red sack. Great idea. Great idea, Siobhan. You came up with that all yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Hunter takes over on offense, and he wa- this is good. He washes the powder out of his eyes. Now, the idea that he was selling – all right, so the idea that he was blinded by the powder at the beginning, but he wasn't selling it. He wasn't wrestling like he couldn't see this whole time it's been yeah, like he t- did for like 30 seconds yeah. yeah yeah he threw a couple fucking phantom punches it's been 10 minutes <laughs> um okay but all right so vince gets the trash can lid now i love the way vince swings the trash can lid he swings it like three different ways not just hardcore wrestling match like overhead style he's swinging it underhand he's like popping hunter in the side of the face with it um that's pretty good now they are kind of weak shots but i like that he's going for it um and then he gets a crutch, which is one of the um, the worst, least satisfying weapons of all. Um, mm-hmm. there's, yeah. There's a bunch of bad – I don't know. The, the trash can, I guess – all right, Vince grabs a trash can. This is funny. Vince grabs a trash can. Jerry says, I don't think Vince has ever touched one of those. 
which is, <laughs> I guess that's like a reference to the germaphobe thing. Oh, I no, mean, I, I guess it was a, a rich guy thing. thing. Yeah. Or a ri- yeah. yeah. But I thought maybe it was a, like a, a shoot comment about how Vince <laughs> is like, uh, historically, like, you know, notoriously a germaphobe. Um, but also it made me think about that tweet where 50 Cent says that his grandma made him take the trash out on Thanksgiving. <laughs> they, you know, <laughs> it's a famous tweet. Uh, famous post on the X app. Um, yeah, the crutch. Um, he, Triple H yanks Vince head first into the stairs, uses the crutch to knock out the McMahon family jewels, um, which they keep referring to as the jewels or the grapefruits. Um, it's kind of crazy how much they talk about this man's balls and how big they are. It's ever present. And it's yeah. not even, I mean, it's not even his, they're not even talking about his dick. Well, they're talking about his they, balls. They, they do later, <laughs> though. Once we get to the genetic jackhammer era. Oh, I guess that's his dick. We talk about his, yeah, that's his dick. Yeah. But mostly, I don't know. Like, what if Vince was, you know, Vince is always talking about his balls. What if he was like, well, you know, I got a huge cock, too. Uh, <laughs> Just on TNN, like the week they debut on TNN. Um, you know, I don't know. It just seems like do you, weird. Do you remember the rumor that that when they were filming the fucking Kane horror movie? Oh, my God. What was that called? Casino Evil. evil. Yeah, he's gonna have a, yeah. Vince wanted to put in a scene of Kane jacking off his three-foot-long cock. <laughs> you know, I remember, but I was That's wasn't... exactly what I want to see, man. I, I couldn't oh, yeah. remember how long it was, was the only part I didn't remember. But yes, I remember that. I've never seen that film. Didn't they make a sequel, like, a couple years ago? Yeah, the sequel's yeah. not bad. The, is the sequel where you see his dick, finally? Yeah, yeah, that totally. But his actual dick, just his shoot it's dick, very small. <laughs> uh, it got burned off in a horrible accident. It's just shoot. Um, all right, yeah. What if that's my note here? What if I got a huge cock? Also, <laughs> I wrote that down because I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about how Vince doesn't talk about his dick as much as he talks about his balls. Um, all right, Vince gets uh, sent into a shopping cart, into the shopping cart, which topples over him, topples over with him. He spills onto all the weapons um, on the floor, and uh, Triple H beats on Vince with a chain around his fist, which JR says is not a very exciting sound, which I think, <laughs> I don't know why he said that, but I got to agree. It was not very exciting. Um, yeah, that's, that that feels like he was just searching for a goddamn adjective and I like when Jim not Ross is the only thing you can think of. Yeah. Jim Ross like occasionally will get uppity during commentary, and I feel like that's one of those moments. Like the the thing that he gets most <laughs> pissed off about is when the ref loses track of who the legal man is. <laughs> uh he gets real mad about that even to this day. Yeah, he's he's a he loves the rules, Triple H. Yeah. Triple H um God, Triple H's back is huge. That's what they say. Ample-sized back. Um, <laughs> Vince breaks the uh, the broom handle yeah, over. over. Yeah, his ample-sized back. Um, God, he is fucking huge. Um, mm-hmm. I took a couple screenshots of him, and I took a couple screenshots of Vince driving a car also, but um, I'm just looking through my I'm just looking through my screenshots from earlier. Sorry. Um, yeah, all right, so they're by the helicopter and the sandbags um, because that's armageddon right um triple h this is where triple h threatens a fan with the trash can 
um, like sort of like threatens to hit somebody with the trash can in the first row or whatever, um, which I think wrestlers should do more often. Um, yeah, what well, I mean, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, they should be threatening them. I think it's good. Um, he runs the shopping cart into Vince's face, and I just kept thinking this would be so much better if both guys just had been bleeding for a, <laughs> a little while. Maybe this wouldn't feel when so... When Vince blades is, like, maybe the funniest point in this match it's for a... Vince to finally blade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the first time anybody ever got color off of a bump into a mattress. Um, <laughs> a fucking back bump into a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, uh... There is a there's a part here, um, the gun turret, where he's there's like a gun turret, there's like a 50 cal gun turret in the entryway, and Hunter spins the gun around and it slams the barrel of this fucking huge mounted rifle into the side of Vince's head, and they show a replay of it. It's fucking sick. Did you, did you see how? Yeah. Crazy. This was like when uh, Angela Bassett does the pistol whip in Strange Days. It's like harsh. It looks good. Um. It's Catherine Bigelow-esque, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so Vince tries to hit him in the in the ribs with a big mechanic wrench, um, and Hunter just punches him in the face. I don't know. This is like this all just becomes a blur to me um, as they fight well, up yeah, the entryway and back down it, and they spend like ten minutes in the entryway. To the I extent that, that I I've lost track of when Triple H tries to hit him with a car. Oh Actually, yeah, they haven't even done that yet. That, right? Oh, they haven't. Yeah, even, they're nowhere oh, near that. Oh my god! All right, we gotta hurry up because it's getting late. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let, let me just say, like, I think that this match, more than anything else, like m- maybe more than any other Triple H match, really shows how much worse Triple H was than his peers. Like, I don't necessarily think that Triple H is the worst wrestler of all time or whatever, you know. Like, but like. When you compare what he can do in a Vince match mm-hmm. when left to his own devices versus Austin, absolutely, or like you know what Triple H's version of the Stephanie angle is versus the Undertaker's version of that angle, like <laughs> he's just so much worse yeah. at this shit than everybody else. That's you an know? interesting comparison. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's um, yeah, The Rock would never have this match with with Vince. The Rock would have. No. Cut this down to halfway, and they still would have gone outside, and they would have had all the fun. It would have been, been eleven faster. minutes, yeah, and it would have been hilarious. Yeah, you know? it would have ended in a fucking pe- people's elbow, and it would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, God, yeah, this is a this match is satisfying for literally nobody. Um, they're back in the back now, and the fucking commentators love to talk about how Vince has overcome so many odds in his life. Fucking bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. And the, uh, they get they go to the backstage, and you can hear the crowd now chanting "boring," which is just <laughs> excellent work, boys. Huge fucking main event. Crowd's chanting "boring." Good shit. Um, By the way, they chant "boring" for the entire finishing stretch of the Big Show Big Boss Man match directly before this. So this crowd was not having a great night. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That match sucks too. Um, yeah, it's a fucking bad show. Um, this one only went three minutes. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's a world, the world title match of pay per view goes three minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, that's one tenth as long as this. Can you fucking imagine that? That's fucked up. That's how long is this match? Thirty. Uh, literally, it is twenty nine. I want to say thirty five, but yeah. oh, that is that is not nearly as long. Twenty nine forty five. Twenty nine forty five. God, well, you'd still win. <laughs> on the price is right. That's um, so good. 
but it feels longer than that. It feels like this is excruciating. Um, they, they're in the parking lot and Triple H disappears. Vince is like looking for him and he's shouting and the crowd's dead. Uh, the whole thing is bizarrely paced. Uh, he's like, Vince is like asking Kyoto, where's, where is he? And Kyoto's like, I don't know. I don't know where he is. I haven't seen him. Like, first he's of all, ref, he's the fucking ref. He should be, t- f- Oh my God. This is so stupid. Um, like okay, Mike. Well, you should you you take this all so fucking seriously. How about you make a decision and call the match then? If the... it's also a match where I don't think anybody's like gone for a pin. Yeah, matters. It's like it's not like he's got to was be there about working on the nuts and bolts. Yeah, just go make sure that uh, the the one guy is going to try to hit the other guy with a Toyota Tercel. Is it a Tercel? I thought it was a I thought it was a late it, model Corolla, but I think it might be a Corolla. Yeah. It's a four door. Tercels usually are coupes. I feel like. Um, yeah, it is a it is a, a it is a Toyota or a Turta as they call it on in in England. Uh have you heard this? <laughs> <laughs> Turta. Uh, Triple H tries to run him over in a car and Vince hops out of the way. He's over like a concrete wall uh that Hunter smashes this car into. Um and it seems like a good car. I wonder how many, fine. Yeah, how many miles were on it. I'm curious. Um <laughs> what they what they want for it. If you wanna if that's on marketplace, I'll try to buy it. Um McMahon's get which get, which WWF employees car do you think that was that they were just ribbed by doing that without telling them? <laughs> um like I think who's was, whose rental was that? I think know? it was definitely Sean Stasiak's. <laughs> um, yeah, but he was sharing people on the fucking phone. <laughs> um, yeah, he tries to remove her Wrestler's car. Wrestler's court decision. <laughs> yeah, wrestler's court. gonna wreck your car. Get in here, mate. <laughs> and he's gonna get out, and he's gonna be fucking fine. Yeah, it's gonna mean nothing. It's You're gonna be not nothing. getting the deposit back. Um, yeah, Jr. says he can hear a helicopter above. That this is a real war zone, or maybe Armageddon really is coming. He says, and yikes, wouldn't that be a bummer if the fucking world ended right now? Yeah, the last thing I could want is like a bomb to go off in the middle of this. What if this was the last thing that ever happened? What if this match was it? (laughs) We We deserved it. I'm serious. What the fuck? If this was the last thing that ever happened, and, and 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 then that was all of humans like legacy on this planet like you know looking back on it it all went downhill there and it really does you think about it what if this is the only surviving artifact of our time yeah and then they build monuments to it and it's like a fallout triple h yeah Yeah, triple h is the fallout guy the from the from the shelter uh (laughs) it's it's incredible artifact but we still couldn't figure out why the guy with the long hair doesn't know how to use a sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, this is Our this people is a, have been mystified for centuries. So this <laughs> no, this is a world where they this is how they use a sledgehammer. They they found out they watched this match and they think you're supposed to hold it from there, and that's why like they haven't built houses yet. The no, railroad no, was, doesn't exist because like, they're trying to hit it in like the that. Future civilization. That's how they're like ancient aliens. Shit happens where they're like. Clearly, these people don't know how to use hammers, but they're able to build these giant <laughs> yeah. monuments and shit. Mm. Must have been aliens. <laughs> oh, God. Triple H. Um, God, they make it back into the building, and the crowd is, shocker, still fucking dead and bored. Um, <laughs> McMahon with a pipe to the lower abdomen. 
um, they say. And uh, and then Triple H climbs the scaffold to get away from Vince McMahon, who is laying the pipe because he's the genetic jackhammer, of course. Um, Vince chases him up the scaffold. Hunter slams his head into the steel structure. And then Vince basically takes a version of the same bump that he took at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, except for this time, instead of, like, you know, an incredible bump in clear view through a Spanish announce table and into Hugo Savinovich's feet. Um, here he's going to land on a, like a, he's going to put a Serta mattress down under a pile of ghillie suits. Um, and he's going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's still a cool stunt for an old fucker to do. Like it's a, it's quite a fall. It's pretty high up there, but you could kind of see him bounce. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it, it's clear that he lands on, like the softest thing imaginable. Yeah, it's kind of like if you put like somebody on the other end of it, they'd get launched up like in Heavyweights, the movie Heavyweights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so Vince is lying in bed when he cuts himself in the forehead. <laughs> he, he gigs. He gigs after he wakes up from a little nap and in the bed. Um, Triple H comes in with a military issue gas can. <laughs> It hits Vince in the head so goddamn hard with it. It's probably the only good weapon shot in the match besides when he hit him with a gun, uh, which, again, literally did happen in this match. Um, and then, yeah, it gets him in the ring, and Hunter does what's now a classic trademark of our of our modern era of wrestling. Um, he cuts a whole damn promo in the middle of the fucking match. Um, yeah, I thought you were going to say he stares at his hands, like the, the yeah. why am I so violent? Uh, he, no, he's this is Triple H is the Triple H is the only one who knows why he's so violent. That's it's that's true. the thing. Yeah. Everybody who like you know, the NXT school, they they learn like the ways of violence from Triple H, but they don't know how to cope with it. See, that's what makes him such a cerebral assassin. <laughs> is that he's able to you know, he 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 he, he he's not losing sleep over it. He looks at his hands and he feels nothing. He's not going to listen to anybody. That's what it says in his music. It's his time. He doesn't give a fuck. Um, and then he says to to Vince, um, uh, or he, no, he's he says like, uh, "Wow, this really is tough. He does have balls the size of grapefruits." He says this in a promo in the middle of the match. <laughs> he says the phrase "balls the size of grapefruits" in the middle of the match into a microphone. Um, does he ever stay down? And then Triple H brings Vince, like, into Stephanie's face. Stephanie's in the front row, of course, not wearing a bra. Um, holds him in her face. Tells her to say goodbye. Because I guess he's about to literally kill him. Um, and then he goes in and he has the pipe, which is odd. Clearly, Triple H forgot he was supposed to get the sledgehammer for the finish. Because he <laughs> sets up perfectly with Vince's... The whole deal is Vince has got his foot between his legs. He's able to kick him, right? If you watch this part where he grabs the wrong item... Like, he's positioning for the finish, and then he, like, has to remember, oh, I gotta get the sledgehammer. Hang on. And then there's, like, three extra minutes while, he, <laughs> while Vince sells, and he goes out and gets the sledgehammer. And then he... I think he does it on purpose so that he can have a longer match. Maybe he's trying to get the 30-minute mark. <laughs> yeah, that's what Harley would do, right? Um, yeah. That's his... That's the thing. That's Triple H's... That's... You're, you're joking, but that is Triple H's interpretation of, of a great wrestling match it's gonna be oh, really yeah, no. long yeah. yeah 
he's like the people that like when they first discover you know all japan and they just see some matches 37 minutes and they're like automatically i gotta click that, that must be great yeah. hey if it leads people to april 20th 1991 trios match then fucking go for it favorite match um really long um the uh the hammer the sledgehammer i remember seeing like oh triple h used a sledgehammer and being like wow that's crazy (laughs) i'm like 10 and i'm like that's hardcore man that's that's really crazy that he did that um because all you saw was like the shot of triple h standing over a bloody vents with the sledgehammer and you're like what the fuck did he do (laughs) i mean it turns out nothing (laughs) he kind of kind of grazed him with it um uh can I just say that uh, all of the sledgehammer stuff at the end here uh, makes me realize how involved Vince probably was in laying out the specifics of the early, like, Seth Rollins fiend match. <laughs> I don't remember that match as well as, as others do, I gotta say. but um, <laughs> there, it, There's, like, a mallet involved. There's a mallet, it's okay. The it's the yeah. mallet. The mallet's good, though. The mallet's, like... If you took the sledgehammer and made it bigger, right? Yeah. That's yeah, so it's more extreme. Yeah. That's good. That's good shit. Um God, he fucking Alright, so Vince kicks Triple H in the balls. Um and he's gonna he's gonna kill Triple H with a sledgehammer. He's gonna fucking kill him. And then Steph hops the rail, says that she wants to do it, and she takes the sledgehammer, and then she hesitates, maybe, and Triple H then grabs the hammer and just gives him a, a, a good swing in the in the ribs. The the first shot is pretty good, um, and then the second one is the classic holding the hammer by the t- by the the what, what do you call that? What's that part of the hammer called? The head? Yeah, the hammer yeah. head. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's late. Um, and just sort of you know gives him a, a gentle little swipe with it, um, and and then he single foot pins him like he's fucking chris jericho or some shit like it's awful this is a fucking pay-per-view main event you went 30 minutes with this guy to pin him like yeah squashed him in a four minute in, in like a 40 second what is the match. point why did you do this and then and then and then the fucking stephanie turn which is so stupid and which in my head happened like she like low blows vince and it's this big epic moment where she turns on her dad but it's an afterthought after the match for no reason oh yeah no it's it's so poorly conceived it's like my note for the rest of this match was triple h is an idea man with no ideas sure yeah uh you know he he has concepts like there's there's some sort of ambition that he probably gets from Sean because Sean is a very ambitious wrestler, right? Mm, sure. Um, but like he has nothing to back it up. You know, there's there's literally like zero thought into any of this and how it would go together, what it would look like. Yeah, he's he's trying. We can say that about Triple H. He's trying, yeah. and I guess that's worth something. The only way you can make sense of the finishing angle, which isn't even, you know, the show-closing angle, it's like, well, maybe Stephanie wouldn't have joined, like, actually turned on Vince had he won, but then wouldn't she have just made sure that Triple H 
lawn by hitting him and your dad in the nuts. No, it you're was trying like, to do no, logic. You're trying no, to make. It's like yeah, and it doesn't deserve it. It's not yeah. worth it. It's like the only. It's like you're putting oh, well, too I guess much that thought. She, she did see what. I mean, this is Triple H logic somehow. Maybe it's like, well, I proved proved that I was a real man, and she just couldn't. <laughs> and then she couldn't help it. Yeah. Yeah, like shit. I mean, that's the best you could. That's the best you got. I mean, what is it, that? Awesome. Is it? It is it revealed that she wasn't drugged? Is that or or like what is what actually? What are we to believe happened? Yeah, I think it's revealed that she was in on it for a good portion of it, right? And she was pretending, or that she was like. Maybe she was knocked out, but she had consented or something. <laughs> like, doesn't make it I any better. Know. That's not good. I'm saying, but God, I just don't understand how you make it out of that. And then, and then here we are, 23 years later. Well, I guess now they're getting divorced, but I mean, it was only a matter of time, right? You start like this. <laughs> Very few <laughs> relationships were started this way. Very few successful relationships, at least in the modern days. Um. Women are supposed to have more agency now. Um, well, I guess that's it, huh? Guys. McMahon confronted Vince the next night on Raw and revealed the wedding was a planned event, which was a revenge plot against her father for the aforementioned kidnappings. I mean, I huh? guess. I... Oh, so it goes back to the higher power stuff. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I get guess it. I'm. Da- I. I guess that's, that's cool. kind of a babyface move. That though, is, isn't yeah. It? That is. That's like, true. Like your dad's a piece of shit. He's like human garbage. Yeah. No, that's interesting though. I mean that that is that is logical storytelling. That's the that's the way that Chris Kresge comes in and fixes Russo's mess. <laughs> um, interesting. Well, um, she watches over her bleeding dad, and Triple H stands behind her with a sledgehammer, and it looks like he's going to kill her with a sledgehammer now. Um, and then yeah, her turn is very funny because you hear a couple of like guy like something awful posters in the crowd yell yeah the second she turns <laughs> we're just like i just want to see a swerve happen tonight i just can't wait till yeah. i see how how russo swerved us or whatever you know um they think he's still working there um and jared's just shouting why stephanie why and kyota's still yelling at hunter for no reason um but seriously why i mean i I guess she would explain it's it. It's worse time. than if Triple H just like walked to the back by himself, like just like in like in like less than a minute, just like, all right, I'm done, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, that see, least that's funny. At least see you TV tomorrow, guys. I don't give a shit. All right, <laughs> all right Vince, fuck off. You're a piece of shit, and I beat you. I gotta go see what Meltzer rated my match. <laughs> what did Meltzer give this one? Yeah. Um, so that is 1999 in ring for the McMahon family. Um, I don't know what what we do uh, next. It's not going to be this good, probably, but we'll figure it out. I don't uh, know. I bet if we go to 2003, McMahon, it'll be pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, 2003 is incredible. Um, but 01 has the Shane match um, at yeah. Mania. Um, there's the Flair match at, at Royal Rumble 2002. There's stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And there's, then there's, like, random shit that we've forgotten about, you know? But 03, yeah. is, 03 is the crazy year with the... Hogan match, the Gowan match, the Stephanie match. Yeah, the 15 Gowan match is so fucking funny. And the Undertaker buried alive match where he the, it the, which is maybe his best blade job. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Vince goes over in that, doesn't he? Yeah, because yeah. Kane comes yeah. back and buries the Biker Taker and then Biker Taker comes back as the dead man. Cause, oh yeah. yeah. yeah we were all very together. excited for that. Yeah. Um <laughs> 
all like in real time feeling like we're slowly outgrowing wrestling and just like okay another another nail in the coffin (laughs) undertaker's supernatural again great um well jr yeah i'm sorry to keep you this late no i had a lot of fun yeah this is a good show it's um, a good episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, sorry for keeping the folks listening uh, so late. Um, <laughs> not really. I don't mean, <laughs> nobody listens this far into the show anyways, right? Um, thank you to our four-hour friends, if you're still with me. Um, Twitter X app, excuse me, <laughs> is not going to be around for maybe it could go any minute now, but. Yeah. At touching We've blood. We've been saying that for a year now. Yeah, at touching blood. Um JR's at wrestling bubble. Uh mm-hmm. well, you got any other things you you want to uh, you like are you on uh, the blue sky? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Meth Lab Battle Arts on Blue Sky. Meth Lab Battle Arts on Blue Sky. Uh, uh I guess I have an article or an essay, I don't know. I I wrote about uh Ozaki match on Segunda Kaida recently yeah um, no people should read that people should check that match out that's cool um you you gave good context for that um i like that thank you yeah i, and, uh, I, I was excited I to see you have a thing up on there i like it when you write you're good at it thanks i appreciate it um, um hopefully i do it more you know so yeah they need writers clearly um. <laughs> yeah so Eric's fine with me joking about this. I joke with him about it all the time. Um, <laughs> and Phil's never going to hear this cause he's two up his own ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> shouts out. Um, Phil, Phil Brooks. I'm talking about, of course. Yeah. 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 No, punk for sure. Yeah. yeah he's going to hate, he's going to call us out in a promo. Yeah. Try and fight us. Yeah. <laughs> um, touching blood on X app, touching blood on TikTok because our TikTok got banned. Um, at least we have a good uh, backup. We've got our backup. Our shit gets banned every time we get banned. One time, um, wrestling is gross on Instagram. Wrestling is gross at gmail dot com. Send us something weird, um, or just you know whatever, and tell us if you like the show, folks. Uh, Apple Podcast, leave a review. Um. I don't tell, know. tell us if you want us to finally release the Brian Knobs' asshole NFT. <laughs> I think we missed the boat. Um, I think, you know, not only are NFTs... Only NFT worth something now? Not only are NFTs kind of past, but I feel like Brian Knobs' ass not getting the kind of hits it used to. Yeah, and I mean that I gotta... in more ways than one. Um, although, they did just talk about it. Chris Charlton shouts out... Uh, I guess, yeah. <laughs> to him, him posting this thing where he talked, where he it was like a, an interview or something from an article where Yuji Nagata, right, was talking about how Brian Knobs would just come in when they were in Japan and just show his asshole to everybody in Japan, <laughs> and it was just like, oh yeah, of course, you should Yuji Nagata, come on, were you surprised? It's just like I like that 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 guy's asshole is so ubiquitous. Anyways, um, 
Thank you, JR, for coming on the show and for, for hanging out with us yeah, for of course. four hours. This is one of the rare, excellent four hour episodes. That and it's pretty good. We fucking I can't wait till we do uh uh till we continue this amazing series. Yeah. I can't wait to get to the ECW era. You're in it now. I guess this is what that's what we're gonna I'm do. In it. That's great. I'm so glad that this worked out this way. <laughs> um Death to America. Death to America. Death to America. Had enough of it. And uh, we'll be back in a week or so with a Vampiro and the Deadpool. So we're gonna. That's gonna be great. Half of it's recorded. It's good. Good half. It's good half of an episode. Second half's gonna be even better. Um, thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for staying out, staying hanging out with me. So late, guys. Yeah. Get some good sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You too. <laughs>